participation. Uh, I do want to let you know that today's program is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. UFC 300 is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is giving new customers a shot to turn five buccarinos into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any UFC 300 bet. So uh, there's a lot of close fights. Jamal Hill, Alex Pereira is a close one. Um, one that is of interest to me, Kayla Harrison, Holly Holm going the distance. Um, obviously, Zhang Wei Li is a big favorite. The biggest favorite on the card is actually Bo Nickel against Cody Brundage. That may not be a surprise to you. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things on this card. And the place to be for it all is DraftKings Sportsbook. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Hour. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DMAR. The crown is yours. Gambling Pronco 100 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance, cdkng.com slash MMA.com, yes. Uh, for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Obviously, it's UFC 300 week in Las Vegas. Friday, also in Las Vegas, it's the second PFL event of the season. Had a great start on Thursday. Uh, Dakota Cheva with a solid win. You had Moldovsky on there. You had a bunch of... Uh, former Bellator fighters Liz Carmouche getting a win as well in her PFL debut. And so I want to let you know that the PFL is back on April 12th with the lightweights and light heavyweights throwing it down. Last week it was the women's flyweights and the heavyweights. You've got names like Impa Kasangane, who of course uh, won the 2023 light heavyweight tournament. You also have Clay Collard and Bellator, former champ, one Patricky Pitbull is uh, is going to be on the card against Clay Collard. So if you're in Vegas for 300, go check him out. If you're at home, check him out over on ESPN2 and ESPN+. Uh, Plus. That is Friday, April 12th, live at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the Mixed Martial Arts Hour with... The Mixed Martial Arts Hour is back in your life on this Monday, April 24th, 2023. Hello again, everyone. I sure hope you're doing well. It is so great to be here with all of you. Oh, my word. I feel, if I'm being 100% honest with all of you, which I like to believe I always am, I feel like I'm flying right now. I feel like I'm buzzing, as they say overseas. I feel like I'm on cloud nine. I feel like I'm in a state of, of highness. Does that make sense? Highness? Would you say highness? I mean, your highness? Um, I need to I need to move my little guy. I feel like I'm moving along like my little Volkswagen there. The, uh, the camper van, if you will. I am feeling tremendous on this Monday afternoon, and I hope you all are as well. Since we last spoke, so much has happened. Oh my gosh, so much has happened. We said goodbye on Wednesday afternoon, had a lovely show with Demetrius Johnson and company. That was a lot of fun in studio. What a great guy he is, and I really enjoyed that chat. Thursday morning, 
I, uh, I went to Las Vegas. I was there for the Ryan Garcia Tank Davis fight, which we are going to talk about at length on today's program. Or I should say, because I know this is a big thing over there in the world of boxing, the Tank Davis-Ryan Garcia fight, because he was the A side, the A-plus side. Got to work on some stuff there. Got to do some basketball stuff with my new friend, Stephen Jackson, Paul Pierce, and Boogie Cousins on Friday. That was a lot of fun. Got to watch uh, basketball playoffs with some of the athletes as well. That was fun. Weigh-ins on stage. What a scene that was. Thought things were about to pop off there. I had to go off to the side. That was crazy. Did a little prelim action. Flew home on the red eye. Thanks for asking. Landed home. (sighs) Was a little bit tired. Drank a lot of coffee. Watched more basketball. Watched my kids play soccer. Woke up today at 5.30. Went to Queens at 6.30. Did a shoot over there for HBO Real Sports. Story to come. TBD on that. Came here doing this show. And we are rolling. Like the great Burt Watson once said, we are rolling. I feel great. I feel fantastic. I'm so excited about today's show because we have an all-star guest. I like people are like, oh, it's about time you have an all-star guest. What are you talking about? It's week after week. It's banger after banger after banger here on this show, all right? We're like Seamus, okay? It's hit after hit. We're like the hit factory, okay? Can't stop, won't stop. No problem. Five massive guests on today's program. A lot to get to. Let's get to the lineup. As always, we are presented by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. They are the official sports betting partner of not only this program, but the UFC as well. Download the app. Use the code Hour. If you're a first-time user, they'll hook you up. And as always, a lot going on in the world of sports and combat sports. So do check in with them. Back end of the show, we'll recap the weekend that was in uh, bets and uh, talk about what other uh, loose ends that are left to talk about. Also, um, we'll check in with the guys who had a great field trip to uh, a little darts action. We're all in over here. A little darts action on Friday in Jersey City. I can't wait to hear about all of that. GC and Mysterious Frank uh, went to the darts. And shout out to our good friend Dylan, uh, who hooked that all up over in Jersey City. Prior to that, we're going to be joined by Max Holloway. Oh, Max Holloway doesn't like you anymore. Oh, shove it on the show, 4.15. Hope you enjoy. Mahalo, aloha. Prior to that, we're going to be joined in studio by Arnold Allen, the almighty one, in studio right over here, first time. He's been on a uh, cross-country trip throughout the United States. Well, Maybe I should say mid-country trip because it's from Missouri over here. But I think he might be going west too. I don't know. We'll find out. He's in uh, New York as we speak. He's going to join us. We're going to talk about the fight, but also talk about this this, uh, thing that he's doing where he's trying to eat as much fast food as possible. And so he's uh, he's been chronicling this on his vlog, and it's been incredibly entertaining. We obviously love Arnold. Great to have him in studio. We'll talk about Ipswich Town and... All the other great things to talk to Arnold Allen about. Prior to that, we're going to be joined by uh, Mr. Paulo Costa, Bohashinia, who I think resigned with the UFC, who might be fighting Hamzad. You never know with him. I look forward to talking to uh, Paulo Costa about all of that and more. Stay tuned, 245, 215. We're going to be joined by Carl Frampton. Carl Frampton, a longtime pro boxer, one of the greats coming out of Europe, Northern Ireland's finest, has now transitioned the last couple of years to being one of the best analysts. He works for BT Sport. Uh, I've done a couple things with him on their great show entitled Chatterbox. Wanted to talk to him about the Tank Garcia fight, his thoughts on it all, and uh, you know where Tank goes from here, where Garcia goes from here, and some other things as well. Of course, we are approaching the 
massive Katie Taylor homecoming on uh, May 20th in Dublin. So looking forward to that conversation. And we're going to talk to Bobby Green at 145 to talk about his disappointing fight, no contest, whatever you want to call it, against Jared Gordon uh, this past weekend. Clash of heads. He thought he got the knockout. They went to the replay. They ruled it a no contest. It was a clash of heads. He was upset, said in the post-fight presser, which just lasted like 50 seconds, that he wanted his money. Bobby Green, gracious enough to join us. We'll talk to him at 145. I also want to mention uh, that, and I'll tell you more about them, we have a new sponsor on the show that to me is the most important sponsor that we've ever had in the history of the show and probably the one that I'm most excited to be affiliated with. Done some stuff with them on the YouTube channel. First time that they're involved with the MMA Hour. They're called BetterHelp. And I'm going to tell you more about them later on, but betterhelp.com slash MMA Hour, you could get a little bit of info there. The most important sponsor that we have, and I am so happy that they're a part of the team. Uh, They are very, very important. Mental health, something I've talked about, means a lot. And I can't wait to tell you more about BetterHelp later in the show. So welcome to them. um, And thank you to them for being a part of the team. Oh my gosh, do we have a lot to talk about. And obviously Bellator had two events uh, this past weekend, um, both of them in Hawaii, solid shows. How about Patchy Mix winning the million dollars, scoring the knockout over Rafian Stotts, who I rate very highly. But I mean, that was like a classic Jose Aldo knee thrown like a jab, just like, chabang, knocked him out. Incredible. Uh, He's now the Grand Prix winner, and we suspect we'll face the winner of Sergio Pettis, who who is fighting... um, Patricio Pitbull at 135 in June, which is a massive fight, and it feels like it's it's not being talked about enough, if I'm being honest. Um, so big win for him. Liz Carmusha's, you know, I don't know, third, fourth chapter as a champion in Bellator has been incredible. She was successful, victorious on Friday. The UFC event had its moments. You know, again, it's just tough. It's 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 tough to go to these events. And, and see the crowds and see everything and watch the UFC event last weekend in, in Kansas and then feel like this isn't a little bit of a step down. Kansas City, that is, Missouri. Um, but there's no denying that Sergei Pavlovich is, you know, or Pavlovich is, is, uh, is one of the best heavyweights on the planet and probably should be fighting for the belt next. It doesn't look like that's going to happen unless he's going to sit out for a year. Uh, but that was incredible what he did to Curtis Blades and very impressive, and we will talk about that. But the biggest story, without a doubt, in combat sports and maybe just in sports, period, was what happened Saturday night in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. My first time in the arena to watch a fight since March of 2020. I was very excited to be back there, and it was Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia. And they did such a good job of promoting that fight, and it felt like the kind of fight that doesn't happen often, in boxing and in MMA, but these days it's been happening a hell of a lot more in MMA than it does in boxing, if we're being honest. MMA has done, and the UFC in particular, has done a great job of expanding and in large part due to the relationship with the ESPN, which has benefited them greatly. The Izzy's of the world are crossing over. The John Joneses of the world are crossing over. Obviously, the Connors of the world. There's no one, in my opinion, who is as big as Connor. I know some would you know, push back with Canelo or or even Tyson Fury. I think Connor's more famous than both of them. But, you know, tomato, tomato. This was a big deal that crossed over. And it didn't just cross over into MMA, which I think it did. 
I think it crossed over into sports and mainstream. Everyone was aware to some degree that Tank Davis, 28 years old, undefeated, was fighting Ryan Garcia, 24 years old, undefeated. As I said, when this fight was in the works, I believed at the time, biggest fight of the year, bigger than Fury Usyk, bigger than Fury Joshua, bigger than Spence Crawford. I believe that I'll be proven right because I don't even know if those three other fights are even going to get made this year. And even if they do, I still think it will be bigger in terms of box office and in terms of attention and buzz than all of those. And uh, I mean, they hit a home run. The press conference on Thursday was great. Leonard Ellerby and De La Hoya kind of stole the show. That was entertaining. The weigh-ins were, I mean, they were magical. They were outside, massive crowd, five, 6,000 people outside of T-Mobile at the, um, at the Toshiba Plaza right outside the arena. It was amazing to be a part of it. I mean, this is like what I dream of. I, I mean, I've watched these scenes my whole life, and there I am on the stage, and De La Hoya's there, and Bernard's there, and Tyson's there, um, and it's contentious, and it got a little, uh, it got a little dicey there for a moment, but cool to speak to both guys. And then you get to the fight, and the event rolled along rather quickly. I thought that you know it was great that it started an hour earlier on pay per view, eight p.m. on the East Coast, five on the West. Unfortunately for boxing, they still haven't quite figured out as far as the card construction is concerned. I mean, that place was pretty empty by the time the co-main started. And the co-main was worth watching. It didn't last very long, but David Morrell Jr. is a big-time budding superstar who wants to fight David Benavidez, and the place was half empty by the time that fight ended. But the, the moment it ended, everyone rushed in. It reminded me, by the way, of the last time I was at T-Mobile for a boxing match, which was Mayweather-McGregor in 2017. And do you know who the co-main was for that card? Tank Davis. And when he fought, and I remember he came out in that like feathery vest, no one was in the building. I mean, there might have been a thousand people in that building. And that's a building that holds like, what, 15, 16, 17,000 for boxing? They need to do a better job with that. But once the main event started and was about to start, the place was on fire, and they have two very passionate fan bases, and there were obviously a lot of celebrities and high rollers and athletes there. It was big in the NBA community. Garcia's walkout was great. Tank's walkout was great. The, 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 the buzz, the atmosphere, the tension, the anxiety was great. And what was so great about it was, of course, we've talked ad nauseum about two undefeated guys, two young guys, sub-30, Two different fan bases, two different demographics, two different cultures coming together. We talked about all of that. And we talked about the fact that there weren't any titles at stake. No one cared. It was at this arbitrary weight, 136, catch weight. Didn't matter. And there was some other drama with the weight stuff, which we'll get to. But what made this fight and the anticipation and the buildup and the moment where they came together in the middle of the ring so great was... Both of them, at their weight, have tremendous knockout power. And they're two of the hardest punchers in the game, regardless of weight class. And so it wasn't like, strap in, we're getting ready for 12 rounds. It was, strap in, this might end in two rounds. And it almost did. And that was the beauty of it. I felt like I couldn't look away at any point. I felt like I couldn't blink because of their power. Could Ryan catch him with the left hook? Could Tank knock him? you know, down with the body shot, with with his dynamite hands. 
And I thought early on, Ryan would look good. And what was the talk going in? Tank starts slow. He, as the boxing pundits like to say, downloads the data or the data, depending on which way you like to roll. And uh, it's up to Ryan to, to start quickly and control the pace and set the tempo and bring the fight to him. And he did. The first round, I thought he won it. And the second round, it looked like he was winning it. In fact, it looked like he was confusing Tank. It looked like he was putting Tank in some difficult positions. It looked, dare I say, like he even briefly rocked him. And then it looked like he didn't capitalize on the moment. And then he got caught. And then he got dropped. And then it seemed like everything changed for him afterwards. And then from that point forward, and we're looking at some tremendous photos here now, uh, this courtesy, is this courtesy of Esther? Or this is Getty? Yeah, this is Getty. This is Getty. Well, shout out to Esther as well, who was there. It was great to see her and Casey too. Um, But that's when he, you know, that's when then when Ryan got dropped. um, And I, I thought the whole complexion of the fight changed after that, but it didn't mean that it got to be a boring fight. But obviously, you know, Ryan had to take his foot off the gas a little bit. And uh, then you saw Tank start to go to work. And eventually he stops him in the seventh round via the body shot. I thought it was going to end eight through 12. He gets him seven and a half um, into the fight. And and obviously the, the smart money was on Tank. It was a big step up. And this brings up questions, you know, if 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 Ryan didn't drop down to 136, if he wasn't forced to do that, if he wasn't forced to do the rehydration weigh-in the next day, 146, would his body have been a little stronger? Would he have been less depleted? Credit to him. He didn't make any excuses. And ultimately, as he said all week, he agreed to these terms. He wanted these terms. 136, rehydration, rematch clause only for one person, on showtime, all that stuff. I mean, he really gave up a lot to make this happen. And Again, I don't think he gets enough credit for making it happen. I don't think this fight happens if he doesn't check off all those boxes against him. I really don't. I really don't think this happens if it's like a 50-50 split in that regard in terms of those stipulations. But he wanted it, and I think he'll be just fine. Remember, Canelo Alvarez once fought Floyd Mayweather at a young age, and he lost that fight, and and he came back to be just fine. Um and I saw a lot of people saying like, oh man, what a was, he was a never was, internet, YouTuber, uh, social media star. At what point is this guy going to be able to shed all of that? I don't know. But they were knocking him for not getting up. Listen, I'm no boxer, but I've talked to enough fighters out there who tell you that when you get hit to the body, especially right there, you get hit to the liver like that, it's it's like, it's crippling. It's paralyzing. It's impossible to get up. Um, and you saw it on his face. I think he wanted to get up, couldn't do it, and Tank wins. And Tank is one of the best fighters on the planet, and I think he should be in the discussion for pound for pound. Um, the unfortunate thing for him is the timing sucks because he has he has a sentencing on on May 5th for this uh, hit-and-run accident that happened in 2020. There's, there's no escaping that. And it's unfortunate he's got this massive spotlight on him now, and then there's going to be you know, some some negative headlines. And and hopefully, like his mentor, Floyd Mayweather, he can come back from that and uh, stay on the straight and narrow and, and, and stay out of those negative headlines because he has all the talent in the world. And I don't know ultimately if the face of boxing title was on the line. I think Tyson Fury and Canelo Alvarez in particular would have something to say about that. But at the very least, in America, you can make a very strong case that he is now the face of American boxing. Uh, and that's a big deal. And especially when you have guys like Devin Haney out there 
and and Lomachenko if he wins, I, I think Haney wins that fight, and maybe down the line Shakur Stevenson and others. There's big fights out there for him, and there's big fights for Ryan Garcia too. They'll probably just be at. 140 and not 135 or 136 anymore. But overall, I thought it was a huge night for boxing. I thought it was a huge night for the fight game. No controversy, no crappy scorecards, none of that crap. It was just two young stallions coming together and the better man won and it ended in very, very dramatic fashion. What can be said? I will say the only thing I didn't like about the whole weekend, the only thing I didn't like was the rehydration nonsense. Uh, You know, rematch clause, blah, 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 whatever. Look, if you're going to make him go down to 136, that's fine. You should try to, you know, win every single, you know, move on the way to making the fight. But if you're going to make him go down to 136, the 146 thing, I think, shouldn't have been a factor. And ultimately, I don't even blame Tank and his team for making that a thing. Ultimately, I think it should be on the commissions to stop that from happening. If you're going to weigh in at 11 o'clock local time and you're going to fight at 8 p.m. local time, you, you can't be cutting weight nine hours before the fight. You just can't. This isn't, you know, this isn't high school wrestling. You can't do that. So if they were going to make him go down to 136, which he hasn't fought out for the last few years, that should have not have been a thing. I, I, and, I, and I really feel like the commissions need to stop that from happening. And, and so who knows? Maybe they meet down the line and, and maybe it's at a, you know, a favorable weight class for Ryan. Who knows? I don't want to see that ever. And I'm happy it's not a thing in, in MMA, by the way. I'm happy rehydration clauses aren't a thing in our sport. You never hear about things like this because it's complete lunacy to have to weigh in on the day of the fight, especially just 10 pounds. If it was like 15, 20 pounds, I'm fine. 10 pounds? Are you kidding me? When, when, you're, when you're being asked to, to cut to 136? Lunacy. That was the only sort of black cloud that I could think of. Otherwise, thought it was a home run for the sport. Gentlemen, what did you think? Rick, GC, do you, do you share my enthusiasm or am I too close to the sun on this one? I thought it was fantastic. And, and Rick, in particular, you've been watching for a very long time. Uh, I don't know if you felt as high about the fight as I did going in, right? I, I, I think we argued about, you know, how big it would be. Yep. Did it deliver? Oh, it de- definitely delivered. I think I was, I was talking about this. We did a preview show for MMA fighting. I was talking about this with Jose Youngs and, and Damon Martin. In boxing... We typically, when it comes to fighters like this, the, the caliber of, of Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis, what typically happens is we either don't get the fight or get the fight too late. And what we got in this scenario is we may have gotten the fight a little bit too early in Garcia's career, but at the right time in Tank's career. But I'll take that anytime. I'll take that mm. 10 times out of 10 of the idea of two guys like this not testing themselves and not meeting um, and us not getting the fights that we want out of boxing. So the fact that it happened, the fact that it that it delivered as a fight, the fact that the buildup was what it was and everybody got excited about it, um, it was a home run. I loved it. It's what we really very rarely get in boxing. Uh, was very happy to see it. And yes, um, I was not as high on the pay-per-view draw potential as you were when this fight was first announced. Come fight night, I was pretty certain that this was going to do a very uh, nice number on pay-per-view. It just felt like the world was talking about it. Great weekend um, for it. The The eyes of the sporting world were on it. And Tank Davis went out and delivered a, a performance, you know, that, that was top of his uh, of his career. So, yeah, amazing. Couldn't have gone better. GC, enjoy it? Oh, 
Loved it. Loved everything about it. I mean, we we talked about it beforehand. Like, it had the big fight feel. Like, I was driving around on either Thursday or Friday, and I was hearing radio advertisements for it. Like, I just feel like you never hear that unless it's that that big fight and then just everything surrounding it the fact that people that aren't normally into to boxing and combat sports are talking about it you've got all the celebrities showing out for it like it really felt like one of those massive fights leading up to it uh and then the fight itself i i thought delivered kind of went how how a lot of people thought it might go maybe just a little bit too much too soon for ryan garcia but i thought it was super entertaining you mentioned it. I love the fact that there was no controversial decision, uh, and it felt like both of them were class acts in, in both victory and defeat. So, yeah, uh, I thought it was a great night for for the sport overall. In the arena, it seemed like people were unsure what happened. Like it, it was I a, was. it was, I was a bit of a, what oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. I had no. I was like, what what is going on? And then it was just over because it was so quick, right? The body shot yeah. was so quick, and well, uh, it didn't really look like it. What's that? There's also the delayed reaction, right? That happens yeah. inevitably with that. So you know, you don't see the shot immediately land and him drop. Um, but man, he took a he took a bad one to the body. That, that was a rough one. I I, I felt for for Ryan afterwards because I feel like a lot of people are watching that fight and they're going to be like, he's a wimp. He couldn't get up from that because of the delayed reaction, not knowing how that can hurt someone. I felt like he was going to take... For some reason, people just love to shit on the guy. Um, I guess because of the looks and the social media bullshit, but. It's not fair to say, like, there's not an understanding of why. I don't think that's fair. Like, he's brash. He is, is he talking really brash? about... What? Is he really brash? Yeah, he's talked about top-level fights. He's confident. Yeah, listen, people don't like that when it comes... People want... Here's what I'll say. People think they want these, like, humble champions that only go out there and I'm just here to, you know, put on my hard hat and go to work. They really don't want those people. Ultimately, those are not the characters that end up um, being everybody's favorites and succeeding. But they want to to, to feign that and pretend that they want that humbleness. Um, but they also love to break him down. The, the same way, if he would have won, they would have built him up. They would have said, he's the man. He's the greatest ever. Oh, my God. He beat Tank Davis. The moment he slips, they're ready to break him down. But I think part of that is also him. Like, you know, he has a profile that is outsized for the resume um, that he's achieved and what he's done in this sport. That Those accolades are probably more deserved for somebody like Tank. Um, but that's not his fault. That's taking advantage of the system and getting into big fights. And, and I don't think he's done anything wrong. I think his career has been handled um, spectacularly from that aspect. But, yeah, people want to tear him down, and I understand why. I don't think it's, like, surprising. Impossible to know for sure, but what do you think? Do you think that if he didn't have to weigh in at 146? Uh, I can't. I I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a tasty little storyline, though, right? Either that or the fact that there was a mole in his camp. I'm not sure which is tasty. I mean, that one, I'm I'm like... What is that? I'm just so that? over the idea. This yeah, happens the, in boxing. The like controversy with uh, Bernard Hopkins touching. <laughs> oh, the testosterone. Like, yeah, some people were like, he'd be putting cream on. Yeah, him and he would fail the test. Like, boxing is very ripe <laughs> for these types of things. It, I, I kind of love it to be the, honest. The, the the conspiracy theories and all this stuff kind of comes. As far as the weigh-in stuff. Um, would I have liked to see it without hydration? Sure. Like, obviously, I think that's better than than worse. But at the same time, I think Ryan had the most salient point on this is I signed the contract. I knew what right. I was getting into. D- deal's a deal. I made my deal. And t- if we want to if we want to stick to, like, you know, deals and things like that, Tank Davis has a claim to Ryan Garcia's purse if, if he wants it. So I, I think God. it's good to, like, leave some of those things. I agree with Connor, by the way. Those things are so, <laughs> dumb, so dumb. And they yeah. never come to fruition. Uh, never, has never. it come to fruition the once? Only, Is there an example uh, of it I'll once happening? I believe that Jake Paul would do it. I'll say that. 
he's offered this a few times. I believe in my heart of hearts, 100% that Jake Paul would do it because his boxing is not his sole means of income. Like he's not counting on these opportunities. I think this is all gravy for him. I truly believe if he made a bet with somebody, he would give away his purse. Um, most people are are not in his position and not. But wait, to didn't he that. make that bet with Tommy Fury? No, he, well, no, he because did, Tommy no, didn't do no, it. Not any contract. Tommy yeah, but didn't didn't, didn't freaking John Fury come out and be like, "Hey, you can't." That's you not said Tommy it. though. <laughs> he said, but he either said, way, the point is, yes, they're they're extremely silly. They're extremely silly, uh, and, and they don't they, like guys keep their money. Like this is this is silliness. Honestly, I don't even want like Ryan Garcia should be paid for that. Like I don't even this yeah. doesn't even up the stakes for me. In, like the idea of Ryan Garcia or anyone walking away from a fight with nothing because they made a stupid bet <laughs> it's is a, depressing. It's an all or nothing thing. It's like how how committed are you? How sure are you going to win? You're you're so sure that you're willing to risk all your money, but like at the end of the day, I'm glad it never happens. I'm glad it never actually comes to fruition, and we can move on from it. Did you guys see that clip of Connor and Ryan Garcia's locker? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've watched it 15 <laughs> times. What's the best part of it? Everything. Uh, I actually like. I want to. I want to do a deep dive on it later. The best part of Please. it is the the phantom dap. There's a guy when he's like, I want to see the rematch. That I can never see the guy. The hand just pops out of nowhere. Really, Connor daps him up as he's full rant. Yes, I need to actually break it down. Can you uh, break it down right now on Twitter? I don't have the video ready to uh. go. But, like I. I couldn't stop watching it. Like if if you go back and watch, there's a guy. I, I can't see the guy. All I see is a hand pop in. Connor's mid screaming in Ryan's face about how he wants to see the rematch. Perfectly ex- executes the dap and and moves on. I I couldn't stop watching the video. I, I have a favorite part. My favorite part is him leaving like like a a senator. Like just <laughs> he's he's kissed the baby and now he's gone. He's like God bless everybody. Thanks. You know it was great to be here and and I'm out of here. Um, that was my favorite. What part. do you think Ryan is thinking in that moment? That that's cool. He that, that's he liked cool it because I saw some other people be like, "Connor, get out of here!" Like, oh, man, like he, I think a, Ryan liked it because he posted it. I think right? Didn't he yeah, post he it? Posted it. Yeah, that's I think a, it's a cool moment for him. That's a low moment for Ryan and a dude who's like on top of the combat sports world. We just you know you just reference it. Like Connor is still the biggest draw in combat sports, bar none. Is coming back in the locker room. He could be in Tank's locker room. Sure. Like, great job, champ. He ain't going to Mayweather's locker room, even though I don't know what the relationship is between them. But yeah. He was there with. Well, yeah, he also. I saw him with Floyd Senior. He was there with Floyd Senior, so I don't think. (laughs) The outfit was great. Connor was everywhere. He was on the tables. Like, when he emerges, he emerges. What's so funny about it is he was on camera for, let's say, a total of two minutes. Talking very quickly, yeah. Uh, for a total of two minutes, it made infinite headlines. Oh my but gosh! He uh, he was in Ryan's locker room. I thought it was cool, man. I thought it was really cool for for a dude who um, is as you know big of a of a celebrity and a star as he is to come back there. And I'm sure Ryan appreciated it. Otherwise, he I don't think he would have posted that if if he didn't. Use the, use the faces of the sport. He's <laughs> up on nothing. Get the, we get the shadow box. Yeah. Too. Like, I'd love to see you run it back. Oh yeah, with Floyd no, Cedar, he's like pop, 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 pop. Six jabs, six, six jabs, jabs, six jabs. Six jabs. Throw him out there, <laughs> like uh, that bright orange suit, and like the the video of him at the tables too. Like yeah. there's just so many people around, and it looks like he's kind of annoyed by like everyone. Being I would around. imagine. Well, then they ask him a question about it, and he goes on this like very long explanation of why how why he loved the fight so much, and he was like super nice about it. I didn't even know he was gonna be there. I would have linked up, <laughs> you know. You know? I'm rewatching the video now. I, I need to get it in the system. I, yes, like, please. The DAP is. Is it going to be? Is it going to be? Because the other thing is, like, we just throw out. Oh yeah, he should fight Haney next. Haney's ESPN. He's top rank, at least for now. Is that possible, New York Rick? 
it's possible, but this is why what happened on Saturday is so special. Okay, so right? someone they asked me this on the pre-show, and shout out to Brian Campbell, had a great job working with him all weekend. Shout out to the pro, Kate Abdo, who was tremendous. I was trying to get in a lot of soccer takes, because she does Champions League for CBS, but uh, they kind of fell on deaf ears. In any event, <laughs> they asked me um, about whether this would be the beginning of this new wave in boxing where fights are being made between different promoters and networks. I said, short-term, yes, long-term, no. They'll always resort back to sticking to their own. PBC will, you know, do PBC fights and Matchroom and 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 um, Golden Boy, etc. What do you think? Because I, I feel no. like, I don't know, top don't rank? Short-term or long-term. Oh, neither? So we're I not mean, getting we any? Like, how many times, like, yeah, Fury you Wilder. On, like, one hand. Fury Wilder was supposed to be that too, right? Like, right. It just doesn't happen. Pack, yeah. It does. It doesn't happen in boxing. Um, the 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 value of Ryan Garcia continuing to remain undefeated or Tank Davis continuing to remain undefeated is too valuable to the promotion to constantly do fights like this. It's just not. It's just not possible. And that's again, I refer. That's why Saturday was so amazing because they put that aside and because the fighters wanted it and we got it. But yeah, I don't expect this to be a trend in boxing. I, what the thing that I think can flip the tides is not necessarily like, hey, here's two promotions coming together. Isn't that fantastic? What I think will turn the tides potentially is look at how much freaking money we made. If they if this pay per view was super successful and they put it out there and they continue to talk about the numbers, that's a wake up call to some of these boxers that are that are sitting on on the sidelines waiting for the perfect fight or, or cherry picking their opportunities. Look how much money can be made if you do fight those guys. Look at how much money can be made when you take the risks. And you're a guy like Canelo Alvarez, right? Like who's out there trying to really like press the issue and and do something special and fight for legacy and not just like. Okay, I'm gonna take the next challenger, bank my money, and and keep going. You can really make a wave. I think that will be the determining factor. So how successful this is on pay per view, I think, is the only thing that will turn the tide. It's not gonna be the the co promotion and the and the kumbaya aspect of it. Who wins that fight? Which Haney, one? Haney, Tank. Man, I would probably favor Haney like slightly. Um, but oh, I gotta be honest, one. it's for me, it's. They're just they're just biding time till Shakur comes, man. Oh, Shakur is the dude. Shakur is the dude. Better than both, opinion. huh? Fuck, that's I crazy. Think I think Shakur that's is crazy. The next, by the way, the, the sixth guy. borough. Haney, Haney, the sixth borough. I never heard that. Is that a thing? I like that. You should run with that. I, 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 Do they call I, it that? I, no, I coined it once I moved to New Jersey. It's a fantastic. That's a fantastic. It's like our ninth nickname. island for for Halloween. Um, um, I'm rocking the uh, CBK. Oh, look at the you! Knicks theme, you know, giving oh, some yeah. love to the. Was that Engage? Yeah, yeah Engage. Best T-shirts on the market. Not fit uh, best. That a team? Yeah, best. Okay, so if anyone was, I got a lot of people write to me. It's uh, it's one thirty-two p.m. Eastern. They're like, "Are you gonna rub it in?" You know, with with Rick on the show, or are you gonna? Why? Did I pick have, the wrong. Wait, have I, I said tank? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I get some credit? It's one. I I didn't even reference. I didn't even say a thing. I didn't text you yesterday. I did not say a thing. I mean, can I get some credit? Because I always say myself, hate when people rub it in, like when the bills lose and people come out of the woodwork and all that. And, and with you and I, it's different. But not even a joke, not even a reference on the show. I mean, you have to be surprised, no? Um, or at least appreciate I, it? I, mean, I appreciate it. That's that's my angle on this. I appreciate it. 
Um, I'm humbled. I come to you a broken. There's nothing man. to be humbled. I ain't saying shit until they they win this series. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. I'm not saying History shit. You would say to to wait, but uh, I'm in a weird position. Uh, and I, I think we should be clear what we're referencing. We're referencing the Cavs and Knicks. I don't even so want to reference it because I'm so superstitious at this yeah. point. Um, yeah, my Cavs are my Cavs are learning a, a very harsh harsh lesson right now at the hands of the Knicks. And I'm in a, and a I'm in a weird position where I live in New York. All my friends are Knicks fans, so they're more elated than trying to like stick it to me, which I can appreciate. Um, and I'm just happy for them. But yeah, it's it's a weird spot. Um, I'm humbled, and uh, I have nothing else to say. Rocking yesterday. The garden was rocking. There's nothing. I mean, there's no place on the planet like the garden when it's rocking. Springtime, Nick's on 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 a roll. Blue and orange skies. Oh, I mean, the best God. part is y'all are just pre-show. You're talking about uh, you know how Celtics are gonna have to deal with the Sixers. Blah blah sure, blah. Sure, sure. I mean, they still got to finish. No, finish Atlanta you're right. first. No, you're still right. Alive. It's true. You're right. It's We're true. still here. Um. So there's so much. Wow, there's so much that happened since we like. There was like I made a little running list. Oh, you know, please! Before, before we get to the next thing, I I believe we've got the the handshake. Here. Oh, here just it is. Have, yeah, I just had to show I you. Please see this because I yeah, even no sound. This. All right, yeah, just all right. Watch it in the like right corner. Here He's one oh. There it is. He's there the t- it is. There's the there's wait, wait. the handshake. Watch. You don't think that's Ryan? That not Ryan? No, oh. that's not Ryan. That's not Ryan. <laughs> that's <laughs> suit arm. And then when you zoom out, there's no one there. Where oh, did the guy go? He disappears immediately. How is that the big takeaway? I mean that's impressive, Connor. Not even breaking breaking eye contact. That's what I'm Ryan. saying. The that's, dap might have been the most impressive part of the impressive. entire thing. That's He's pretty impressive. Full explanation. That style executes it. Perfectly. This person just wanted to get a, a touch of Conor McGregor while he's in this impassioned moment. With Ryan. Let's see it again. One more time. One more yeah, time one if more we time. may. Watch. Yeah. Full speed. You don't even see it. You don't even notice that it happens. Talking. Oh, my God. There doesn't even. Wow. Doesn't wow. Break eye wow. contact once. And then look at this. Look at this. Dap. Oh, Dan. Does the switch. And it's out. And the guy's gone. Not only is it a dap, he like does the double. Like the, what, I'm what a, what a spot. What a find by, by wow. What a beautiful, spot by Arcana. Beautiful stuff. Who, um, I, I wasn't watching the broadcast because I was, you know, I was, I was there and I couldn't yeah. see the screens. Who, who, like, were there real big stars there? I know the, some of the basketball guys were there, but like, yeah. was there like as, the, the Leo the, DiCaprios of the world and all that? As we were leading up, like, it was like a red carpet. Like, they would oh, like yeah, go outside yeah. the stadium and like have all the, the celebrities taking pictures. I, I don't think it was quite like Leo level, but yeah, there was there was a lot of famous people there. A lot of athletes. Yeah. A ton of athletes. A okay. lot of NFL players, a lot of NBA, NBA. Um Can we give Sergey Pavlovich his flowers? Oh, my goodness. <sighs> can we ever? What do we do with this man? Give title him shot. the title shot. What does that mean? Like, He's gonna he's gonna wait till next year. Why would he fight anyone else at this point? Six straight first round knockouts. Just did it to. But Curtis the problem Blades. is he can't fight for a year. Then is that not worth waiting? I mean, <sighs> how much if money does Sergey Pavlovich make? An opportunity make? against Stipe or John is that not worth waiting for? Okay, him? here's the question: Stipe wins that fight, he ain't fighting again. You think Stipe's sticking around for Sergey Pavlovich? Perfect. Okay. Now I get an interim. T- uh, sure. A, a vacant Why title would he shot? stick around for Sergey? The like question it. is: Does John stick around? I'd love to see it. Is it big enough I would, for John? I would, I would wait at the opportunity. I would wait to find out if he sticks around. What's the rush? Like, wh- what money? Just money. I'm just talking money. Like the guy's yeah, got. I'd Imagine wait. someone telling he, you you're not going to earn did, a living for a year now. He did lose all his money at the casino. Yeah, he was at oh, the what a legend! Huh? He was at the Jeez, slots. Louise, just sitting there just like a robot. Sergey slots on a Saturday. Oh, love that, Sergey slots. I think more likely is the UFC comes calling. Right, like, hey. Like it's backup just fighter too long. It's already been the backup fighter. No, no, not backup fighter. Uh, fight somebody else. Like it's gonna Cyril gone. You know oh. something like that. Um, and he might take it. Mm. And he might take it. But I, if I was in his position, if I was his manager, I just don't see 
the upside. If I'm not mistaken, he came out and said he was going to wait for the title shot. I would wait. I know, but does he realize that that's that? I mean that that fight, his title shot, isn't happening until this time next year. If those two guys are fighting in in November at MSG, the winner, the only the only chance he has, which is a shitty scenario, is if the winner vacates the title, and then they could just run another title fight in December or something right away. Like that. Yeah. Um, otherwise. Here's what I think we're we're going towards. I think one day we're going towards a Tom Aspinall Sergey Pavlovich title fight. That's what I think we're moving uh, towards. Sign, like the new sign era me up for that, right? Uh, that you're, sounds incredible. So you're saying no matter what, Stipe or John is done, and that's for the title after. Feels like that's the direction we're going. I'm not convinced that John Jones is going to retire after the Stipe fight. If I'm being honest, I still think that he thinks that he's got some money left to make, I, and and what else is he going to do if not fight? But, I mean, Sergey, 30 years old, fighting like that, I don't want any part of him. I don't know. If I'm John, I don't know how much that fight scares me, if I'm being honest. I'm not, I'm not suggesting it's scare. It scare you a little. I'm not suggesting scare. Scary Is the guy. juice worth the squeeze? The legacy. I mean, John Jones cares about his legacy, right? Mm-hmm. Let's let's make let's let's start there. When the when the goat Habib talk started up, like he took that personally. It was it was the MJ meme. Like he was not he was not a fan of the conversation that was happening around Habib. You beat Stipe. You add a few more uh, title defenses on that. Maybe if, even if it's one or two it. more. I'd love to see John versus Tom and John versus Sergey. You're now yeah. in a you're now in a stratosphere that's like you can't be touched ever. You're like, right, 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 right. On the flip side of that, though, if you fight Sergey Pavlovich and you lose, yeah. the chance is you're going to get knocked out cold or like hammer fisted ended like that. Fuck, he's and terrifying. That, that could be the to way do that to Curtis playing. Blades. Well, that quickly. That I'm not. Well, mean, that's just what he does, dude. Yeah, I mean, he, wait, wait, wait. The, the, it sounds like Eric, just what he does. You weren't you weren't impressed. If you told me Curtis Blades is going to stand and strike with Sergey Pavlovich, like. That's how the fight's gonna go. Like I'm, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not unimpressed, but I'm also like looking at that, like what was Curtis Blades' game plan? I don't know if if that was the game plan, but if I mean, that it didn't was, last very long. You know what's the crazy thing about it? One. He stopped him at three oh eight of the first round. I think Curtis was done like a minute prior. Yeah, like he was oh, yeah. wobbly. Yeah. Wo- wobbly. You know what I mean, bad, dude? You, you, it was, it was like once you realized Curtis Blades wasn't shooting takedowns, you knew it was the beginning of the end. And then when like he got wobbled and he, and he shot the desperation takedown and Sergey just stuffed the hell out of it, it was like, this fight is over. Like This is just a matter of time before they call it. You can look to Tank and Garcia. It's the same thing. After Ryan got knocked down, that fight was drastically different. Right. He felt that oh, yeah. power. The fight was different. Same thing. Curtis Blades felt that power, and that was that. That was done. He Man. shot one desperation takedown, and that was it. And a, a quick side note, I was I was out at a bar watching uh, the fights and everything to talk about how big the Javante Davis uh, fight was. They actually had UFC on in a corner, like in just one corner TV. They had the Apex on, and I was watching Pavlovich Blades. I was going crazy like just because of how big the implications are in the heavyweight division. Everyone looked at me like I was crazy. They're like, what? what is this dude even watching? Like, uh, why is he? And, but then when Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia came on, every the whole bar was just like... Couldn't get enough of it. No one could take their eyes off of it. Did they yeah. charge you? No, but because they didn't charge us, they couldn't play the sound. Uh, they said. What? So they were that music. was the only stipulation? <laughs> yeah, they, it was like uh, it could only be on like 50% or 75% of the TVs or something. Yeah, it was a huge bummer. I was definitely, wow. uh, I was thinking of you. I was like, man, see, this is why I like to be at my house. Oh, for sure. Blaring. By the way, I was watching 
basketball on Friday at the Win Sportsbook, and fourth quarter, the Nuggets, uh, Timberwolves, second quarter was underway. It was fourth quarter Knicks. This at this point they're up like twenty or something, and they switched it over to the audio of second quarter oh. in the thing. And I went up to the guy. I was like, "Hey, man, like I haven't seen many Nick." blowout playoff games can we just ride there's seven minutes left in the game he's like this game sucks it doesn't mean anything no one cares i'm like please i just want to hear i want to hear mike breen talk about the name can i please just like hear this luckily one of the guys came over and he was like oh it's helwani man just put it on for him he's like all right fine but i know exactly what you mean like you watch a game without any sound it sucks it's the the, or or a sporting event it's the worst i was like i'll pay whatever cover you guys were going to charge right now if you can put on the sound like i when when uh, Tank Davis walked out. I'm like, is that is that Chief Keith? Like, are yeah. they doing like, a, you know, are we doing Sosa right now? Am I missing this? And they were playing like some techno music. Yeah, I, I made a vow during the fight. I was just like, oh, techno big fights, horrible. big fights. I, I can't be out like this. I was out for a friend. It was his going away party. Um, but yeah, Ooh, Big Jake. Yeah, Big Jake. Jake the Snake heading down to Miami. Uh, what was the list, Eric? Uh, Davis Garcia, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Um, you dishing out some catnip, patchy patchy mix KO, <laughs> mm-hmm. Sergey Pavlovich. Oh, the patchy mix KO. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burns Bilal getting made. I was gonna. I, I was yes. wondering if you were gonna include oh my that. God, yeah. Yes. Wow, so much is happening. Gilbert Mates Burns, Bilal Mates, Muhammad, Mates five round. Choking. Yes, five rounds. Co-main event in Newark, which we shall discuss. Yeah. Uh, Benil Dariush and, and and Charles getting moved to Vancouver. Yep, big for that card. Four hundred other main events getting announced in the midst oh, of that. Yes, <laughs> the middleweight right? Grand Prix is starting. Yes, uh, uh, Nathan Diaz, Diaz. Yeah, Diaz choking out Logan Paul look alike. Fake Logan Paul. Uh, me and Connor losing our blue ticks, and you lose somehow Connor. getting yeah. mine. But just for, can I just say something for the record? I don't want to be one of those. I didn't say anything when they. I couldn't care less, honestly. Yeah, no. But yeah. then I somehow got yeah, it back. One of those guys. Yeah. There's no. I'm not one of those guys. I'm actually not one of those guys. All Twitter was like people complaining, lamenting. I hope it burns to the ground. But and everyone was just like, "Please, like, I don't know how I got this back. Like, I just want everyone to know, like, yes, I'm not paying for this. I am like, not. I, I don't want to. I believe you. I believe. You. I don't want to pay no for cares. it. I would never no pay for it. No, they. But I, I, I. There are people who are paying for it, and I just don't yeah, want people to think that I'm paying for it. That's all. That's what everyone's saying. <laughs> Me and Rick were talking about this before the show. I'm like, it's such a ridiculous thing. We're all using the, the badge platform. of shame. The badge yeah, of shame. It's, for it's crazy for how it's. I'm happy to use it. I just don't want people to know that I'm paying for it. That's all. Was there uh, anything yes, else? You're, you're, you're a high status uh, user, so they, it's one million, so they, right? They got it back for you. That, that's what they were everyone, speculating. Everyone but there's, a million? there's some under um, that threshold that are still getting it. So, um, yes, but they value you. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, a lot on. happened. A lot happened. A lot happened. Yeah, all those main events, the Bellator events, uh, a misfit event headlined by Le'Veon Bell. In yeah. front of like 300 people in New Orleans. Kingpin some, boxing. Some, yeah, Kingpin, which I didn't really know was a thing, but I guess it is. Um, all those fights getting announced. Shout out to Bilal and, uh, and Gilbert Burns for taking Yo, that fight. Huge, with, big time. With massive stakes on two weeks' notice, both of them not training for a fight. Bilal coming off of Ramadan and, and, and Gilbert just fighting in, uh, in Miami. Just an incredible thing that they have done and i would argue that if you're a fan that had tickets to that event in newark you're you're getting your money's worth now you can't complain no, no. now you can't complain if, no, no. If, if you were okay with the card with charles and benil you can't complain now to me it's uh it's equal if you jack ask Della. Fight. jack Della jack Della against sean brady 
Love that. I mean, it's just Love that it's dizzying out there. It's dizzying out there in the street. Uh, DDP Robert Whitaker? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, we already got a line out for that. Oh. Minus 370, Robert Whitaker. Oh, my uh, God. It's a perfect fight. Um, if you beat Robert Whitaker as Drickus, there, the, the storyline can f- move on from the nonsense it's been so far and go straight to... I beat the dude, now I want you. And that's a perfect way to sell this fight. Like, this this is make or break. And on Whitaker's side, if you beat the top contender, you get another crack. I'm, I think this is perfect matchmaking. And uh, if, if DDP can pull this off, nobody can question anything. That's it. Like, title shot. And on top of it all, big, the biggest one of them all, like, without a doubt, Tell me. in my opinion, yeah. Mago Madoff Strickland, July first. Are you kidding me? The main event. Right in my mouth. Hopefully at the apex. Hopefully. Well, that's the good part. That is an apex main event. If I ever saw one, that's that's big time stuff. Um, all right, great stuff. We'll talk more about all of this and more a little later on. Let's get into our guest. We spoke about this briefly um, at the very top. Bobby Green, Jared Gordon ends in a very unfortunate way, unceremoniously. We thought initially, as I was watching it, that. Bobby Green got a knockout, and it seemed as though that's the way we were going, and then they changed it, and uh, there's no winner, no contest, and there was a headbutt, and he wasn't happy, and, and I could understand. It's a, it's a shitty situation, and uh, we wanted to talk to him about it all, and he's kind enough to join us. Let us say hello to the king himself, Bobby Green. Hey, Bobby, how are you, my man? Oh, what that shit do? Oh, What's going on with you, Earl? It's you nice to brother? see you, brother. It's nice to see you. Where are you right now? Hello. <laughs> Where is this? I'm at uh, I'm you... in Vegas. I'm in, my, I'm in the lab in Vegas. Okay. Well, I appreciate... headquarters and stuff. Much respect. I, I know it was a frustrating weekend for you, and the last time we saw you was at the press conference. How would you uh, say you're digesting everything that happened on Saturday? Because I can understand why you were mad. You said you wanted your money and all that stuff. How do you feel two days later? First of all... Uh, I was already like finding out what the fuck happened because I thought it was a finish. And then all of a sudden I found out like, oh shit, they're not doing it. They were, they're calling it no contest. I'm like, all right, fuck it. It is what it is. But as I start going back to the back of the room, I realized, nigga, that's a hundred grand I missed out on. Fuck that. You know, I'm starting to get hot now. Like, fuck that. So I'm getting hot and hot. And then the UFC say, hey, we want to interview. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? I'm going to say some shit like I'm, I'm not in that mood right now. Fuck that. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to do it. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, let's do it. I'm like, all right, fine. Fuck it. Let's go. I'm going to shoot that shit. And I told him right then. And so then I just went up there and lost my shit, brother. But now that I'm sitting back a little bit more and like looking at the whole situation, it's, it's, a, lot, it's a lot. Like I look at it a lot differently now, you know? Okay. What, what's the difference between how you're looking at it now as opposed to two days ago? What's changed? Is... I feel like we got in this time or this era, bro, where we're getting really pussified. You know what I'm saying? Like, like really where, like, the rules are coming in more, you know? And and we got to understand that this is still a fucking fight, okay? And I know we need to have rules. There are rules, okay? But listen, I saw this shit happen like two weeks ago. Or was it two weeks ago where Kurt, uh, Chris Curtis got the headbutt? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, April 8th. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he got a headbutt. He went down. The fight was close up until that point. He got he went down. Fucking uh, what's his name? What's the other dude's name? Uh, Kelvin Gaslam. 
You have to jump on his ass. Big, 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 big. Take it off on him and shit. You know what I'm saying? Take it off on him. With no stop to say, hey, that was down for a low blow. They kept letting that shit run. And had he finished him, it would have been a finish. They didn't take no point. They didn't say, hey, let's go back to this and judges this and this. That was two weeks ago, bro. That was two weeks ago. Now, two weeks later, it's all let's go back to the, the, the camera. Uh when we get so pussy fight. Do you think when do we start becoming pussies? Like, this is a fucking fight. Listen, brother, I'm gonna let you speak in a second. I'm sorry. No I'm problem, no problem. No, do your thing, do your but, thing. But 98% of the scars on my face, I got look, look at my shit. I got scars all over this shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Shit all this shit came from headbutts, bro. This shit came from headbutts. This ain't never this ain't never been no situation where like like bro, I just fought through the shit. I just fought through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get hit, me, bing, bing, bing. Uh, Jakar, bah, bust me. These niggas don't be touching me. But then I, I got hit in the head. I got now look like I'm bleeding, like he been doing some work. Nah, he hit me with a headbutt, bro. And, and so this shit happens all the fucking time. Men the fuck up. The second thing I can see, had he hit his head and, and, and oh, he was fucked up and he was out. I'm like, bro, I even asked the ref, I asked uh, Keith Peterson, I asked him like, so, what if he'd have put me in that triangle he was trying to put me in, and he finished me? Then it was in, would y'all stop the fight and said, let's go back to the cameras? Hmm. Or what if he would have hit me with an up kick when he was trying to hit me with an up kick, and I started grabbing his legs, controlling him. I shoved him down. He was still bucking before I even hit him. That's when I hit his ass. It wasn't like he was, like, fucking out of it. No, I saw his eyes, bro. And then I chucked his shit by, bow, and I saw him start leaving. That's when I started seeing him leave. Before that, he was well aware of what the fuck was going on. And I'm not trying to like shoot Gordon down or talk shit to, about Gordon or anything like that. But what I am saying is, the shit is what it is, bro. This is where there was a fucking fight and shit happens, especially when he was waving his fucking big ass head. He was over there just like <laughs> scared, you know, not trying to get hit. And so it is what it is. Sometimes this shit fucking happens. Man, the fuck up, bro. Like, and, and it is what it is. Like, don't get off the point where we, like, when Chris Kidd said he was going to do that shit, go, go, like, uh, try to take it back up. I was like, bro, you got to man the fuck up. It is what it is. Some shit happens. And I can see if a motherfucker is doing some intentional bullshit. And that's the narrative that I want to change today. It's the narrative that some, some people have been putting out there is that, like, I'm a dirty fucking fighter. Hold the fuck up. Like, I, like, I plan to headbutt a guy. I'm too fucking skilled, okay, to ever stoop that low. I fight with dignity honor, integrity, you know what I'm saying? And so all my fights, I would never do no shit like that. I've had one other controversial fight in the UFC out of 20, so that's two of you would say so, two where is some everything could ever possibly be anything because I kicked uh, James Krause, belt line, and he tried to say that I kicked his balls. This is the only other situation where I've had some any type of hit in this situation. I fight with straight honor. I don't need the cheat. My skills speak for themselves, and if you don't got the skills... At the end of the day, it will show. I don't need to cheat. Fuck that. And so somebody would ever put my that dirt on my name. Like, I saw somebody tag me some shit. I was like, what? What are you talking about that? So just so I can make sure we're clear, I was trying to throw a lead elbow on him. He kept fucking ducking his head and shit and doing all this weird shit. Like, he caught me a couple of times where I'm like, oh, I had to catch his rhythm. So I'm like, okay, now I figured you out. So now, whoop, I'm dumping that little left hook. He's throwing, uh, now I'm getting ping, ping, and now I got my shit. I start working him now, and it started getting to the point where it's going to go all bad, bro. It's going to go bad for him. And, and I just felt like 
he went down some bullshit and, and you were still hey bro it happens we fucking fighting and we dipped our head you dipped your head and fucking we caught i didn't bitch you and say oh my head i felt i'm hit we hit i'm like nigga fuck it is what it is like i didn't mean to do the shit i tried to hit him with a little Ugh, like that real quick you know what i mean but he dipped over in my shit bam and we both hitting shit heads fuck shit happens bro I didn't stop the hey stop the flight when I got fucking hit. I didn't hit 10, 15 times with a fucking headbutt. It's what the fuck this shit is. It's a fucking fight. What the fuck you expect? Uh, I'm, I'm complaining when niggas hit me behind the head. I've been dropped behind the head with a Poirier. Hit me behind the head when I got hit. But it's like, oh, it was behind the head. No, it's what it the fuck it was. I did down. He clipped my shit and caught me behind the head. That's what it is. You're down. And it's fighting. What the fuck you expect? Y'all getting too, like... Oh my God! <laughs> like nah, nah, nah. This is a fucking fight. Don't forget this, guys. And if you ever try to beat me in those lane with those other guys, these matches and and all that type of stuff, like no, nah, this is a fucking fight. We were scrapping. What do you think should have now, happened? I say what you gotta say. No, it's all good. I, I'm 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 happy that you're able to you know get it off your chest, whatever it is that you want to to say. What would you? Have liked to happen? Just you, you and via knockout. What you thought was going to happen? Because it seemed like that's what you thought that they were going to announce, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was still fighting me, brother. I could see. I wouldn't have dogged him if he wasn't still kicking. If he just went down, like, uh, he was still like, okay, I'm like, well, you still, you, all right, all right, let's go. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a situation where I see you're fucking out. You know what I mean? I wouldn't do I wouldn't do you like that. Right. I wouldn't even have to just follow you up or nothing. You were out. Did it and mess you up? It is, we'll go back to the judges. And, and by the way, I think you're you're covering the camera with your finger on the on that side. Oh, you, my you, bad, my no, bad, my all bad. good. Uh, did it mess you up? Did you did you feel dazed from the headbutt? No. Nah, okay. No. Nah. I didn't feel I didn't feel like that. No. Nah. You just kept Not going. At all. I, I felt like it hit me somewhere up here, and mm-hmm. I felt this hit like oh shit. But it's just what it is. It's, it's, like I'm so used to not ever getting no type of. Stop! No type of what the fuck is the nut, the nut shot? Hmm. It's what it is. Everything else besides the nut shot, bro, that shit going. Uh, it's a fucking fight. You you said in the post fight press conference, "I want my money." Uh, have they done right by you? In your opinion, like what happened afterwards? Are you getting your money? Because sometimes they do that. No, no, they just said. Like I, I talked Dan, I talked to Dana, and just told him like, "Man, I'm bad, bro." Like I was trying to fucking hit him with a lead double. I wasn't fucking trying to do no bullshit, you know. Fucking kid went down, so I smashed him. And so Dana was like, Shh, all right, it's all good, kid, you know? But shit, that ain't all that ain't all good. I need my money. You know what I'm saying? I need my money. I didn't get no I didn't get no my, my other back end. And, and I don't bullshit my I come to I got goals and I got aspirations. I'm supposed to pay my house off. So that's where I, I set my goal to be. I did everything right to get to this point, you know, and, and I hate when we have setbacks like this. Trust me, I would never do no shit or, or ever set like my my uh my potential of winning at all. I would never jeopardize that. Um, so you have the show win model. Don't you think, you know, like for a veteran like you, Bobby, and really for everyone, I think that this model needs to be abolished. No one's going in there. Like you're a pro athlete. All of you guys are pro athlete and, and the women as well. This show win thing is ridiculous. Like how can anyone justify that you or Jared or anyone who competed on Saturday deserves 50% less just because they didn't win the fight. Or in this case, some some bad luck happened, right? Don't you think it's crazy? Don't you think we need to move past this? Um, I was talking with the homie the other day about that shit. And, and uh, we brought up two different interesting points. It sounds good. 
it sound good. But I was like, bro, but I think the UFC is afraid of this. When niggas want to get just paid, and they just get paid, it, 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 they ain't fighting for the win. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm fighting for that extra 50 racks you know, on top of my shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm fighting for that. You know what I mean? People thought it was a cocky thing because I showed fucking some money on camera and shit. It's not a cocky flex or anything like that. This is saying, this is what I fight for, bro, for this point. While y'all fight for stupid wins and matches, I'm going to try to collect these. That's what I was saying. It was no cockiness or nothing. Like, when somebody was trying to say that, I'm like acting like I'm the the new money man or anything like that. No, no, no. This is what uh, niggas in my hood look like. Well, with this shit on and this is what we wear, this is what we do. You know what I mean? And this is what it is. I'm not like trying to flex or nothing. It's just me being me. But yeah, back to what you were saying. Yeah. No, I just think that they won't fight with that, uh, with the same uh, aggression as what the UFC is saying. And I feel like kind of like that too. Some niggas won't. You know what I mean? Some niggas won't. I feel like we've evolved to the point where you guys are pro athletes and you all want to win. Uh, regarding the money, I saw it at the uh, press conference. Can we put that somewhere safe? I mean, I'm getting a little worried with you walking around with it. I mean, can we, can we put it in a bank account uh, or some, a piggy bank? Why do you have to walk around with that? I feel like that's like a big... Got money in the bank account. But why do you need to, why account, do you need to but... walk around with a big stack like that? I feel like you're just inviting, you know, some hatred coming your way, no? Hey, hey, I know what I know what that shit come with, okay? I know what time it is. And when I'm walking around like this, when I got this on my neck, I guess more than this, it's worth more than the way than that. So when I'm doing that, you know what I mean? I know what, what come with this shit, okay? Uh-huh. You, you got to know what come with this shit, nigga. Hey, it's, it, it's up, it's up. That's what it is. I, 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 it's what time it is, bro. That's all I can tell you. All you right. got to be ready for this shit, you know what I mean? A lot of jewelry lately. I feel like since the last time we saw you, it's even more, right? I mean, how we got a lot. The, the right? Am I wrong? Or it's a lot. I mean, I saw you. You looked fantastic, by the way, on Wednesday. The Ke- suit was great. I love Kevin, the suit. Kevin Kevin Holland tried to say he had more jewelry than me. He tried to flex with me. I'm like, stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. I had to let him know. Stop playing with me. Like nigga, you not that nigga, nigga. I'm that nigga. Been that nigga. You just got here. I've been doing this shit for years on top of years on top of years, nigga. You know what I mean? Stop playing with me. I got old money. <laughs> How much we got on so, right now? Like what? what, what what's I got the... money in the bank account, but but listen, bro. I'm a, I'm like a paranoid motherfucker, okay? Yeah. And and so I believe, like I don't know, like one day, like you said, well, come with this shit. I might have to shoot a nigga and have to might have no, to run no. to Mexico with this shit. You know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I just think like a I'm a paranoid motherfucker. I think like uh, like the banks account right now. I heard the banks were having came claiming bankruptcy and shit. Like I'm like, man, give me some of my money back, just just in case. You know what I mean? Shit. How much know, are we bro. wearing? Paranoid what's what's the combined worth of what we're wearing right now? What I'm wearing, bro? Eh, you wouldn't even believe the prices. I you know no, I would. Bro. Trust me, I would. I see it. So hey, so much ice there, the I could skate on it. I feel like. Man, you wouldn't believe it, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'm like telling Kevin yeah, leave my little. My little bracelet costs more than just your whole neck, bro. Uh, my little one. Like, so I'm trying to tell him, stop playing with me. Man, all right. I, mean, I just wanted to know. It's great. King. And by the way, speaking of King, I see that on your uh, your knuckles there. Is is the name change mm-hmm. official? Where are we at with that? Yeah, it's going to be official uh, on the 30th. Of April. Of next month. Of May. So so it, your your official name, your legal name will be Bobby King? No, 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 no. Oh. Just King. Just King? No Bobby Green? No Bobby, yeah, no, no Green? I'm no last King. No way. Nothing. It's King. Was that hard to do? 
Yeah, man, it was a process, bro. Because I was actually gonna do this a few years ago. Like, I'm in my I feel like I'm in my third generation. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking to Nate. I'm like, Nate, like a lot of these niggas, where all these niggas be at, bro? They're gone. I'm in my third generation. You know what I mean? Like when I tell him talking to to about damn, I got 20 chains. I bought a chain when I first came in. I can set this chain, that chain. I'm in my third season. Y'all just got here for the first season, you know what I mean? Nigga, I got seasons of this shit. Stop playing with me. <laughs> but back to what you were saying. So uh, what was the question? I oh, forgot. the question was the name. So you said you're going to change it to Just oh, yeah, King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How so, difficult yeah. was that? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, so I was going to change this shit like, uh, I was going to change this shit last year. No, no, two years ago. Okay. And, uh, but I was fighting so many cases, child support cases with my baby mamas. Oh. And so, like, when shit goes sideways, I ain't fucked around with some somebody I shouldn't be. They want to put me on child support. They mad at me. You know what I mean? Doing me sideways. And I take care of my kids, first of all. But they just want to be mad and spiteful. One of my girls right here right now, she, she gonna, she'll tell you. Just being spiteful. They're being spiteful. And then they... <laughs> put me on child support and so it is what it is i take care of my kids though bro and so i couldn't change my name i paid like 500 bucks and then uh something happened they told me like no you got a child support case and they keeping my money i was like fuck what the fuck then i came back a second time to do it this time and since it's all cleared out i guess they didn't take my money this time and i actually went through Okay, so so it will just be how I mean that's crazy. Your name is just going to be King. So like uh, your ID is just going to say King, nothing else. It won't say King Green, nothing like that. like just that. Sorry, just King. Is there anyone on the planet with the name just King, or will you be one of one? You tell me. You tell me any other black guy you see with a tattoo on his head. Man, I'm just trying to be me, bro. I'm just trying to be me. What does you it know? say? The tattoo. It's a dragon. Oh, the one up top here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. It, it's, I feel like I'm the last dragon, you know what I mean? Look at Ariel. Tell me who got a close to 50 fights still doing it. Right. Jorge just left at 52. Yeah. Jorge just left at 52. I am just keep seeing a fall every fucking week out here. I see another retired. Ray Borg just retired, you know yep. what I mean? We had last week, we had two bumpers do it at the same time. <laughs> they just keep going. I'm like, who's doing this, this consistent, brother? Who's still still in the game three, four fights a year consistently at 50 fights? Come on now. No, it's true. You bring up a great point. Do you feel do you feel anxious? Like do you feel like the time is coming? Do you, when you see like your peers who you came up with retire? Do you feel like everybody, everybody. Yeah. Now like look, the only person I was competing with now was Jorge and Nate. Jorge gone. Nate, like, he doing one a year right, right now. You know what I mean? He's talking about coming back, he's gonna come back and do his thing. But by he comes on me, come back and be, hey, what's up, big dog? I'm up there with you. I'm up there with you. By the way, one last thing on the name. Is is there a reason why you want to change your name? I mean, you've been Bobby Green your whole life. Why do you want to drop that? Yeah. Um, I just really wanted to show people something different, you know. I'm I'm different for one. Two. Um, it's like uh for me, it's like uh my life is a journey, bro. I used to sleep on couches. I've been in 50 different homes. I have a mom. I didn't have a dad. You know what I mean? I was in the foster care system. I grew up with white people, black people, Mexican people. Uh, one of my families, the mom, dad don't even speak English. I get left with them. I had to learn some Spanish, bro. You know? Habla poquito. You feel me? <laughs> I had to learn some Spanish. And so what I'm trying to tell people is, like, you can do anything. You know what I mean? And, and like, 
I'm speaking to the young kid that's in me, that's, that's out there somewhere, who, who wants to be an MMA fighter, who did, who wants to do this road. This shit was, this is, you could be a king, bro. I was on couches, I was nothing, bro. I had nobody, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the person that raised me, my grandma died, I lost it, you know what I mean? That was it. And so I had wrestling, and, and I ended up going from nothing to a king. And not the king, okay? The king is like, oh, you're cocky, you're arrogant. I'm mm. not trying to be cocky or arrogant, you know? They're just trying to tell somebody that you could be royalty, you know, one day. Like, I used to watch the stupid movies. Like, what movie is that shit called? A Night's Tale? And they yeah. just you like you could change your stars, you know what I mean? You, you can go from being, he was one of the peasants in the crowd, like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be that guy. But he couldn't be because he wasn't royalty. You could change your stars and you could be royalty. Did you, you know, uh, treat people treat people like like kings and queens, you know, with, with respect and honor, you know, and dignity and integrity. And so that's what my whole shit is about, like, the, from being a peasant to a king. I love it. Uh, did you rewatch the fight? Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was interesting. Paul Felder is clearly friends with Jared Gordon. Had, Come on, say that shit, bro. What do you mean? Go on, say that shit, bro. No, I thought I thought, and, and there was actually one point where I think he was talking to a producer because it seemed like someone was telling him to calm down. I, exactly. I, say I, it. I don't. Say I, it. I don't think friends should be calling each other's fights if if it's going to bring about say that it. emotion. I did. I didn't love that, and I have exactly. a, a lot of respect he for was Paul. Real, bro. He Not was home. Real scary. Bro, it was a hey, it was aggressive. It was too passionate. Each other. He know what time it is too. When he when we see each other, he know what time it is too. Uh, we gonna have some words when I see him. You know what I mean? I'm gonna wait till we see each other face to face. Did you not when like we see it? Each other, we gonna he know what time it is too. It's just like, bro, stop with all that uh, emotional bullshit. He was over there. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, bro, come on now, bro. Like, do your fucking job. And then I got heard him say that. Tell him to calm down. Yeah. Tell the nigga calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you get too emotional. Hey, do your fucking job. And secondly, that's what I'm saying. I felt like he was dick riding. You know what I mean? Because he's this homie. He see live with this dude and shit. Like, bro, don't dick ride. Keep that shit straight up. Um, do you like ultimately if the UFC says to you, hey, you know, what do you want to do here? Do you want to run it back or do you want to do you want to move on? If it was up to you, what would your call be? Um. Oh, now I can't see you. Again. I I would run it back just because I feel like I feel like people be uh um they think that Jared was getting something going there, bro. He had only like two good shots in there, you know. That I felt like okay, and I just had to get his timing down. Once I got his timing and got his rhythm, because he's very weird and awkward. Mm. He's an awkward, fighter, you know. And, and with awkward guys, they're not the standard type. You can't really find guys who are awkward like that sometimes, you know. And so. You just got to develop to him. And it took the time to develop. I got his whole game plan now. Even if he tried anything new, there's nothing he could do that I'll be surprised by. He can't wrestle more than me. I should have just took him down and fucking choked him out. But no, I just, I'm going to beat you up. He is not that good. But if he wants to run that back, that's going to leave that option up to him, okay? I don't give a fuck, yes or no. If he wants to run it back, if he runs his mouth and thinks he had any chance in that fight, I'll run it back on him. That's the only way I'll run it back is if he says some shit like, I felt like I was going to win. I'll punk that nigga, bro. I'll punk him, okay? I was punking him in the cage. He was running around that bitch acting scary. And that's the only thing, reason why I wouldn't fight him. That's why I, tell him, I suggest he shut up, is that no disrespect. I'm not trying to disrespect him, but don't say nothing like that, nigga, bro. You was running scared. You know what time it was. And, like, that's the only issue I wouldn't fight him. It's just, bro, I'm trying to get fighter tonight. I'm trying to fuck with people that's really doing this shit, bro. Come here. I fucking fuck with Dover. Dover was still... 
in that fucking fight trying. Even though I was beating the shit out of him, he was still trying. He was still, and then it worked out for him. You know what I'm saying? So I can respect a nigga like that. But nah, Poirier was still in there getting it. He was still going. I respect guys like that more. You know what I mean? Like, I don't waste my time is what I'm saying. Like, with the, with those guys, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't fight scary, bro, don't waste my time. I don't want to fight no scary guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Where, where nigga, we came to fight. And then, like, I get it. And I'm not saying, like, don't run because you're going to move. You can move, move, you know? I know scary when I see scary, okay? And then did this shit too fucking long. I know scary when I see scary. How much How much longer do you want to do this for? How much longer do I want to do this for? So I get known as the realest? So I get known as the realest? I feel like y'all keep, like, overlooking me and keep, like, because a nigga old, a nigga, a nigga that took a couple L's. But listen, I'm that nigga, bro. I'm, I tell you, I'm like, I'm Kevin like at Lee. I jump in all these situations and all these places for, I just jumped to the hoop to my company, okay? I love my company. Nigga, they took me from having no money to having some money. Nigga, I fuck with them. And so for that reason, I'm going to always be a loyal UFC guy. I always do good business with them. We have great me, Sean. Then we great. You know, we don't have no issues. I don't never bitch about nothing. I don't bitch about nothing. That's what I'm saying. I, but I've been jumping through hoops. Like, if we take, like, my last little contract with these guys, like, I signed a little fourth fight deal. I had to start off with Islam. I just had to jump in the hoop through that. I just fought 10 days before that. Yep. Then I got to jump through. I was, I was already on four win streak then. Then I fucked my shit up. You know, all right, cool. Now I got to go over here with Islam. All right. Throw myself in that bullshit. I wouldn't even into that fucking fight. Then I get hand surgery. A month fucking later, I'm fighting fucking Dober. I literally got cleared the week before the fight. I don't know how this ain't going to hold up. I'm jumping through hoops business. I'm just, I'm crazy. I'm a psycho motherfucker, okay? Like, I really did that shit to show my homie some shit. Like, on some G shit. Like, really, I just told him, like, hey. Because, like, I'm one of my homies is Alex uh, uh, Reyes. He's in. He's a 55-er. But check this out. Alex never got a good, uh, uh, an opportunity. He took a fight on three days' notice. He had to fight Mike Perry. Mm. He fought Mike Perry on three days' notice. He's a 55-year-old to go up and fight a 170 guy. Fucking, he gets knocked out, you know? He never got a real shot. And so, from there, he's going to get his actual shot now. He uh, has got some bad, uh, had a bad back injury. He got some, uh, what is it fucking called? Uh, the, the stem cells. He got the bad, some bad stem cells. Put in his back, injecting his back, fucking eats all his back away. He has all this uh, fucking crazy surgery. Fucking has to fight for uh, teaching, coaching, and can't do fucking fighting for years. It's been years. So it's like, I think, five years almost now. You know, I don't know. I don't know with years. But so me and Alex were sitting down. I go, Alex, you should do this fight. They've been calling me about Dover. Told him I'm fucked up. But I'm like, Alex, you should do it. Call him and tell him you do it. He's like, bro, but I don't know if I'm ready for it. You know, it's, it's 28 days before the fight. Like, that's not enough time. It's like, bro, I don't know if my back, my back still hurts a little bit. I'm like, Alex, my hand fucked up, bro. You told me, right? My hand fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't fight. Yeah, yeah. Watch what I'm going to go do. I'm going to do it just because you said, because you said you weren't going to do it. I'm going to show you. Watch what I do with that opportunity. Because we can't be scared, Alex. We can't be scared. We got to jump on these opportunities, you know? And so I did it anyway just to show him. Mm. And that's what it all came from. But it was on 28 days notice. I'm fucking fucked up. <laughs> I'm not supposed to do this shit. I still did it. I'm a G. Well, why'd you say? So you when I get known as the relic, I feel you. I feel you. Well, why'd you say you weren't into the Islam fight? 
That was a big spot. Gosh, don't don't make me do it. Don't make me do it, bro. What? Do you what? Make me do it. Do what? I'm not in it for the, those guys are boring. They boring. They, they they trying to change the whole, the whole the whole swag, the whole era. Like we're now for like since Islam and and, and Norgan Madoff came, it changed. Where like their matches now, bro. Mm. Their matches. Don't get me wrong. I'm not no disrespect to Khabib, okay? Because Khabib is is dope. I'm not trying to take nothing from the kid, okay? But at the same time, like a lot of that shit to me is boring. Like when he do when he does some certain shit, like how he did Michael Johnson with the Yusha tap and Bing, he got him Bing. I'm hitting. I'm like that's the shit. I'm not saying that not knocking wrestlers saying don't hug or don't do that. No, do your swag. But nigga, watch you see me take a nigga down. Bing, I'm I'm gonna do something. You know what I mean? I'm not doing no. No shit, I'm just wasting time. Or else, I just like uh, I threw uh, what's their face? His name is. I just threw him on the floor. I could have ran, jumped on top of wrestling, just threw him on the floor and let him get up. Like get up, bitch. You know, mm. I'm just like fuck it. You know, like but that's my swag. I'm not. All I'm saying is their swag. It's kind of boring, bro. I came to see a fight. I'm. I don't know if I'm old school or what, but to me, if I jumped on YouTube and I typed in fights, if I came to want to see some fights, the ultimate fighting. That's what I type in. I don't know why, but I, I, I imagine it kind of being like shit I was seeing in my backyard or shit in my streets where niggas like, what's up? What's up? Bing, 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 what's up? Bing, and bing, nigga, bing, fucking bing, bing, nigga. You know what I mean? Like a fight. That's what I came to see. I didn't come to see that. And so I don't know what y'all doing for the public, but if I was one of the niggas in the crowds, that's what I came to see. And I don't want to come see no shit that ain't like that. Uh, y'all niggas want to hug you? I'll go home, bro. I'll turn off the TV. You know what I mean? When I'm on my shows, bro, I watch everybody fight just so they know on the court. I watch them. I'll be in the backyard. I'm like, man, that was another snort fest. We getting closer and closer to 50 G's. Watch this shit. Oh, he hugging all night. This one. We got this one again, Sam. Hey, Sam. Sam, we got this one again, Sam. You know? We're going to get it again. That's what I was doing in the back. But then, hey, a couple of my niggas did it. Like, Christo did his thing. I'm happy for Christo. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. So just to answer your question, you know what I mean? That was really the answer. Question is that they, they style boring, bro. All right. I feel like I didn't want to come and see that. And who want to see that? Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The, the Volkanovsky fight was only exciting because of Volk. Yeah. Because of Volk. And, and certain guys could do that. But certain guys, I'm like, man, that shit, bro. I'm like, I don't even want to take my time with that shit sometimes. So it isn't getting myself into that where I'm like, like his coach said he's going to stand. And then all of a sudden they changed his mind last minute. No, just wrestle him. Like, no, that's exactly what you could. That's the only thing you could have did to me was wrestle. And and be honest, I didn't have time to work my wrestling. I can wrestle with his bitch ass. Like, I can do wrestling, bro. These niggas don't be taking me down. They don't be doing shit. Like, every time, look at any of my wrestling clinches with any of these niggas, I beat them, bro. Except for this guy. Why? Just because it's bullshit. You know what I mean? Hmm. I didn't get no time to get to work. But, bro, I could fucking Islam up with wrestling. We could do that wrestling shit. I guarantee you, I kept my kept my camp together. It wouldn't be taking me down like that. But it's half together. It's what you see, and you're like, "Oh, he's Islam's son." Guy, you saying that he whooped his ass? I'm like, "Bro, are you fucking serious?" I'm just a G that I did this shit for you niggas. Just a G to just go out there and see if he was gonna be a bitch or not, and really scrap. I want to see if he was gonna be a real scrapper. What's up? He didn't throw not one punch. Bro, I went out that motherfucker after he was over to like he was over to like and hit me like a little bitch. Like, I'm rolling the shit. I'm trying to. I'm stuck in in uh his uh, uh mount so i'm trying to push down 
and, and push the half guard, but I'm blocking at the same time and I'm trying to scoot my head and the ref stops me so fucking fast. I'm like, bro, I ain't got a scratch on my face. I ain't even feel like I've been in a fucking fight. Uh, what, what the fuck was that? Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? I it's hear like, you. That ain't no fucking fight, bro. It has evolved. Keep going. I'm sorry. I know I'm ranting. And no, shit. it's all good. It's all good. Um, I ain't been high and fucking forever, so this is my fucking first blunt. Hey. I'm ranting the fuck off. Go ahead. Enjoy, my man. No, uh, I, I will. I will leave it at that. We have to move along to our next guest. But it was great to talk oh, to you for shit. the last thirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we're friends again, hey, Bobby. Hey, when are you gonna leave me on the show? So I can get you high. When are, when are you gonna be on the show? You're on the show, right? I think I just got a second uh, no, contact no, here from this. So we can smoke a blunt, man. Can... Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Anytime, man. Anytime you're in New York. I was saying, I think I got a contact high just from you. Uh, you know, from from yeah, that was right <laughs> here. That's for me. You're saving it for me. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, we're gonna smoke together on, on your Friday. So right before we close the show, so you so you don't see nothing stupid on air. All right, we're deal. gonna smoke right towards the end of that the show. That would be uh, that would be tremendous. Uh, you're the man. Yeah, that, yeah uh, that. Should I call you King? Should I call you? I don't know. Should, should, King, you're the man. King, bro. It's All King right. from here on out. You know what I mean? If you respect me, you can call me King. If you don't, then nah. call me what the fuck you want, but it is what it is. Until next time, King. Thank you. I'm sorry this happened. Hopefully they rectify it and they give you your money, and we'll see you back in there soon. All right, bro. All right, there he is. Uh, King. That's it. He joined us. Nothing more to say. Uh, very passionate man. A uh, lot to get off his chest. A lot to say. Nation. Uh, I do want to let you know that today's program is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. UFC 300 is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is giving new customers a shot to turn five buccarinos into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any UFC 300 bet. So uh, there's a lot of close fights. Jamal Hill, Alex Pereira is a close one. Um one that is of interest to me, Kayla Harrison, Holly Holm going the distance. Um, obviously, Zhang Wei Li is a big favorite. The biggest favorite on the card is actually Bo Nickel against Cody Brundage. That may not be a surprise to you. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things on this card. And the place to be for it all is DraftKings Sportsbook. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Hour. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DMAR. The crown is yours. Gambling prong call 100 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash MMA. Dot com, yes. Uh, for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. That was entertaining stuff. Memorable stuff? Unique stuff? Unique. Uh, unique, Okay. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's move along now and say hello to our next guest. Very excited to talk to this man. I think he's one of the finest boxing analysts in the sport. Uh, I've had a chance to work with him a couple times for BT Sport, does a fantastic job for BT and, and for you know any platform that he works. He does some stuff on YouTube as well. I was on Chatterbox with him and Josh Denzel last week. Uh, he's a big part of their boxing coverage and uh, saw him talking about Tank Garcia. We talked about Tank Garcia at the top of the show. 
Uh, but to be honest, I mean, you can you can listen to schlubs like me talk about it, or you can listen to former champions and legends talk about it. I'd prefer to listen to the legends and the former champions. So without further ado, let us say hello to the pride of Northern Ireland, the one and only Carl Frampton. Hello, Carl. How are you? What are we What are we sporting here? What is this uh, this kit that we're sporting? This is um, this is my, my Crusaders is the name of the team. So Crusaders, aka the Crews, aka the hatchet men. So we're a small Irish league team, um, like semi-professional level, but this is my local team and that's, this is the team that I support. Um, yeah. Crusaders. Uh, who's you've, you've never heard of them, Ariel. You've I, never have heard of them. I'm, I'm a hardcore but, football fan. Okay. Don't, don't, uh, disrespect. Uh, I just want to know who's playing better these days, the Crusaders or Nottingham Forest. I feel like it's the Crusaders. Uh, it, be, it, it probably is, you know, it uh, probably is. What are they? League one, league two championship. What are they? No, we're, we're, we're in the Irish league. So we're like probably the equivalent of league two. Okay. It's about our standard. All right. Well, yeah. So not not very good, but I mean, it's it's my local club, so hey, I you have to support your local Of course, club. I respect you for doing so. So I can't wait to talk to you about Saturday night. I was lucky enough to be there. Tank Garcia, what a scene! What a night for boxing. Uh, I I would just love to hear your thoughts off the bat. Were you surprised the way in which the fight play out? Did it surprise you? I I wouldn't say it surprised me. No, I think that I thought that. I was, I was a bit disappointed in, in Garcia and, and how he approached the fight. Um, I thought it was clear after he, he... Not a lot happened in the first round, but it looked like he was having a decent second round and then he... It was okay anyway, and he, he walked into a good shot and he got dropped and he just looked really hesitant from that point in. He didn't want to engage. Um, and, and then at the end, the knee was just, just disappointing for me because I think... You know, I know what it's like to take a body shot. They're, they're a horrible, it's a horrible sensation. But when you take a real body shot, you literally, you, you don't have a decision to make. You're, you're like, you're involuntarily lying on the floor. You're rolling around the floor. It's severe, just an excruciating pain. Ryan Garcia is on his knee looking at the referee, and I think he's going to get up at eight or nine. And he stays on his knee, and then he stands up as soon as the 10 count reaches. So it's, I was just a bit disappointed in, in, in that, but look, it is what it is. And, and Tank, I always thought Tank was the favourite in the fight. Um, and he, he just showed his class. He's, I, I think he's one of the most exciting fighters that, that we have in boxing at the minute. Um, to take that point one step further, would it be fair to say that you think Ryan quit? Yeah. And that surprises you? Do you think he could have got up based on what you saw from him. Obviously you're not him. You're not feeling what he's feeling, but just based on what you yeah. saw, you were expecting him to get up and fight on. Yeah. Well, he did get up. He get up as right. soon as the 10, you know, like, you know, when I got 10, 11, he was up, he was on his feet. So he just, he made a conscious decision that I don't want any more of this. And I, I understand he may have been in a bit of pain. Um, but I just, it was just, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like how he, how he quit. He quit. That's it. You know, that's the top and bottom. Um, he he didn't quite say no mas, but do you think that this will plague him throughout his career? Do you think that this will be a label now put on him? It may, and I think, I think one of the issues with with people who who do decide to not continue on when they are able to continue on, I think that's just something that's in that's in you. It's hard to get out. 
You know what I mean? I, I, I look at someone like Tank Davis, right? Gervonta Davis. If, if the roles were reversed, I don't think he, I don't think he stays on his knee. I think he gets back up and he fights and he goes out in his shield. And I think there's just some fighters that do it and, and some fighter, fighters that don't. And um, yeah, I don't know too much about Ryan Garcia. I don't know much about his background or anything. And you know the lifestyle he came up in or whatever was he a privileged background or or not? I don't I don't really know. But it it just looked like the street kid in Gervonta Davis wouldn't have wouldn't have stayed on his knee. Is what I'm saying. Uh, he had great success. To a degree in the first round, I thought he won the first round. I thought he was winning the second round, but then eventually got yeah. dropped. Um, what did he do wrong in that moment? Because it, it looked like he had him frustrated, but he said afterwards he didn't pounce, that he didn't take advantage of what he was doing, um, what he was doing towards Tank. What should he have done differently in that second round, in your opinion? I, I think I think he just got a little bit overeager because he was having some success. He, he, I think that. I think Joe Goosen is one of the best coaches in, in boxing, and I imagine that he was he was drilling it into um, Garcia in the lead up to the fight that all he had to do was punch fast and from distance and use his feet, stay out of that middle range, don't get stuck in no man's land, don't do too much, don't engage when you don't have to, don't win the rounds by a mile when you can just do enough to win the rounds. Um and I think he just probably got a little bit overeager. And once he got dropped and hurt, you could see he just became very, very hesitant then. So you say overeager, and that's what I thought as well. But yet in the post-fight press conference, he said he thought that he should have been more eager in that moment, that he took his foot off the gas. Yeah. That surprised I, me. Nah. It's a, well, I, I didn't see the post-fight press conference, but it's a pra- well, it doesn't surprise. Boxers say right. things. Right. And they say silly things sometimes. But um, I... Yeah, I think he got a little bit overeager. Um, I, I was lamenting the rehydration clause all week long. I hate that. I wish it didn't exist in any combat sport. I think it's very unhealthy. Do you think, I mean, he had to deal with two things, right? Go down to 136, he's too big for that weight class, or you know, 135, you know, he's, he's a 140-pounder these days, and then had to reweigh in by 11 a.m. the next day at 146, right? Do you think any of that then came into play with the body shot and or how he oh, fought on Saturday. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that um, when you're lean, when you have to be really lean, like you, you feel the, the shots around the body a lot more. And, and when I used to, I used to fight, my first division was super bantamweight or junior featherweight, as you guys call it, um, 122 pounds. And I had to be super lean and little, you know, silly shots used to hurt a little bit, but you, you kind of ride the storm and, and get through it. As I went up the weights, I was able to cope and deal with body shots a little bit more. So coming down was it was always going to be difficult for him. Um, but the rehydration clause that was put in place as well, I just think it was unfair. And it wasn't one, you know, it's one thing bringing the kid down the weight that he hasn't been to. I don't know if he's ever been down that that low, has he? He has been down that low, but it's been, you know, it's been a few fights, yeah. Okay. So um that that was one thing, but the rehydration clause. I'm like you. I don't agree with them. I don't think they should have any place in boxing. You should make your weight, and and that should be it. There, there should be no need for a rehydration clause. And the commissions, in particular, like I don't necessarily like Tank is going to try to get what he wants to get. Right? Like they're all going to try to play a game, right? He gets the rematch yeah. clause. This guy doesn't, but but I feel like the Nevada should say no. We, we, this 
this is not going to fly. This is unhealthy, right? Yeah, yeah. They they need to step in and, and make the big decisions. But as we've seen with governing bodies, different governing bodies, the states in America and the you know the uh, um, British Board of Control and whatever they, they a lot of the times they don't like they don't make the decisions that we all want them to make, and and they just like to keep people sweet. That's what happens. So. Um, I don't think there's any place for a rehydration clause in boxing. And even the IBF rules, so the IBF have a, have a rehydration clause for champions and challengers, um, which is £10, which is, is stupid. Surely it should be a percentage. If you're going to have one, like the, uh, a minimum weight guy has £10, a cruiserweight right. also has £10. It just doesn't make sense. Um, I think this is a great question to ask someone who doesn't live in America because all week long we were saying face of boxing on the line, face of boxing, face of boxing. As a European, is Tank Davis the face of boxing? No. No. He, he's, he's certainly one of them. I think the face of boxing is still Canelo. Um, uh, that's that's who I see as the face of boxing. You could guys like Tyson Fury as well. Um over here, maybe maybe more so in the UK and, and Europe, but but Usyk is is someone that people really love. Um, I I wouldn't say Tank Davis at this point is the face of boxing. He could be at some point. He really could be, but although the fight was a it was a massive fight against Tank Davis, there's still some guys ahead of him at the in the lightweight division, um, and until until he fights them guys, a Loma or a Haney, um, or maybe even jumps up and there's talk of a, a Lopez and a, a and the, the winner of Lopez and Taylor, until he fights someone like that. Because Ryan Garcia was still fairly untested. Hmm. He was a very good fighter, but still fairly untested, I would say. Um you you can't you can't call he can't call himself a face of boxing just yet. Who wins, Haney or Tank? I don't know. I don't know. You can't say uh, on the fence. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I know. I know. Haney, I, I've been, I've been beside Haney, and, and um, I've, I've spoke to him, and he is a big, big lightweight. I remember telling him actually that it was before I was fighting Jamel Herring, and I told him I was going up to um, junior lightweight, and he laughed at me because of, of because of how small. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, he's a big lightweight. Tank is, I think he's he's my height. He's short. He, it says five, five, five. I think in the stats, but I think he's even shorter than that. Um, but he's very, very explosive. I think if he fights Haney and there's no rehydration clauses and and they weigh in at the at the right weight, it's a, it's a difficult fight for both guys. But I would I would just edge Haney. Is Tank top ten pound for pound according to you? Mm. I don't know. He's not in the top five. Definitely not. Um, he, he might creep into the top five or the top ten. But okay. I would, I would, I would need to sit down and try and work it all out. I know, I know. Those lists are tricky, but I do feel like he should be in that discussion. Uh, finally, yeah, I, I think he should get some of that respect. Uh, as should Haney, in my opinion, as well. What do you make of what's going on with with Fury now? And now he's teasing another. Like, is this tiring for you? How, how do you how do you digest all yeah, of this? It is, it is. It's ter- It's really terrible for me. Like, and for every other boxing fan around the world, we all thought that the the Usyk fight was it was going to happen. Like, I I was sure it was going to happen, and 
obviously working for BT Sport now, I was looking forward to Big Fury Music Fight Week and the build-up and everything, and it just never materialized. And um, it now looks, I'm not, I'm not sure, but it looks like he's going to be fighting Andy Ruiz, which I, I'll watch it because, well, I'll, I'll be working at the fight, but yeah. I'm, I'm always interested in Fury fights, but it's just a bit of a dumb squib compared to Usyk. That's the one we really want to see. And I think if, you know, there's talk of the heavyweight tournament and stuff happening at the end of the year. I'll see that. I'll, I'll believe that. I want to see it as well. But um, it's just a little bit frustrating for us all that, that the big fights, some of the big fights still aren't getting made. That will mean if that fight happens, that his last three fights were fights that no one wanted to see, right? Like who was asking for him versus yeah, White, well, him versus Chisora, right? White, Chisora, Ruiz is a bad run for the guy that calls himself the number one in the division. And I, I do you know what? I believe he is. I, I think that Fury is, he is the number one heavyweight on the planet, but um, that's, that's not an attractive looking run of fights when, when you, when you break down the record, it's, it's not, it's not good enough. I don't think. More so than the king of boxing or the face of boxing talk. To me, I'm wondering if you agree with the notion that as a result of Tank Garcia getting made, you know, to networks coming together, to promoters coming together, all that stuff. Will this lead to more fights like this getting made, i.e. Haney, Tank? Because, you know, one's top rank, the other one is, you know, with himself and Mayweather, whatever, i.e. Fury, Usyk, i.e. Spence Crawford. Like, will we see more of this stuff now as a result of the success, or do you think it was just kind of like a one-off? Oh, I hope so. I, I hope so, but I, look, I, I wouldn't be that confident. Um I don't, I don't, I don't know. To be honest, look, th- th- these are things that have happened. I feel like we we'll have this discussion every time there is kind of a crossover platform fights that take place, and it's like, is this good for boxing? Is it going yeah. to move forward? Or promoters are always going to work with each other, but um, it doesn't really materialize as we would like. But I would hope, I would hope that it, it can happen. I think what what the fighters need to have a bit more of a say, and I think they do, rather than using the kind of the promoter and say, well, it's the promoters and the TV channels. I'll fight him, but you know they don't. You know we're different networks. I think the fighters have to put their foot down a little bit more and have a bit more of an opinion and a say on the matter and try and force the promoters and try and force the the, the networks into putting on these fights. I think then and they may they may start to happen a little bit more. By the way, um, I I love the clip and I give you so much credit for this. Um, that clip of John Fury getting in your face last year. And you just walking off, like you were not, first of all, you stood tall, you stood right there, you didn't flinch. And then you just, and no. he's just like, get out of here. And you're like, all right. And then it looked like he was even trying to like get you to come back and you were gone. Internally no. though, what were you thinking? What was going on in your mind? Oh, I was, I was shit. I mean, I was petrified because he, <laughs> I, I kind of was expecting it because it, I'd, look, I'd never really been that unfair about Tommy Fury. Actually, I was just giving an honest opinion and it was all about the Jake Paul. Tommy. Sure. And I thought Jake Paul was going to win. Um, but that's all I said, really. But John, um, being a protective father, didn't like it. And he grabbed me pretty tightly by the arm as I walked past. I have a bone to pick for you. I, was, I, I, I literally shit myself. But <laughs> I, I came out of it. Like, I looked, it looked much better. Like, I came out of that looking, I mean, inside, I'm petrified. Like, I walked down the car door, and I'm on the phone to my wife. Christine! John Fury just grabbed me. <laughs> um, so I, it looked better for me than what it actually was. But deep down, I was I was frightened. 
I don't believe that for a second. You're you're no really. Yeah, but he's a big, he's a big guy, and I mean, I'm on my own, and right. there's maybe another twenty of the Furies, and you know, big big travelers and all the gang. You know, they were all hanging around. The phones all come out, and um, yeah, I was I was genuinely frightened, but I, I kind of tried to put on a brave face. Uh, are you guys cool now? Well, I've, I've I've seen him a couple of times. We've never really spoken again or anything like that, but. It was funny, actually. Me and um, me and Tyson that that same day, me and Tyson done an interview, literally an hour, an hour after that happened. And I was a wee bit nervous that John was going to come in and sit on the interview and be breathing down my neck, but he, he didn't come in. And Tyson was as good as gold. Um, and he was Tyson was was okay with it, and and we had a we had a fantastic interview. So, um. It, it's all it's all water under the bridge for me, anyway. Uh, I saw your tweet recently um, celebrating the fact that you're two years out of the game now, and you said how happy you are at this stage of your life. Um, and I, I really do think you do a tremendous job with your commentary. You tell it like it is, which I appreciate. Has it been hard for you at all to transition into sometimes having to tell it like it is? And these are, you know, this is a fraternity. You don't want to upset people, and you have to see how how, how has that been for you? Yeah, look. It, it's been easy, really, if I'm being honest. I, I was probably looking out of boxing. I was kind of questioning um, whether I wanted to box after the Josh Warrington defeat, which was a couple of years before the Jamel Herring defeat. And um, I'm not one of these guys who I know people who love to fight. Like, it was just my job. You know, I'm, I, don't, I don't miss it. I don't miss the, the, the early road work sessions. I don't miss the, the you know... 10 rounds of sparring with guys who are a couple of divisions above you. And I don't miss, I don't miss any of it really. Um, I'm just happy. Like I, I'm, I like being around my kids and my wife. I spent so much time away in training camps. Um, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm really content. And the stuff I'm doing with BT is good. It's maybe I probably do. I'm contracted to them, but I think there's like 20 shows per year which isn't a lot, but it's just enough to keep me busy and keep me involved in the sport, which I love. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm really good at the minute. Yeah. Well, I think you do a great job and I enjoy that, um, that, that, that show that you do chatterbox as well when they post it on the YouTube channel, when I see it, uh, can I ask you before I let you go, I am buzzing for May 20th, Katie Taylor, the homecoming. And I agreed with another tweet of yours recently where you said like the women are showing the men, you know, she didn't have to take this fight. She could have. She could have fought me and 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 sold yeah. that place out and sold out Croke Park. To be honest, just her alone. Yeah. And she's going up to 140 to fight Cameron and to try to become champion over there and disputed champion. She maybe my favorite fighter. I I just love everything about her, how she conducts herself. And I was just curious if you felt the same because of all that she's done and and really like considering her her fame. And, and her notoriety, how she has always just represented the country and the sport in the best way possible, right? Like, there's no controversy around yeah. her ever. No, zero, zero controversy around her. She's, like, literally like the girl next door. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard a person say a bad word about Katie. And, and now we're in, a, we're in a place where I think the UK and Ireland, sometimes anyway, not all the times, but sometimes people can be criticized if, someone has a little bit of success they want to kind of bring them down a peg and but everybody loves katie and she's she's unbelievable the fight with chantelle cameron it's it's really interesting we talked about 
um, Tank Davis and, and Ryan Garcia in the catchweight. Katie would have been entitled to ask Chantel maybe to come down to yeah. catchweight um, and meet in the middle somewhere, but um, she said no. Uh, I'll you know I'll fight you at, at, at ten stone at light welterweight. Um, so she's moving. The Serrano fight never happened. So she jumps up the division to fight the undisputed, the, the weight above. I mean, it's like, it's unheard of. It really is. And you have to give her all the credit in the world for that. I imagine Chantel Cameron was licking her lips at the thought that, that the fight is going to be a 10 stone. I imagine she probably would have went down a little bit if she was asked because of it was such a big fight. But um, Kitty's, she's a diamond and, um, and she's idolized. And I, I did say to you on Chatterbox that it may be, if you get to the fight, it may be the best atmosphere. I'm expecting it to be one of, if not the best atmosphere I've ever been involved in. You think she, she wins that fight? It's a difficult fight, and that's why you have to give her so much credit. I, I know both girls really well. I, I, I trained with Katie as an amateur, um, and the last sort of three years, well, actually, I was trained with Chantel when I was with the McGuigans, and then I jumped ship, and she followed me quickly, quickly behind me. And I trained with her in Manchester. Really good fighter. Uh, lovely girl, too. She different, different fighter than Kitty. Kitty's very fast. Um, really good feet. Chantel's a bit more of a brute. Like, punches hard. Genuinely does punch hard. Is fit. Will try and drag Kitty into a dog fight. Um, that's a hard fight to call. I, I, I have said, and I'm going to sit on the fence here, because I know the two girls. That's fair really well i'm never i'm never going to pick a winner i just hope that whatever happens it's a fair result and there's no hometown decisions or anything yeah, like yeah, i yeah. just want it to be fair um but it's a difficult one to call but it's a, it's, it's a really really good fight okay i'll ask you for two picks and then i'll let you go uh jake paul nate diaz <sighs> nate diaz nate diaz is very fit isn't he yeah he yeah doesn't, like i mean he doesn't. He doesn't look like he's fit. Like when you look at his body yeah, yeah, yeah. and his shape, but he, he's super fit. Um, I think Jake Paul has an issue with blowing out a little bit. I know the weight. It's it's a eighty five. What's the weight? One eighty five. Yeah. Nate Diaz has never been near that mm. as a as a mixed martial artist, so that might be an issue. Um, but he's a decent boxer. He's got good hands, Nate Diaz. Um, I, I, I'm going to say it with Nate Diaz. And this one isn't really in the works, but let's. I'm just curious what you'd say. Uh, Deontay Wilder, Francis Ngannou. Um, I think, I think Wilder mm. because if it's in boxing, yeah, because it's it's you know they're different they're different sports, and I think it's always. I always think it's a little bit unfair for the for the MMA guys to come to the boxing world because they have to be good at so many different things and, and there may be one day a week where they're punching or learning how to box and they're, you know, they're doing so much other things. It's just, it's gotta be, it's gotta be wilder. It has to be, but in a cage or an octagon, I mean, it's a, it's a 30 second job and, and Francis wins. I, I would like to correct something because when we were talking on the show last week on, on Chatterbox on BT, we were talking about how it's so hard for boxers to go over MMA and I over to MMA and I mentioned James Tony being the highest profile one. There is yeah. one that I failed to mention that I remembered afterwards and I was so mad about who had tremendous success who will go into the Boxing Hall of Fame and the UFC Hall of Fame when it's all said and done. 
Holly Holm. Go on. Holly Holm. Oh, Holly Holm. I thought you were going to say Conor McGregor. And I no, said, what? No. Holly Holm. <laughs> Holly Holm. Ch- yeah, I Holly mean, Holm. right? She's the only one. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, for- I completely forgot about her yeah, as well. Uh, that's on me. And McGregor was from a boxing background. As no, well, no, no, no. I'm talking I mean, about... He's an amateur, like yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. Holly Holm, Holly Holm is the answer. Uh, Carl, lovely to have you on. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work with BT. Really appreciate this, and looking forward to working with you again. Thanks, man. All, All right, the best. there he is, Carl Frampton, Cheers. joining us from BT Sport. Tremendous insight, uh, especially into the Ryan Garcia fight. Um, and uh, he said it. He he thought he uh, he quit. Obviously, his opinion I think matters very much. Boxers' opinions on these matters matter very much. So really interesting stuff there. So excited to talk to our next guest. Been trying to have him on for a while. It's always a treat when we talk to Bohashinya himself. I don't know if he's back. I don't know if he, I don't, I don't know what's going on. We have a lot of questions for Paulo Costa. Let us not waste any time. Is he there? The pride of Belo Horizonte. I am. I am here, sir. How are you, Paulo? It's a pleasure. Is is I'm good, bro. I'm good. And you? How are you, Ariel? I'm doing good so to, well. To see you again. Boa tarde. Where are we right now? Boa tarde. I'm favela right now. Contagem, my city. This is the favela right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to see? I would love to see. Yeah, I'll show you. Let's let me turn down this uh, this camera. Famous let guy like you in the favela. Is. I thought you would be in the uh, Ritz Carlton. Yes. Five... Come on. Yeah, look there. Wow. This is my my origins, you know, I don't, I don't renegade my origins. Respect. This is where I come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And where are you? You're, 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 this is where you live? Your parents live here? Who lives there? Yes. This is my, my mother house wow. where I, I, I grow up. Yeah. And people, this is where you grew up. This is the house. Yes. A little boy. House, yeah. Little Bohashinha. Right. Yes. She's very little Bohashinha. Uh, is, is exactly where I spend my, my whole life. And people come up to you over there? I mean, you're a big star. Do they bother you oh, over there? Oh, yeah, always. Always, always. Yeah, it's, it's hard to to do interview here. I told the guys, hey, guys, just uh, <laughs> hold a little bit because I need to do interview. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the gate is always open, so always come 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 up somebody and to say hello. Uh, it, it's very good. I, I, I love this. It's a good energy. It's a free energy. I love it. I love it. And by uh, the way, congratulations yeah. on the merchandise. I saw uh, Secret Juice came out and then it got sold yeah. out. Yeah, Bill. We, we launched. You saw. I saw. Beautiful. Yeah, I was so happy. The people, the people engage a lot and uh, I think 24 hours and that's over. You know, we, we launched the first, the first merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not exactly this one. It's another version, but yeah, we, we uh, keep doing this kind of uh, very limited uh, couple shirts and hats, all that stuff. And then we, uh, I can't wait for for the real juice, you know, come up. Oh, uh, we are working. We are working hard on, on to put the, the juice on the shelves and uh, start to spread out and and sells. Legit, you're really you're really actually gonna sell the juice. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In uh, in, in America too, or just Brazil? No, first in America, and then we would like to to spread out for for Europe, Asia, and Brazil, of course. Um, I do have one issue though. Uh, one of the people on my team Which here, was? the producers, he went on your site to try to buy the shirt, 
He said it was priced a little high. He said it was like forty dollars. The oh, shipping it was a little. Thought it my, was. Like, what do you think? Was it priced right or? I think yeah. I think we quote uh, a juice a little bit and, and make more. You mm. know more. Uh, how to say a popular price, but yeah, this is the first one. You know, so we need some uh, help to to uh, fin finance ah, the, okay. the juice and all this stuff. So. We put a little bit high, and it, this was, was very limited. So you need to put this in, in scale as well. So, but the next one will be uh, on on better price. Let's say okay. That way. <laughs> and uh, ultimately, you were right because it sold out. So clearly, there are a lot of people out there who like the price. So I mean, if I were you, I would actually make it more expensive. You know, try to get more money. Yes. You know, we are working a lot. We have a, a, a good guys working and helping me to. Uh, to, to 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 bring to bring more quality uh, in the shirt, not only color, you know, uh, change a little bit the 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 fabric to to make the people happy, okay. happy to to have the, this merch. So, uh, the next one will be better, I promise. Okay. Um, we are always improving. You of know? course, you have to evolve. <laughs> you have to improve. Yeah. As of right yeah. now, right this second, Paulo, um, I'm very curious about this because the last time we spoke. You know, it was the Whitaker thing. You said you're not fighting. You were upset with your contract. Have you signed a new oh, yes. deal with the UFC? Um, it's very, we are very close right now. Very close, but not, not 100% yet. But you have agreed to most of the terms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have reached out the, the most of the terms. And, you know, uh, I always, I, I, I almost fight, fight, fight uh, young. Uh, May 6th right now. Unfortunately, that fight will not happen, I think. So uh, we are very close to, to finish the deals and, and the details details and, and finish the, the deal. I think this is going to happen in the next days, are you, weeks. Are you happy with where you've ended up? Are you happy with the deal? Uh, yeah, you know, I think uh, I, I think we could get something a little bit better on some some uh aspect but at the end is good okay is it true you're getting a million a fight yeah yeah <laughs> is that true really you 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 deserve it i just you know i i know they don't usually do that sort of thing so i was very happy when i saw yeah. this oh thank you thank you Yes, this is true. Okay, is true, so bro. what could you be? Uh, well, how could you not be happy with that? I mean, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, we, we have a, a different ways to do uh, different things. Not not so common things like uh, why not put the secret juice as a partner of UFC? Oh, you know, you wanted that. Okay. Yes. Ah, but they have Prime. That's the problem, right? Yeah, but I think is is very different. Uh, the, the the goals of which one you know secret juice is like a health juice and uh, uh yeah I, I don't think it's like a hydration drink like prime disease right yeah yeah okay for, yeah. I mean I never yeah, tried and, the secret and, juice so I don't know you need you never offered you me need. you had me you were in studio you never actually offered it to me of course you came with uh, fake secret juice yeah this right. pisses me off <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry that pisses me off <laughs> that pisses me off i'm sorry i'm so, sorry i'm sorry yeah 
Next time, next time I will bring for you, bro. I promise. Next time in New York, I will hit your door, and uh, anytime I will bring Secret Juicy to me. How, Thank how you. close were you to fighting Jan on May six? Because he said that you turned it down. Yeah, bro. Oh, Jan, Jan is lying. You know, I never turned out that fight. Actually, in fact, he is who turned out the fight. Really? You know? Yes. I always, uh, I have, I, I have always been negotiating that fight for three days, three or four days. I was negotiating with UFC. I never turned out the fight. I was actually very happy with that fight. Uh, I, I told you uh, the, the history. And uh, by the way, Jan Vakovic, he posted to it and he admit, he say that on his Twitter, I think he's still there. He say, I accept that fight three days ago and Paulo uh, didn't. And now Paulo won the fight and I declined. He posted that. So uh, what happened is UFC came up with this offer and say, Paulo, uh, we have a problem to make six. We need a fight replacement for that one. So we know it's very short note. So we don't want you do crazy stuff to make 185. So we suggest you uh, fight a 205 against Jan Blakovic. And uh, I say, whoa, this is a very good, very good fight. I like that matchup. Uh, I, I, I appreciate, I, I like the way that Jan fight as well, you know. He have a fight. Uh, so he fought some guys who came up from middleweight division like Hot Hold and Jacare, Adesanya, right? And he beat all these guys. So I say, it's a, it's, a, it's a big opportunity, you know? So I love the idea for three reasons. He beat all these guys. He beat all these guys already. I don't need to uh, cut, a lot, cut a lot of weight to make right, uh, show fight uh, because I'm always being trained, prepared for. And uh, the third one is a good uh, opportunity to make a, a lot of money mm -hmm. as well. So, because it's a short notes. notes. So I accept the fight. But the UFC suggests me once I beat him, I, I don't come back to 185. They say once you beat uh, Young, you need to stay at 205 and hold your position because wow. Young is number three. So you need to hold at 205. Uh, I said, I told them, guys, I have business to do to finish at 185. So I cannot go right now, 205. I can go eventually, like uh, this fight, fight to fight Ian, but I, I don't like the idea to, to stay stuck on 205, you know, to stay, uh, yeah, to, to not be able to come back and fight at 185. I have business to do. I, I have a go major chain in October, mm. as UFC won that fight. And uh, after Chimaev, uh, I, I want to to finish the, the business with Adesanya. So, uh, so this takes some longer, like uh, three days of back and forth, negotiating that one. And then UFC finally uh, accepted. He said, oh, it's okay. You can fight just on 205 right now, young. And even... Uh, if you beat him, you can come back and fight October at uh, middleweight. So then we, when the UFC accepted that, I went to I went up to Twitter and I post, okay, guys, the fight is is on. Me and UFC reach out 
the the terms, and I think uh, Ian accepted as well. So rest of the fight in May six. Then suddenly, surprisingly, Ian declined the fight. He said, "No, I don't want it anymore. I <laughs> I said that fight three days ago, Paul or not, but now I'm declined. So wow. oh, I was I was I was bad with that. Yeah, I didn't expect that from Ian, bro. But you know, uh, this is a short noise. So maybe he was not in good shape. Maybe he was not training, or even injury. Uh, so this is so this, this is not is, happening. So it's dead. Is, you understand? Uh, he just posted that uh, in Twitter, and I think UFC uh, schedule schedule already uh, Belal versus yeah Jubin. Uh, but what about June, July? Like, are you still interested in fighting Jan, or do you want to now focus on 185? Yeah, yeah, I want. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm boring UFC, Hunter Campbell to schedule a fight because they want that fight against Gomez Chang in October in, in Dubai, I think. Is that true? Because, but you I know, Chael Sonnen came on my show and he said this fight is happening and then everyone went crazy. Is it true that that's the fight that they want? Yes, okay. it's true. Okay. But I think October is so long. Yeah. It is so far. Yeah, six months. Yeah, why? Exactly. That's why I was happy when UFC suggested me to fight Ian at 205 because it's uh, much, much less uh, work to carry away. And, you know, and this does affect my, my wage vision, my 185. So I was, I was sad when, when Ian declined. Is, is the Shamaya fight going to happen? Yes. It is. Yeah, I think this fight going to happen. So you're yeah. going to wait yeah. now? Yeah. My wait? You know, you're going to wait for, for October. No, I, I, that, that's why I'm trying to, to explain mm. you. I'm asking, I'm bothering UFC to, to schedule a fight before. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like June, yeah. as you told. Yeah. Well, why, why do they want to wait till October? Huh? Why do they want this fight to happen in October, you versus Hamza? I, I think because they have some agreement on... Uh, Abu Dhabi or Dubai mm. government, so they need to push uh, big fights for that. Sure, but now you suffer, right? I mean, would you rather just fight someone else and move on as opposed to waiting six months? You want That's the problem. Yeah. Are they going to maybe pay you That's to wait? Why. Maybe they'll pay you to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, bro. I agree with you. That's... That's why I didn't uh, lock up the deal yet because we are, uh, you know, if you don't put me to fight, you need to give me a compensation for that. Of course. But you like the fight against Hamzat? Yeah. Does this excite you? This is this is of interest? I think I think you should work with Samaya to, to represent me. You know what? You, you are very smart. I, was gonna, smart. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to, you know, because I know Tamara, she's also your manager, but yeah. you're, you're, is she girlfriend or wife yet? I'm not sure. What is she? Is she fiance? She, Prayer wife, yeah. Oh, you, you you proposed? Not yet. But mm. I actually know. I, mean, I need to be official. I know. It's been like a year yeah. we've talked about this. How long is she going to wait? I mean... This, this year. This is going to happen. You think, I mean, new contract. You can afford a nice ring. Yeah. I, I'm just waiting for, for sign. Okay, okay. So, oh, once you sign, you're going to do it. 
Yeah, I think so. Oh, come on, don't, oh, don't embarrass me. Sorry, 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 sorry. Anyway, <laughs> if Tamara wants to have me on the phone call when she talks to Hunter, they, they, I think with me there, it'll make the deal even better for you and it'll make it faster because they like me very much. What do you think? I'm sure. I'm sure of that. Yeah. I'm sure of that. You are, you are a Jewish. You are a smart guy. Thank you. Are, you I, have I like their all qualifications yeah. for for. I I will uh, call them after this okay. interview. Um, all right. And so uh, so you're probably. It looks like you're going to fight Hamza. You like this fight? You, this excite you? Like you 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 know you guys have a history, right, with the hat and everything. You're into this. I like. I like. I think this is a good matchup as well. I think has a lot of hype um, behind this fight. The people want to see that fight. The yeah. People always asking me to that fight. Like, you would like to watch the fight, Ariel? I would love to see it. You. I don't. I don't like that it's in October though. Too long. I mean, for both of you, yeah. we haven't seen Hamza since September of last year. We haven't seen you since August. Right? This is crazy. Yes. I I, I have I have asked UFC to make this fight before, but like June, but they are like uh, saving this, this yeah. fight for, for their... What did, yeah. what did you think of uh, Israel's win over Alex? Were you surprised? Uh, not, not, not so surprised, but before the fight, I, I thought this uh should be a very very hard tough fight for, for both of them the, then but I, I think alex was oh come on i didn't see that thing. <laughs> 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 oh my god bro you are intoxicating yourself you have you not be i was trying to do it paulo oh. To be honest, I was trying to wait for you to look away. I tried to sneak it in, but they don't pay me. Okay. They don't pay me. I want. I want. I want sponsorship. You know. I give them too much free plug. These guys. Okay, just just tell me. Be honest. This is was the real crime. No, no, we have empty bottles, and I fill it up with water just so I can look oh, cool with the kids. Come yeah, on, come on, it's cool. The kids like it. Hey, you know what I mean. But they don't pay me. I should take the yeah. thing off. You know? Yeah, yeah you're right. You're, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I didn't mean no. to do that. I'm sorry. Put this shit in the trash. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Anyway, uh, back to Izzy. So you you were surprised that he finished him that way. What about the uh, the the celebration, all that stuff? What do you think of that? He fell down. Uh, yeah. Back on that, I think uh, Alex was winning the fight. I think one more round, if Alex was more, uh, uh, you know, uh, not not rushed, I think Alex feel the energy, feel uh, the, the the emotion, and try to finish the fight. But he should uh, wait a little bit for the next round. Maybe the next round he he could uh, finish the fight because the sunny leg was compromised. Was was. Uh, Injury already, mm. I think. But yeah, but either way, uh, I, I just uh, doesn't like the way. Uh, I, I don't like the, the way the Adesanya uh, do did some jazz for for the kid for Alex kid. Mm. Just doesn't like that. Uh, I would have liked to see you versus Whitaker and Adesanya fight Drickus Duplessis because you know you got because because if Whitaker beats DDP. He'll get a third crack at Izzy. You've only got one crack. 
Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'd like to fight Whitaker as well. You know, uh, it's or Shimaev, doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but do you... Yeah. I, 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 told, I, told, I told FC, this is very important. I told FC, okay, you guys want, I, I wait for six months yeah. straight to fight. You know, I, I have been training Ariel since uh, December. Hard. That's why I don't. I have no problem to fight a two or five anytime. But I told FC, you guys wait. Uh, want I waiting for October to fight Shimaev? If something, some shit happen and he got injury or yeah, I don't know. If he if he could not fight, make sure to put Wirker or some somebody else because yeah, I, it, it's it's bad. You know, he waits too much for for someone and then but injuries happens. You know, I, I'm just. And just make sure to to not lose my time. Sure. And why why is why is uh, Shamayev saying you're running on Twitter? I don't understand that. What happened there? He said you're running. Stop running or something. I don't know either. Okay. Weird. I need to ask him. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, by the way, happy birthday! You just celebrated your birthday on Friday. Any, Thank you, brother. What Thank did, you very much. What did you do? Did you have a big celebration? Thirty-two, right? Yeah, thirty-two. No, I did. I did have a, a big celebration. Just. With Tamaya, my my mom, uh, small cake, secret juice cake, and that's it. You have secret juice cake too? Yes, of course. So I, I cannot put shit on my boy. Yeah, that's like right. uh, you you did right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sugar. Yeah, so you know, I, I'm addicted on, on that on that on secret juice. This one Somebody looks different. Addicted. That looks different. It looks a different color. Yeah, the, the red is here. I, I didn't shake it off. Ah, uh, what is it? What is inside? Ah. Uh, uh, I, was trying, I was trying to trick you yeah. there. That looks like there's a lot of seeds. <laughs> what is that? What, what is that? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is. Uh, uh, you have. Uh, I, I would just say one thing. This is uh, ginger. Yeah. Oh, ginger. you have ginger. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. How many uh, different ingredients ginger. would you say? You, you can make it different uh, vegetables, but uh, the most uh, useful to me is for ingredients. Four, wow. I've never actually heard four. you say a single ingredient. I think this is an exclusive. Frank, I think we have breaking news because I think this is the first time <laughs> that you've ever revealed any ingredient. Am I right or am I wrong? It's a big deal. Say again? This is the first time say you've again? revealed any ingredient of the secret juice. Yeah. You told us one of the ingredients yeah. is ginger. This is a big deal. You are a very privileged guy, bro. Wow. You are the that's the breaking news. Oh my gosh, look at that. That is yeah. something else. You know, that that's why I'm ready to fight the 205 anytime, bro. Look, look at that. Jeez I'm, Louise. I I'm addicted on that one, bro. I, I don't put sugar bad things on no. my body. Yeah. So what does yeah. it say here on your bicep? What does it say? It looks a little bit like mine. What does that say? My name is now. Now. What does that mean? Now. Like, uh, I'm focused on the present. Okay. Not in the past, not in the future. Now, my name is now. I'm on, totally on now. Well, is that new? Oh, it, no, I did that in um, 2018. Okay. Why, what, 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 what made you do that? What prompted you to write that? Why did you feel like you had to do that? I was reading uh, a magazine and uh, a Brazilian singer very old Brazilian singer, uh, Brazilian star, she say that, she say, I'm not focused on, because she, she's, she was like a 90, 90 years old, and she was uh, playing, uh, sing, singing, and uh, do shows, and some somebody asked her, 
what motivates her is she say, I'm just focusing now. My name is now. So I put that. Wow. I love that. I love that. It's very important to be in the now, to be focused on the now. Um, just a couple other things, and I'll let you go. And thank you so much for joining us. Uh, by the way, the internet connection in the favela is fantastic. I mean, it hasn't glitched once. It's really God's yeah, country. It, it, it's it's make me connect with my hoods. Oh my I, gosh! I will never, I will never, I will never let let these people and let this place. You know, I always come back to to be in contact with these people. You know, uh, whatever happened to me in the future, how much money I, I gonna I gonna get or you know, famous. I I I'm I need to be uh, honest with my myself and. You know, this is what's important. Of course, uh, the, the things came and go, goes, and but what you really, uh, who you really, you really are, is who is most important. Uh, true or false? Um, is is the Earth flat? I don't know. Oh. I can't say. I, I never. I never saw. I never saw. You, you need to show me. I, I think that I. I think is. Uh, is mid-third. Hmm. What do you mean you never, they never showed you? What do you mean? There's pictures. Yeah. Uh, the pictures is, is uh, uh, you know. Uh, Photoshop. Artificial, artificial. Yeah, of course. Mm. Of course. Oh, it's like AI. Of, artificial intelligence? Yes. Come. Yes, yes. You don't yeah, believe yeah. Uh, you know, you, you know the, the blue marble? The blue marble, the, the, the picture of the, the earth? The yeah. The blue marble? Yeah, yeah. Put there. Maybe you guys can can reach that in Google. Yeah, this is totally fake. It's fake. So the blue marble is the, the, the old one, and the NASA admitted that. Yeah. What do you? Yeah, I'm, I, it's not bullshit, bro. Yeah, it's true. You can, you can did you get? That. Did you keep yeah. your blue check, or did they keep your blue check, or is the blue check gone on Twitter for you? Oh, bro. Yeah, I, I don't have any more. They I took it to away. For that right? They took away. How do you feel about they that? Took away. <laughs> no, you know, uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk spent a lot of money on Twitter, so I, I can say nothing. Right. No, good, good for him. I, yeah, like uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to get some money sell, selling stuffs as well, so I cannot blame him. Yeah, that's true. Like that's true. That you know what they did? Yeah. They took away the blue check, but they gave it to me. They gave me back the blue check. <laughs> you asked them. I didn't ask. Did. All of a sudden, I showed up. It was back. They said, there's oh. too many people trying to be like you. We have to let the world know there's only one Ariel Hawani. That's what they said. I mean, you know, who am I to argue with that? You deserve. Yeah. You are the guy. But, you no, but I think bro. you should I, have I, one. I think you should have the blue. Because there's another guy who's trying to be like you, Bohashinho Depot with the clips. It's, I get confused who it is now, you know? Both of you don't have a check. Yeah. Yeah, there's motherfuckers. That, uh, I, I will make sure to not, to not let, let they, they give my... They, they, they take... They took, they take my my blue check. Yeah. So then, yeah, this this guys who try to be my yeah. Self. And uh, and you and you and Hamza, you guys talk on Facetime. You guys are cool like that. <laughs> yeah, you saw. I saw. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We are we are on on Hamadan, so we we have a, a very friendly. I like that. Talk. So, so the, the the beef yeah, has been squashed. Great. You're all good. Just for one month, okay. Hamadan. In, in oh, for Hamadan. Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, but yeah. now it's over. So now you'll be back on. Yeah, now we come come back to insult okay. each other. Um, so in conclusion, to wrap it up, 
you're close to signing a new deal, but not quite just yet. There's still a few things. You're confident you will. Were you close to leaving, by the way? Was there ever a point where you were like, I just want to be free, like Nate or Francis? Was that happening? You're right, very smart guy, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is always in the table. You know, if every, everything goes very wrong, it's always in the table. So it's still uh, possible. So then, yeah, it's still possible. Wow. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I didn't sign that yet. But if everything goes wrong and I piss up, okay, give me my last fight and I'm going out. Wow. So you still have one more fight on the old contract. But that fight is That's for right. like 40K. The new contract is a million. Yeah, but you need to, you know, hard work pay off. So freedom is freedom. Yeah, freedom is freedom. Yeah, right. yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, uh, you, you could be yeah. free like Nate Diaz choking people out on the street. No problem. Yes, this yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what uh, I don't know what what happened there. I don't know. I really don't know. I think he was at a fight and people were coming up to him trying to start, and he had to defend himself. You know, that's that was my take on it. What did you think happened? Uh, I think somebody deserves. I think somebody. Deserves of course. I, I, I just I just love the the knee. The knee. He, he, the knee. he hit him with the knee there, huh? Yeah, the, yeah, you choke him. Yeah. Ah, uh, it was like, like uh, it was like uh, John Jones, Leonardo Machida. He just dropped him like that, standing guillotine, no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only difference is he dropped him on, on the on the street. Yeah, yes. not good, not good. Yeah, it's not so soft, not yeah. so soft. Like I was cage. hoping they were just friends <laughs> that they were they were just messing around, but I don't know if that's the case. Uh, okay. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know the history behind. Okay. Maybe. Um. All right. So good luck with the the dealings. Uh, have Tamara call me if you want me to close the deal. If not, we're walking. There's a lot of people. Your friend Luke Rockhold. He's fighting bare knuckle this uh, this weekend. A lot of money. There's a lot of options. You know. There's a lot of places that would love to be in business with you. So don't forget that. Always, bro. Always, and I. I'm glad you are a very smart guy. You know, you know the whole situation. Look, you know, look on, on good angle of view. Of course. So I will ask Tamaya to contact you. Okay. Thank you, my and uh, let me know when the the new stuff comes out. I'd like to get some secret juice stuff here. You know, maybe a hat or yeah. something. We put a drink. I, I don't want to drink this stuff. You know, I want to I want to drink yeah, the good no. stuff. Of course, of course. You're a smart guy, and. Uh, I will make sure. I make sure to to deliver to you the new merch and the secret juice when this come up. Paulo, you're the man. Thank you so much. Happy birthday! Uh, I hope all is going well over there. My send, please send my best to Bella Horizonte to all the people over there. I know they're very, very big fans of our show. Tell them, tell them all that we love them, and we. Will... I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Paulo. All the best. Talk to you soon. Good luck. Thank you, my friend. There God you. bless you. Uh, what a guy, Paulo Costa. I mean, one of the great turnarounds of all time in terms of personality. Uh, remember, there was one point where his uh, his Twitter feed was a little uh, it was a little dicey, but uh, now he's. I mean, he's a lovable guy. I just want to hug him. I, I mean, he's just tremendous. He's absolutely uh, he's absolutely amazing. So uh, stay tuned. We'll see what happens. With uh, Paulo Costa, we'll see if he actually closes the deal. We'll see if he actually gets it done. We'll see if he actually is able to uh, re-sign. And uh, I guess that means that we'll have to see if he'll sit on the sidelines and, and, and wait until October to fight 
Hamza Chemaev. Now, I cannot wait to speak to our next guest. He's joining us in studio. This is a real treat. I couldn't believe it when he told me he was going to be in town. He said, we have to have him in studio. Is it true? Is he here? Is the Almighty One here? Are you kidding me? There he is. Wow, the legend himself. Mr. Arnold Allen. I like to do this like the rest of the day. Wow, look at you. Welcome. Is that Ipswich Town? Yeah, of course. Wow. (laughs) By the way, you look gigantic. You also smell fantastic. Did you like spritz yourself with some cologne? I did. Covered some sweat. Oh my gosh. Bad meat sweats. (laughs) I know. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, you look. Well, I mean, you're busting out of that thing. Oh, I know. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, actually, I was at my son's soccer game yesterday. My my son football. Okay. And one of the dads was talking to me because I was wearing Nottingham Forest gear. Yeah. And I said, "What's your favorite club? Ipswich Town." Really? And because of you, I was able to actually converse. Oh, last week they won six yeah, one. Yeah. They're on a roll lately because I keep from, up with them. He know he's from Ipswich. Oh, okay, yeah. Crazy. How about that? Yeah, he's a British man. Roll from there. You guys are you're you're rolling, right? Yeah, it's going well. Second, second. Are you going to be promoted? Yeah, I should be. I think uh, automatic promotion would be nice, but uh, never know. Playoffs could be fun. What is it? League one or League two? You're League one. Yeah. So next so week, championship. championship. Yeah. Wow. Get back to the. It's a nice. It's a nice kit. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, you, you, is there a name on the back there? Is it your name? It's my name. Oh wow! Where'd you get that? Ah. Uh, Someone gave it to me. Yeah, I don't like know if I the bought the team yeah. or nah. Uh, oh, you got to get the team. Actually, no, the team did give me this. They yeah, did. the team gave me this one. Yeah. Okay. Is that home or away? Home. That's home. home. Yeah, the Blues. I'd love to. And what's this? Uh... Ed Sheeran's thing. He sponsors them. Yeah, I know, but what is that like? This is a tour, the Divide tour. This is, you know, Ed Sheeran. Like when he goes on oh. tour, this is. That's the thing. Yeah, you know, like Wait, the Ed, album is, thing. Is Ed Sheeran's course. team. Well, he's a sponsor, the shirt sponsor. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. It's sort of like Wrexham with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Crazy story, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. I was watching it on, um, what is it on? Who, Ryan Reynolds? Oh, the show. The Oh, Hulu. Yeah, I've been yeah. watching it. It's good. It's this good. is Wrexham. Yeah, that's the one. It's Incredible. Nice. Um, well, Arnold, lovely to have you. Thanks for having me. How's life? How's things? Yeah, pretty yeah, good. Life's good. Life's good. Uh, we last saw you last Saturday, and you've been from where, which states have you been since Missouri? You fought in Missouri, yeah, um, not Kansas. A lot of people kept calling it Kansas. It's Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> yeah, Kansas City. So I fought in Kansas City on a Saturday, last Saturday, April fifteenth. Yeah. So we drove to the beautiful St. Louis for a night. Okay. Everyone said avoid it. <laughs> and how was it? What was the verdict? Um, we stayed in some dodgy hotel. And okay. Thought like I was going to get murdered, but it was. It was fun. that bad. It was pretty sketchy. Okay. The hotel was sketchy. I'll blame my missus for booking it. But um, okay. that was fine. And then we drove to Nashville, which was really nice. Two days we stayed there. Uh, dressed as a cowboy for a little bit. Got a bit fat. Ate some tacos. Drank a little beer. Then I realized I don't drink. <laughs> and I went home okay. at nine. And uh, yeah. Then where, where did you go from there? Kentucky. Because I wanted to go to the very first KFC. Okay, wait, wait. Now we're going too fast. Okay, I thought you were going to... Wait, wait. Let's take a step back. Here's you just as a <laughs> uh, as a cowboy in Nashville. Yeah. Um, it's quite this, an expensive outfit, that. By the way, courtesy of your great YouTube channel, you've yeah, been yeah. Uh, chronicling this. Mm. Uh, you bought this in Nashville, and there you are eating. <laughs> w- w- why was it so expensive? How much did this I cost? I didn't realize cowboy gear was that expensive. The hat was a lot. shirt was quite a lot. And, and were boots. you the only one... Dressed as a cowboy? Probably the only really? cowboy in Nashville, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big a cowboy place? Well, there was a couple of cowboy hats flying around, but uh, 
No one else is full cowboy like me. Did you feel a bit no, no, embarrassed? No, no, you, no, you owned it. Yeah, I just owned it. Okay. Owned it. And, and, and the idea to travel around the States, to drive around, mm. why? Uh, so usually I fight and I'm away from home and I, like, I just want to get home. Yeah. But I've been home for a while and I thought, you know what, whatever happens, let's go on a trip and sort of live a little bit. I never take a break after a fight and I can't really train at the minute. So it's going to force me to take a break and actually be normal and be on holiday for a little bit and after the last one i think i need a reset and yeah yeah, yeah. and we'll get to all that but i was mm. talking about the fun stuff here um mm. how long is this vacation lasting uh i don't know so we're gonna drive we're gonna spend a, i actually never planned anything i didn't plan, you we, didn't, plan it. we didn't plan did someone anything. plan it did your missus plan it kind of lose you have me. a flight no okay no <laughs> this is just open-ended yeah yeah so however long it takes are you going to montreal <laughs> Uh, yeah, I reckon so. I okay, reckon wow, so, this yeah. is really open-ended. <laughs> so this might be like a month or two. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know. Probably not that long. Maybe two, maybe another week or so. And and, and what about the, this idea of eating all the bad food? Why are we doing this? I always eat bad after. Yeah. Food. Like this? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I've been running and like training every day, so I don't get too... I'm, I'm blessed with like good metabolism, so I'm like, I've been eating and working out and then eating and working out. So at least for a week, I'll do whatever. And then, like next this week, obviously, try and get back to things. Okay. Mm. And so you went to Kentucky. You said, and and <laughs> I love KFC, so I went to the very first KFC. And that's legit. Yeah, it, it was the first. Mm. You took a picture with uh, Colonel Sanders. Colonel I saw. Himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you are, right over there. Yeah, exactly. What a legend. <laughs> you didn't man. seem too happy, by the way, to yeah, <laughs> to meet Colonel. Uh, how was it? It was great. Was it good? Was it, it different than the regular one? Like if you'd get uh, it from some other random place? Yeah, it tastes different in England. I, I really? don't know if it's because we have different food standards or our chickens get treated a little bit better, I think. So. You thought it was better in England? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt more natural? Yeah, I just, I think the chickens get a bit more love, you know, so. Uh, so you were disappointed? Not disappointed. Okay. It was what I expected, but it was good. But someone was trying to out me saying, oh, this is stupid, the first one was in Utah. And that's not true. It was the first franchised one in Utah. Uh, who tried to out you? Some, uh, some random guy. Come on, man. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, how could it be in Utah? It's Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's Kentucky. It's not Utah yeah. Fried Chicken, is it? Now, why did you have the gas station chicken sandwich in Kentucky if you were going to the actual Kentucky Fried Chicken first location? Because I want to know if all Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> was Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, uh, okay. But it was still good. It, it was, was good. good. Yeah. Gas yeah. station fried chicken? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bucky's as well. Someone told me about Bucky's, like the service station. 120 gas pumps they had at that thing. Come on. It was insane. The place was insane. They had a 24-7 cleaning crew on. Someone spilled like a drop of coffee behind my missus. And like immediately someone's like, excuse me, cleaned it up. I was like, this is insane. Wow. Where was that? Kentucky. Uh, Richmond, I think. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) And did you eat there as well? Yeah, I had the brisket. And every time they cut the brisket, some cowboy guys come out and they were chanting the brisket. I don't know what they were chanting, but they, it was... They were cutting brisket at a gas station? Yeah, yeah. Holy smokes. You have to be there to... It was pretty special. It weren't like, as you would expect, you know? It was special. Your favorite one is Kentucky Fried Chicken, though? Yeah. Okay, like KFC. at home? Yeah, yeah. What, what, like what is your... Uh, and by the way, I'm so happy you said that, and you didn't say this other chicken place that everyone talks about. Oh. St- Nando's? Yeah, With yeah. With the flag in the chicken? Oh, Nan- Nando's is great. But KFC is KFC, right? It's it's a game changer. KFC is king. Mm. Um, what's what's your go to meal? I don't have a go to. Just, wanna... just everything. Yeah. Okay. Get the lot. Get the family bucket. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, so from Kentucky, where did you go? Uh, then we went up to Lexington and oh. 
Just spent a day there. Don't, just like a travel day. And then... Um, Did you go to Louisville? No, I didn't. Mm. I literally, literally just... So that was my problem because this is like planned things. Obviously, I've been thinking of other stuff recently. Yeah. And uh, it's like, right, we're going to drive five hours here. And I'm like, yeah, but then we kind of skip everything. Uh, and then we go, and then we have to drive again. But then uh, she wanted to be in New York for her birthday, basically. So yesterday. Ah. So we made it yesterday. So. Okay. I was going to say, Louisville would have been cool because Muhammad Ali, they have yeah, a nice museum yeah. there for him. But yeah, we went to the Johnny Cash Museum. At well, how was that? Pretty crap. That was crap? <laughs> I like Johnny Cash, but the, the museum wasn't great. It wasn't? No, no, no. Wait, but, so from Kentucky, you went to New York? No stops? Ohio. We stopped in Ohio. Oh, how was that? It was nice. We went to some like park, Hocking Hills Park or something. Hocking, Where's that? Ohio somewhere. I don't know. Anywhere. Cleveland? Cincinnati? Oh, what was it called? Ohio's kind of nondescript, right? Yeah, no... but it was nice. It was like the caves and stuff. We went in there. The waterfalls was pretty cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're, you're going with the cat everywhere. The cat's here, yeah. The cat is here. It's like cats on Wall Street at the minute. My missus walking around. Just walking. <laughs> yeah, she is. All these hotels allow the cat? Yeah, yeah. Or did you just not tell them? No, we tell it everywhere. So okay. I didn't realize there's going to be a cat tax for everything. So everything is costing me more because the cat's Oh, more. my gosh. Like, oh, this one costs 50 more because of the cat. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, <laughs> nice one. Man. The cat went on the, on the flight, too, from England. Yeah, well, so my missus flew back to Montreal with uh. the cat. And then flew from Montreal to Kansas City with the cat. And then booked the suite with the cat. Oh, my God. <laughs> how much does it cost to fly with the cat? Uh, like, I, how much does a cat ticket cost? I haven't looked. She okay. does. Yeah. You're just leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cat tax. And uh, is she okay? Like, does she need to breathe? or you just The keep... cat? Yeah. Oh, the cat's loving it. No, the cat's fine. Yeah. Having... <laughs> the funniest thing is because <laughs> it's got this little toilet that goes in the back of the car, right? And it's, like, behind my seat. So I'll be driving along the highway, whatever. And then I could just smell something. Oh no! I'm like, she's the cat. It's just like this, taking a dump in the back. Oh my god! I'm like, Come it's, on! Uh, it's like, hell! It's hell! And it smells? Oh, it stinks! It's horrible. Really? Everybody say, "Oh, it's so cute." I'm like, no, it's the, not cute. It's not cute. Do you like cats? Because yeah, we know about I, I, you and Trafford. Like, yeah, you know. no, I never thought I'd have a cat. I never wanted to get a cat. I like all animals, but uh, now you're a cat guy. Now I'm like full fledged cat man. So yeah. And so my... she's just walking around with the cat yeah. in her in her hands. Yeah, yeah. Wow, just like this. She's got the Yankees jersey. No, she's got a little bag. Oh, she got a Yankees jersey for it as well. Oh my, for the cat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, fifty dollars for that fee as well. It's only like that big. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where are we going from here? I don't actually know. You don't um, know. Probably head it's towards. Mon- probably head towards Montreal. Probably start going that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's only a six-hour drive. Mm, it's not far. Is it's it, a nice no? drive too through the mountains, yeah, Adirondacks. Yeah. I'd like to stop. In there somewhere, like up in the country bit. Uh, can I make a recommendation? Lake George. Lake George? Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. It's like uh, two and a half, three hours from here. Oh, okay. And it's right in the middle. Yeah, I'll have a look. Beautiful lake. Yeah, yeah, that uh, sounds good. Nice, nice scenery, mountains. The air is very crisp yeah, over like there. That. that sounds nice. Yeah, I'm not a big city guy, but yeah. I am enjoying my time in the city, but, you know. You've been here before, right? Yeah, a couple of times. Came here for um, GSP Bisbin. Oh, right. And I was here one time before. I don't know what for, but I was here. <laughs> uh, I saw you rocking the uh, Action Bronson 
if that's oh, delicious yeah. sweatshirt you did an interview i think yeah. it was with uh was it with chisanga or was it with sky it was with someone it was chisanga, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I sent it to Action. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, look at Arnold. He's a fan. And so then he sent me some recommendations yeah, for yeah. you. I'm going to attack some of them after this. By the way, if you if you, uh, if you get a recommendation to eat in New York mm. from Action, you kind of have to at least yeah. go to one of them. You know? No, for sure. For, I mean, that's royalty. my plan this evening. So. It is? Yeah, yeah. He's the man. You're a fan. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. What a legend, though. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Bro. Have you met him? Uh, no, I haven't met him. But after MSG, when GSP fought there, I accidentally walked into him. And... Uh, <laughs> There was a big crowd of people out on the corner, and I was just walking home. A few of my friends lost that night, so I was like, oh, I'm a bit pissed off. And I bumped into this. I was like, why is all the people crowded? So I walked into it. I was like, oh, sorry. And then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so Action, bro. Yeah, yeah. And that was, so I don't know if that You didn't say hi? No, I didn't. No, know. he's <laughs> That's when he was bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Now he's like a freaking tank. Sort of like your dad. He kind of looks like your dad. Yeah, a little I know. Bit. He's like a shorter version of Big Pay City. You, I saw your your vlogs leading up to the Holloway fight. Your dad just chilling there, shirtless on the on the uh, the balcony. I mean, he was really soaking it all in. Yeah, yeah, he loved it. But it was nice to see how you were talking about him. You were saying how he like brought a lot of uh, I don't know levity and and just kind of like cracking jokes and telling stories. Yeah. it's important to have that around. Yeah, like uh, you know, obviously you have your your, your phrases. He's like the brains behind everything. My coach Jack, like. They're the the brains, like the technical side, the strategy, and all the business stuff. But then, like having people there that can just, you know, there's a bit of tension, a bit of that awkward silence when no one's talking, and you're just sort of stressing. Not not stressing, but like all you think about is the fight, and then he just says some random stuff about something, and so what are you on about? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's nice to have that to to break things, and yeah, yeah, it's nice. Um, Faraz, it was interesting to see him there because you haven't been to Montreal, right? Mm. So does he come to you or do you just see him fight week? Yeah, so we speak often. You know, he's, okay. we're like a, yeah, tight, we're like family, you know, so I send him a sparring and he reviews it. Uh, he'll watch, obviously, game uh, Max's fights or whoever I'm fighting and break down, tell us what to work on. Okay. For the last couple, it's worked well. Um, being back in England is nice, working with some of the coaches I grew up with and the training partners I've had at Renegade have been pretty ideal for the the fights I've had coming up. Obviously, not ideal doing the road trip every day, every other day, but yeah, yeah, it's worked well. Okay, mm. so the week of the fight, all good. It was a good weight cut, good week. You yeah, felt yeah. good, felt confident. Yeah, yeah, no, I felt good. Everything was good. Um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, nothing bad. Can we talk about the fight? Yeah, yeah of course. What what happened? Like your take now, uh, some nine or so days later. I'm assuming you've watched it. Yeah, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, like I didn't, I didn't feel like a winner after it, and I, I don't know. But like, um, yeah, like it's not as bad as I thought. A lot of people say I should be proud. Oh, he did five rounds and pushed the pace of that. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not proud of myself. I expect a lot more from myself. And um, but you know, he is who he is, and he's one of the best, if not one of the, the best guy in the division of all time. You know, like uh, he's going to be a hall of famer. He's great. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel any better because I expect more out of myself and it's maybe a little bit more frustrating knowing because I felt like I could have done better I should have done better but yeah he did just, he surprise you? Uh, in the sense he didn't the whole camp was based on someone running at you coming forward with pressure and the first sort of exchange came out and he backed up and stopped moving I was like huh that's not what we were prepared for so in that sense yeah, but, yeah. well I think a lot of people thought perhaps after the Volk fight that like you know, he was going down here mm. and, you know, his big thing was he was going to remind everyone that he was back. Yeah, yeah. 
obviously you were preparing for the best version of him. Yeah. But in terms of the skill, the output wasn't the same, obviously, as mm. we've seen in some of his previous fights. Yeah. Not against Volk, but you know, the 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 caters and the Yairs, et cetera. Um, in terms of just his sharpness, his technical ability, all that, did that surprise you? No, no, no. No, no, no. Nothing. The only thing that surprised me is he just didn't um well, he just didn't pressure so much. Right. The whole game was to counter him coming forward and he didn't really come. I was the one coming forward chasing him. Like obviously very good game plan by then. But uh yeah. Yeah, lessons I don't even not even lessons to learn, just I don't know. Yeah, things could be better. Big fight, main event. Mm. For, did any of that get to you? I don't think so. No. I maybe should have pushed a bit more from the off. Um well I mean definitely should have pushed more because right. I lost. <laughs> um no, it's a positive in a way because I know I know I can do so much better. He's the five round cardio king. Uh, it's the first five rounder I've done, and it was no problem. Um, you know, preparation could have been better, maybe a bit smarter, a bit fitter. Body could have held up better, certain things, but no excuses. Just things could have been better. Yeah, uh, you did. You did come on very strong in the fifth round, mm. right? It, it, in retrospect, is there any part of you that wishes you did that earlier? Yeah, like from the fourth round, it would have been fourth and fifth if I could have stole the fourth. Um, but then watching it back, it was closer than I thought. Mm. Uh, yeah, the scorecards, like, I thought he won, but the scorecards were a bit, I didn't agree with that. But uh, yeah, yeah, a couple of shots, maybe maybe a score a takedown or a bit more pressure in the fourth and the fifth would have probably won it. Upon initial viewing... I actually, I, I tweeted 4847 Allen mm. or 4847 Holloway possible yeah. too. I got killed. Yeah, I bet. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. I, uh, I got killed. I, I, I didn't it, feel like a winner after You didn't feel like it? No, like immediate, uh, immediately after. I, feel, I watched it back and you could see me going, fuck. Because <laughs> uh, it was, but it wasn't necessarily thinking I lost the decision. It was more, whatever happened, I knew I should have done better. Like, you know, like I felt I let myself down. Yeah. Which rounds do you think you, you won? Uh, I know I've said I fought the fifth, but everyone said because you got dropped. I didn't, but it's not boxing. They don't score a knockdown. Thank you. Yeah. That's not the way it works. Yeah, and, it, and also it wasn't like it, it was like a flash. It was a flat, yes, it was like one of those stupid ones where you're running forward against one of the best guys in the world with your hands in the air. Like, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an idiot. But um, you know, whatever. It wasn't like I wasn't hurt or anything. It was literally just like oh, that happened, you know. Um, but yeah, I felt like I won that round. Uh, two. Round two, I think four was a very. It was close a close one. Yeah. yeah, four was the round. I felt I should have done more. Um, yeah, with four I could have got a, got the fight. But yeah, again, I, I think it's going to be a positive. I just it's annoying. I let myself down like so close to the goal and sure. Yeah, but there's the forty nine forty six is probably the one you don't agree with, right? Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. it. But um, there, there's better to come. That's he said it after. Like maybe we'll fight again. Uh, Cool. Max is a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Yeah, so. that was a nice exchange mm. in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no hard feelings. No, not at all. He's a legend. Mm. You think? I think he invited you to Hawaii to train, right? Yeah, I just mentioned something because I seen something about Hawaii, and I was like, oh, I'd love to come one day. And he's like, come out, man. So yeah. Do you think he would also come to Ipswich? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably maybe. You don't think he'd return the favor? I've, 
the beaches. I've seen the beaches he's got. They're a little yeah. bit different. So I didn't see any stones on his beaches. So. <laughs> he, went, he went to Ireland one time to uh, track down Connor. So Did you he? know, yeah, yeah. He remember he went on like a whole tour of the. Uh, oh, what he, he was trying Jameson. I think he went to <laughs> okay. to try to stir the pot a little bit. It was actually quite clever. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to see that afterwards between yeah. you guys. I think your dad was there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. And, I think my dad is the most proud of that fight of any. So really, yeah. How so? I think just because we got. I think just because it was weren't going great, got stuck in, chased after it, and he's not necessarily. If I had a fight where it all went my way and I picked them apart and it was easy, and he'd probably be like, "Yeah, whatever." Really? Yeah. No, literally, he has done that before. He has. Yeah. So. The ones where you look, like Dan Hooker fight, he's he, like, Man. he loves that fight. Yeah. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah, the Dan right. Hooker fight, he loved it because it was like back forward, eyes closed, swinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this <laughs> one, it was obviously the same sort of thing, like moments having to like push and try and get the win. And yeah, uh, Fraz is happy about it as well. But you know, he said he went five rounds. A legend is not happy, but sure, sure. There's positives to take, and you know, we're going to be back there and at the top. You don't seem like a big moral victory guy. No, no. There's no victory. I there's, no, there's nothing. I got there's half no positives. My, I got half my pay. I lost yeah. my win streak. I missed out on the title shot. It's, there's no moral victory, you know. How are you dealing with it? Uh, I'm excited to get back and show, you know, what I'm capable of and where I'm going to be. And I, I know I belong at the top with the top guys. And yeah, it's just a hiccup. There, there's a, a lot better things I could have done. Not necessarily in the fight, but before, you know, everything. Uh, it's been a long time since you've tasted defeat, right? Mm. So just like that is what, well, like how I meant when I said, how are you dealing with it? Like, do you do you, fi- you feel like you're sad? You're on this trip. You're trying to enjoy mm. yourself. You're not able to enjoy yourself. How would you describe how you're handling it? No, I'm, you know, I hate losing. Like I absolutely hate losing, but I'm not a sore loser. Okay. Uh, not one bit. And it's just going to, it has like reignited the fire inside I me. Mean, maybe it was, I, when this fight was announced and I asked for it and they gave us the contract, I had not a little bit of nerves at all. I was just like, yep, yeah, sweet, this is the journey. Beat this guy, get the top shot. Mm. You know? And it's almost the same feeling I had when I got to the UFC, or before I got to the UFC and I lost. And I was like, when this fight gets to the UFC, they were going to, you know, easy. So it's like a reset. You know, I have to go back to the drawing board, do things better, make sure I prepare better. And uh, definitely didn't overlook Max, but, you know, just having that little bit of anxiety before would maybe help. Does it annoy you that you won 10 straight and didn't get, I think uh, Tony Ferguson is the only fighter ever to not fight for, and he got an interim title shot. Yeah. You got a number one contender fight against arguably the greatest featherweight champion of all time, if not number two. Yeah. Does that annoy you? No, not at all. Like, that's <laughs> that's the way my journey is going to be. You know, like, uh, I'm not one of them guys that's, you know, we're talk- we're not talking crap and I'm not going to fight the way I'm going to fight the way I need to fight to get the win. And that's how I've always fought. And that fight was, just, I felt striking was the way to do it. And maybe if I'd wrestled a bit more, or clinched a bit more, would have gone better. But I didn't feel like that was the strategy. Maybe if I shouted a bit more, I could have probably darted around Max Holloway and got the title shot. And I don't want to, like, if I chat yeah. some crap on the internet and got an easier fight to the title, or maybe even just skipped him and got the title shot instead. Or at the very least, interim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you know, that's that's not me. And to beat the best guys there are to get the title would be for me the way to do it. You know? How much did that mean to you? Like the fact that you were that close. Like fighting for does the belt mean that much to you? Yeah, that's everything. Like uh if I retire and I don't win that, I'm gonna be upset, you know. So okay. oh, I'm sure there'll be a different you get guys obviously retire and they find happiness in it, but um 
the way I feel now, if I never achieve that, then everything's for nothing. You know, all the all the damage on my body, all the time and all that is for nothing. But saying that, I do love the life, the journey and the training and everything. I've met some great people like yourself, you know. Mm. Like, I wouldn't be in New York with my cat <laughs> otherwise. So, yeah. And, and your missus. That my missus, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's, I wouldn't know her if yeah, it wasn't for right. martial arts. So right. everything, yeah. So. Uh, is there a part of you that fears that you will be unhappy post-fighting if you don't get that moment? Um, that this will like be a cloud hanging over you? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's definitely a thought. Like it's definitely a thought, but I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing and you know finding happiness somewhere. Okay, but it seems like it's something that's driving you, and you haven't lost the drive. Mm. No, I'm and not I sure. kind of feel like you're just. I mean, you win one, and you're right back in the same spot, yeah. right? Volk has fought a lot of the guys, so you're in that short list of guys who he hasn't fought. Do you, do you think he beats you a year in July? I think he does, yeah. Yeah? yeah I think, but the guy is, uh, you wouldn't want to bet against him. Yeah. There's like so many ways he can win. You know? Looks so good in his last one, huh? Yeah, he did. I didn't expect him to get a submission, but everything in the strike on was as I expected. Really? He's got all the tools up close and at range is too much. I didn't, I didn't see anywhere Emmett could cause him problems, really. Okay, so he wins, and then there's not that many options. If Yair wins. No, I'm saying if Volk wins, sorry. Mm. Yeah, if Volk wins. Mm. He's just going to go back up, surely. You right? think so? I mean, yeah. how many times are they going to do that? There's still, there, you know, there's Dariush and, and, and Charles. Poirier's still knocking yeah. out, you know, and like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I guess yeah. what I'm trying to say is I think you win one, and you're right back there. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, they Definitely. just announced London, July mm. 22nd. Mm-hmm. Is that too soon? I don't know. I've got an X throw in my hand, but I haven't had the results yet. Oh, wow. I know it hurts. <laughs> it does hurt. Which one? Yeah. Uh, this one. Oh, hey. the, the left? Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that was injured before? Yeah, I've done both of them, but yeah, oh, the left wow. one's been a... I what do just, you think? Uh, yeah, don't feel good. <laughs> don't, I'm taking a lot of painkillers oh, since okay. the fight, but uh, yeah, it doesn't feel great. Do you fear that it's broken? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it I mean, was, you would know the feeling, right? Yeah, yeah, it does feel Is similar. it familiar? Yeah, yeah, oh, geez. yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. I might just sign a contract to see if I can fight in boxing gloves for an hour, <laughs> like old school. I'm wearing yeah, boxing yeah. gloves. Did it happen in the fight? Yeah, it was. Uh, Which point? First or second, I landed it overhand, and I think he kind of turned his head and it hit him like here. But yeah, he. Is. And then what happens? Well, like, what fight, do you feel? Like, do you feel anything? Or do you yeah, feel- I was just like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> but um, everyone I fight, the UFC has just got like, the hardest hit. Like everyone. I don't know if I've got fragile hands or just like hard heads or what. How many surgeries have you had? No, none. I've had a couple. You've of, never had. I've had a couple of um, cortisone shots and uh, two in this one and one in that one, and then mumps and braces and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Usually the doctors like they want to wait. Like if surgery doesn't help, just if it heals itself, like we'll wait. Okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. More than likely, July second, July twenty second, not possible. Yeah, we'll see. I'm just waiting to see what's happening with that. If you're healthy, would you like to be, or is that too soon? Um, after after that, I'd like to have a reset and like here's question. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd like to have it like you know go in a hundred percent physically, fix everything because the last few camps it was like they offered KR. No, actually, when I fought Hooker, it was like I had a, I was just coming off a broken hand again. And it wasn't healed, but then they offered it, and I was like, all right, yeah, let's, let's go. That's a good opportunity. And then I damaged it again because it obviously wasn't healed. And then I thought Kato was like six weeks. 
like I wasn't even sparring when they asked me. I was like, oh, let me see if I can spar tomorrow. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was okay. So I wasn't healed then. But then, yeah, I went into that actually with a broken fit on my wrist. I, I blocked the kick and sparring, I broke my wrist. But, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd like, I'd like to go into camp being 100%, especially this next one. If it's one to get back in that top, that elite yeah. thing. So to prove I belong there, I don't want to be half-assing around and rushing things. So. Uh, you mentioned the the reset line mm. a couple times now. Yeah. What do you mean by that ultimately? Um, j- just like every camp been something, and it's been a lot of miles, like driving, literally, like driving up and down right. the country. And what is it? Th- three hours? Two yeah, hours? about three hours each way. So I was doing it three times a week. Last camp I did it twice because things were a bit different. So they wrestle on Monday, but I didn't. I didn't do the Monday wrestling for that one. Um, but yeah, so it, it just. Just adds up. I think that time on the road it adds up. I do. I don't mind driving, but um, it's it, a lot. It's more stress on your body and yeah. more mental stress. Like when I'm in camp, because of the time difference, the the travel time, the time I get to training, get home, train again, then go home, then I have to be up at five to train in the morning. I'm just like, Oof. there's no time to chill. So those little things, you know. So what's the the resolution to that? Um. Have a look. See what's going on in Montreal. But um, you're coming back home. I might. Have to. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Wait. But yeah, the best. The is best. The missus winning out, saying she's had enough of England. <laughs> nah, she loves it. She, she loves does. it. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. We'll see. Montreal. But um, we're, we're we're wide open again. <laughs> yeah. No problems. Yeah, yeah. So the best performance I think for me I had was when I fought Gilbert Melendez, and that was the best camp I had. Like it was the funnest camp. Like, really? Yeah. Where yeah. did you do that one? Montreal. So every. Every weekend, so we spar on the Friday. I train Saturday morning, and we go up Mont Tremblant. Ah. And we just spend the weekend up there, relax. go the best. And it was so fun. Like, yeah. It was the best camp I've The had. village there. Yeah, yeah. Did you have the beaver tail? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I did. my God. It was nice. Which really... one did you like? M&M. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But you ever have the one with the uh, the um, the apples? No, no, no. Oh, you only have like Nutella, chocolate? Yeah, stuff I thought it was a sweet thing. No, but you could, Obviously have, apple, you could but... have like apple sauce, but with chunks of apples. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Tremendous. <laughs> beaver tails. Coup de castor, they call yeah, it yeah. there. Someone told me to try beaver tails when I first went to Montreal. I was like, I wanted to eat a beaver's tail. Oh, you thought it was, was real? Yeah, yeah, I thought uh, it was a real beaver's tail. Like, for those that don't know, it's uh, it's fried dough, yeah, but with sugar. It's nice. And it's then good. it's a, and it's like a flat thing. It's like, like a, a pancake with Oh, my God. Yeah. My mouth is watering just mm. thinking about it. Jeez <laughs> Louise. You'd go there every weekend? Yeah, every weekend. Or somewhere. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. This I, was I in the. It. This was when twenty uh, spring. No, but springtime, summertime. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. So it wasn't it was freezing and snow. No, nah, it was and all right. That. Yeah, it was yeah. all right. It was nice. So I, I like that. And it obviously, I have more. Like it's ten minutes to the gym from my apartment. It's like, is is it that close? Yeah, yeah. NDG. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. NDG. Yeah, it's pretty close. Oh yeah, that is close. Yeah. Um, Julep, of course. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat that, right? Here we, oh, here we go. Here we go. You know what I like about the Judith? On the Wednesday, they have the, uh, cars. the cars. Yeah, yeah like amazing. Yeah. The old school cars. That's everyone it. like lifts up the hood yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's like a it. cool thing. You mm. go? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Just to watch. Yeah, I love it. Just to look around. Cars, yeah, cool. yeah. So. Oh, it's a great scene. Yeah. When's the last time you've been there? The camp where I fought Sadiq, uh, Sadiq Yusuf. Oof. Yeah, so was that 2020? Yeah. Been a while. Been a while. Yeah, yeah. That's pre pandemic, right? Or is that post- no, that was still it was still curfew then. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then went back to England. It was a bit normal. I was like, yeah, stay here for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think eventually you'll settle in uh, Canada? Yeah, England. I love England, but it's like 
It's insane to live there at the minute. Like, Why? The pri- like driving oh. around the US, like the price of fuel, the cost of our energy, and it's just like, it's a joke. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love England, but sort it out. Yeah, come on. Mm. And uh, I've seen I've seen you tweet some of the politicians. Yeah. About a whole host of things. <laughs> any any luck with that? No, nah, the politics there. I don't want to get into it, but it's yeah, yeah. Everything from the top to the bottom is. It's a mess. It's a joke. Like you know, if the people are getting screwed. Like last, fortunately, we don't get like traumatic winters. But like last year, people weren't able to afford to turn their heating on. You know, like oh, yeah. if it was in Montreal, obviously people were dying. Uh, like some an old guy. I think he died because he couldn't turn his heat on. But it doesn't even get that cold in England. But, you know, it, it's just horrible. It's, it's a joke. The government are taking the piss out of us, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I saw uh, you, you had a great tweet that I retweeted the day of the fight. Um, I think it was about you went to the bathroom in McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. What propels you to tweet this stuff? No, I'd just be bored in the moment. Oh, that'd just, be funny. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And even your tweet right after the uh, the fight. Yeah, you said back to meal deals, huh? Because I kept joking. Everyone asked me about every interview. So I was like, so "What's your favorite meal deal?" Oh, I was like, oh yeah. come on, man! I'm bored of this now. And then I was like, "You know what? Back At least get paid for it, right?" Well, that's why I'm back on the YouTube. You know, I'm, I'm a I'm a loser now, so I have to try and make some money off yeah. the YouTube. I need the quality. Good. Are you editing it all? No, my missus does everything. She does it all. Yeah, everything. everything. She's a real keeper. This you know, one. like the Almighty merch. Like she does that. She does that too. Yeah, I told her what I wanted. I said, I want this kind of logo. I want this thing. I think that looks good like this. She went, okay, I'll draw something up. And she came up with this ten minutes. What about this? Like that's the one. Wow. Yeah, she does. She ships it, posts it, runs the website, makes the kidding. website. Nah, everything, every. Is this her like side gig? Does she have another job, or is this now her job? She's like my. Uh, She's your assistant, <laughs> PA. More than that. Yeah. How's that, how's work? You know, I've always been wary of working with a loved one. Mm. How's that? Um, it's fine. Okay. I'm technically her boss. Yes. <laughs> but she bought a cat, and the cat gets everything the cat wants. So <laughs> the only thing it didn't get was a first class fight. So. She said, I want to fly first class. Like, to to the fight? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I think she did fly first class, actually. I don't know. Did you fly first class? Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. It Good was man. Nice. Yeah, it was nice, actually. England to Kansas City? Mm, yeah, yeah. Nice. That was nice, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was nice. They treated you well. Um, yeah, it's good. And you were in London for the fight. You watched it. Yeah. You saw Leon. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Leon really seems to like you. Yeah, Leon's the man. Did, yeah, did man. he say anything to you after? No, I didn't spoke to him after. No message? No nothing? No, no. no. He's not the... the was, nah. He's not the rah-rah kind of guy. Nah, Leo's cool. He's a... Uh, Big Dave, though, is. Dave's the man. Yeah, he'd give some advice. He was at Sparring before, and uh, Dave's cool. Dave's yeah. the man, yeah. They're all, all the guys that are they're all, all great guys, yeah. yeah. So, all, I've been very uh, fortunate. You know, you hear a lot of politics and stuff in gyms, but I've, you know, I've traveled, I've trained in BKK, Colchester, where I'm from, all... Like the guys that I trust for my life, like my manager and coach Jack Mason, he's uh, literally he has like access to all my stuff and deal. He's like, can I pay this for? It? I need to pay this bill. You know, taxes. This. He's like more than just getting me sponsors. He's set me up with uh, like a financial plan for the future, like a retirement plan. You know, yeah. like he's a. Uh, I don't even know what he does, but he works in the city in London and he's very switched on. More than me, you know. Okay. He's like a. Like a father figure in a way. Well, like my dad's a wild man. He's yeah, like yeah. a proper businessman. Okay, okay, okay. Like everything's by the book proper, you know. So what having him think, on board is great. What do you think you'll do when you're done? Uh, I don't know. 
hopefully just post stupid videos on YouTube and make That's some you money. Want. You want to be a YouTuber? Yeah, I think I made about fifty quid in the last month off YouTube, and it's not going well. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, I need, I need. Uh, it's all about the algorithm. You gotta yeah. get. I don't know what. No, I just need YouTube sponsors or something like. Uh, mm. I don't know. Are you monetized yet? Yeah, no, it's monetized. Okay. But I need something like an energy drink that I can shout out. Yeah, before, yeah. You know? here you want this? Who you got? I got this. KSI. He yeah. follows me yeah, on, on Instagram. KSI. I met him the other week. Look this man up. Oh, you met him? Yeah, it was at... Um, was he at the London fight? So at the London thing, they took us to a, a youth centre in London. And uh, it was me, Joanna Jajacek, uh, Tom Aspinall, and KSI. KSI is a really nice guy. He's super cool. But I'd never seen kids go crazy for someone like KSI. Like, they were they kids nuts. crying. and Really? They said my name. It was like... Then KSI, wow! Wow, <laughs> Jesus. it's unbelievable. Okay. Yeah, yeah, never seen any kids act like that for someone, but yeah, it was it was cool. He come across nice, nice guy. Yeah, you need some. I mean, you had um, what was the shirt sponsor that you had? A uh, scramble. Yeah, yeah, they have cool shirts. Yeah, um, I, feel like- I, I have a couple of sponsors, but not like. Um, not like I can retire sponsors. No, of course not. <laughs> um, by the way, speaking of retiring, uh, we wanted to ask you something. I'm not retiring. Uh, no, no, no. But I wanted to ask you something that might put you into retirement. And by the way, we just had uh, Paolo Costa on. Yeah, I see. He's coming out with his own drink, Secret Juice. Oh, okay. Maybe that could be the one. But Secret Juice? Yes. Maybe I'll get the not-so-secret juice. Well, I mean, with your dad? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Pace's Juice. Uh, you're a big food guy. There's actually like three uh, big... New York City food challenges that I want to present to you. Maybe how, how long are you uh, staying here? Uh, I'm here tomorrow, today and tomorrow. You're leaving tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And then you're driving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could extend. I'm going to Lake George apparently. Oh, you are. Yes. Well, I am now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and uh, you're staying in the city, right? Yeah. Okay, this is perfect. Times uh, Square. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, present them to you. Tell me what you think. Right. Okay. The first one is from a place called Salt and Battery. A Salt and Battery, actually, but it's <laughs> a Salt and battery it's british uh here's the photo right here you get 15 minutes to eat it one pound fried cod is that mushy peas one half pound of chips yeah two times the side of tartar sauce one chip buddy and eight ounce mushy peas and a can of diet coke free if you finish in 15 minutes or 35 dollars. those are the rules right there so if you finish it within 15 it's free if not 35 bucks no puking, no sharing. Enjoy. You think you could... Uh... I don't think I could do it, but I don't think it's worth trying either. You don't think so? I worked in a fish and chip shop for a few years. Last thing I want to do is Crap. eat fish and chips. All right. yeah. Especially with the mushy front. peas on it. No good mushy peas? No, oh, not for me, no. No, no. And a Diet Coke as well. Just go full fat. If you're eating all that, why have a Diet Coke? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. That is a good point. Okay, so we don't like that one. Uh, by the way, English breakfast fan or not? No, I stopped eating pork about a year ago, so yeah. You can't have another version of that? There's no... Oh, it's, it was all pork, bacon, sausage. Mm, you can't have like turkey sausage. Or I have been. I had turkey sausage. It's morning. not bad, right? Yeah, you're sure right. Yeah, turkey That's bacon. Right. Mm, not yeah, bad. It's, good. it's not. I bad. don't eat pork myself. So yeah, there's really the alternative. I, uh, my reasons are maybe different. Okay, what are your reasons? <laughs> so my dog died. I think I yeah. said this. Yes. And uh, when he died, my missus said, "Oh, he looked like a little pig in one of his pictures." Ah, his and that was it. And I went. I was. Just there was a slew of things, so I was off roading. Where I live is all like farms and it's like country lanes and stuff. There was pigs, so they were all running up to the to my car. I guess they thought we were feeding them, and uh, one of them bit the barbed wire and his ears went off. And not the barbed wire, the electric fence. It was like squealing. Oh, that's horrible! And I thought, like, it did look like my dog running across. I was like, just not going to eat that. And then a few weeks, I think it was even before or after that, a piglet was like running around the road, like because it had escaped the pen. Yeah. 
So we kind of rescued it, but we didn't really rescue it because we took it back and obviously it's probably bacon now. Yeah, that's true. But the piglet was running around the road and I, there's a picture somewhere. I'm right. You posted it, I think, before. I Did think, I? Yeah, I think you might have. And I had to take it back to the pen. But then it was like this cute little thing and I was just like, I couldn't kill that. I was like, I couldn't kill that pig. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. you're not full vegetarian, just... Oh, no, work. never. Oh, no, never, never. Clearly, yeah. we've proven that. Um, <laughs> okay, there's another one here. It's called um, the Clinton Hall Burger Challenge. Perhaps this will be of interest to you. Okay. Okay, there it is. That now, is good. But... 20 ounces of beef patties. What's that in real money? Uh, no idea. Uh, bacon. <laughs> okay, we can't do the bacon. Yellow and white American cheese. Shredded lettuce. Tomato pickles topped with barbecue chicken tenders. Crispy onion rings on a bed of french fries with a 16-ounce beer. You have 25 minutes to finish it, and if you finish it, it's free. What do you think? Can you can you down that? Not in 25 minutes. I reckon I could do it, but like not in 25 minutes. That's absurd. I'm not a great eater. Like I just you're like not a great eater. All you've been doing is... No, eating. but like I, I don't eat like... Yeah, big portions. I I just like just to want eat. to taste. Yeah, yeah. But so that no. one isn't of interest. I'm not really a food challenge kind of guy. All right, well, you yeah. did it one time. Yeah, one time. Yeah, it was hell. It I had like go. a three day hangover. Really? Yeah, yeah. just like, from the food. Literally for three days. I felt like I've been drinking. Yeah, felt terrible. Okay, one more for you. It's called the Mega Mori Tsukemen Ramen Challenge, the largest bowl of noodles in New York City. <laughs> Any interest in this? It's an <laughs> no. eight-pound bowl of ramen in 30 minutes, or it's $48. I don't even like ramen, so uh, it'll be $50 for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Can't get you with anything. Yeah. Are you just going to go to the action spots? Yeah, that's it. I want to check out some of your ones as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually, most of the guys helped me out with that back oh, there. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I'm not that hip. I don't go to all the cool spots. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to send you to the best. I'm going to try some. I'm going to try some today. Um, but yesterday, I literally just walked around and every other pizza place. So I was like, oh, I'll try a slice from there. Try you did? Slice from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything good? Yeah, there was some good it's ones. pretty good, but, right? Uh, I, I don't recollect any of the names of them, but they yeah, were good. There's a place called John's. Mm. That's really good. Have John's you been pizza. to that? I might have. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Downtown? Uh, You're staying uptown. Yeah, Times yeah. Square, literally. You like there, Times so. Square? It is all right. It's crazy. You know what? We're, so we're staying at the Hilton there, right? Okay. Because they're cat friendly. Ah, smart. And uh, I was like, oh, we go get breakfast this morning. And I always get got with this. I walked in and uh, I thought, oh, we'll get breakfast at the hotel. And it was like $120 for ah, two buffet breakfasts. Yeah. And I was just like, you bastard. And the last time they got me was at the Fremont in uh, Ottawa. When I went to get my visa, I stayed there. And it was the worst breakfast I ever had. I had like a pot of scrambled eggs. And I was in camp, so I didn't even have anything good. And it was like... Where was that? Ottawa. Oh, Ottawa, mm. yeah. It was horrible. They got me good. Ottawa's not really an exciting place. There's not, not much really. to do there. There's a parliament, you know, it's yeah. the capital. But other than that... Nah, it's not that great. <laughs> um, but do you like New York? Uh, yeah, 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 I Just like Just to New visit York. a couple of days, but then you want to get the hell out of here. Yeah, I find it, it's like London a lot. Like a bit... Yeah. Uh, the roads are straight up. It's easier to navigate. Right. It's like and a grid. Uh, there's more more people. I feel like it's busier. But you gonna go to a baseball game? Is there one? Maybe. Would you go? Let's see. Well, there was a big playoff game, basketball game yesterday. Are you? Yeah, are you... I saw that, but I wanted to go watch that. But um, I'd rather go watch basketball. But I think you're you're. Oh yeah, you got the Toronto Raptors jersey that one mm. time, right? Yeah. Well, Yankee Stadium is is legendary. I don't know if you're familiar with Yankee yeah, Stadium. Yeah. Um, let's see if they're playing. No, they're not. Mm. They're away. Unfortunate. Um, there's hockey too. Do you like hockey? Yeah, yeah I'd like to go watch the hockey, hockey playoffs. Is it what is on here? It's a uh, Madison Square Garden tonight. Let's see, I think it's Game Four. I'd like to go watch some hockey. 
I don't even know if you could turn up like that, you know? Uh-huh. Oh. It's hard to get tickets, Foggy. Come on. Yes. Who's who is it? It's Rangers Devils, like the biggest rivalry. What this time is, is that? This is like this is like uh Man U and Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Okay. New Jersey against New York. What I'll time? Watch that. Seven o'clock. I'll have a look. Game four. Let me just. Can you just turn up and get tickets to the door? You like No, are you crazy? I don't know how. This is I, playoffs. I, I went to watch hockey once and someone got me the tickets. So I don't know how. Yeah, but where was it? Montreal. Oh yeah, well, that, that is a hard ticket to get. But this Three. is playoffs, right? Yeah. And this is a huge rivalry. Okay. They haven't played each other since 2013. But 2013. But the atmosphere will be insane. It's not too far from here, by the way. It's just yeah, like no, 20 no, minutes. Yeah. MSG, you've been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to look. I'll have a look into it. I'll see what Are you a big darts fan? <laughs> I used to have a dartboard in my bedroom. It was my brother put it in there. But uh, we just started chucking darts at each other. And like, oh, no. I, one time a dart ended up in my, in my leg. And oh, really? Like, you know what? Get rid of that. <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. your leg? Yeah. And it stuck there? Mm, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, it was bad. That was my friend. He was playing darts. And I was playing the PlayStation. I was like laying on my bed playing PlayStation. He was playing darts. And he just turned and chucked one. Oh, my it gosh. Was my, it like stuck in my ass. It wasn't nice. Uh, do you watch it? I'd love to, yeah. I've never been to watch oh, it. Ali I have Pally. watched it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought um, Circus Tavern, they have the darts there. I thought there. And uh, when was that? Years ago, like yeah. amateur fights. But um, that's a big place for the darts. But I've always wanted to go watch it. Like the costumes, people get dressed up. The atmosphere looks amazing. Looks amazing. I've never been, never been. Oh, uh, you got to be. Where, yeah. Is that is that uh, in London, Ali Pally? Ali Pally, I don't even know. Is that Crystal Palace? Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. Is Crystal Palace in London? Kinda, yeah. I yeah. think I don't know. I don't know anything. I know, it's a, I know it's a football team. Yeah, but... no, I think they are. Yeah. Why you want a game of darts? Is that what's happening? Well, sort of. We're building up to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so in conclusion, though, uh, we'll see when you come back. And um... how do you not sit like this in the chair? This one just wants to lean back. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't know. I have horrible posture. <laughs> I was doing a thing uh, this weekend. Uh, I was at the Tank Davis. Ah, um, yeah. Uh, fight, and I was I'm like leaning over, like. Yeah, did you watch it? Yeah, I, I didn't watch the whole fight. I watched the highlights of it. See the liver shot. Yeah, I like Tank. Like he's uh, he's fun to watch. Yeah, you know, I, I, he beat someone I used to spar with. Uh, Walsh, which was it, Liam Walsh? He fought Liam Walsh. One of the Walsh brothers. They're I like, I used to spar with. Them. They're so good. And I remember when he fought him, I thought, no, he's going to do well because like the Walsh boys, they're great, great boxers, and. Uh, he just Smart. ran through him two. Yeah. I think it was two, three rounds. And he's got dynamite. Yeah, in those yeah. And 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 he's so low to the ground. He's just like, yeah. Um, I like him. He looks great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I was going to ask: Is there anyone that you think makes sense for the return, or you're not even thinking of that? Uh, I mean, if you talk upwards, I've, a lot of people are talking uh, Ortega. Uh, I think that makes sense, I guess, because he, he's looking for redemption. I'm looking for redemption. Yeah, he's, he's above me. That could be, be a cool into one. That? Yeah, I mean, yeah. how's he above you? You won ten in a row. Hmm. Well, I fought for a title and yeah. a couple before, but yeah, that that makes sense, I guess. But That'd then Ma- Max was calling out a uh, Korean zombie. It wouldn't make sense him fighting. Damn, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just because he's fought everyone else. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you that. Think he wins that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. I think he beats most people outside the title, doesn't he? Crazy, right? Mm. He's kind of in that Robert Whitaker spot. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I let the team down. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop it. But Vogue, did you see what Vogue said? What about He's being just, at the contenders? Yeah, yeah. I think he wanted you to win. Yeah, probably. But, uh, you know, I'll be back. <laughs> the truth is, he's fighting in July. You get a fight in, you know, in the next few months. You're, you're right back there. Like yeah, that's it. As long as I win it. 
Well, winning. of course, you have to win <laughs> it. Um, I want you to get. I want you to get your mojo back, your confidence mm. back. So every time we have a guest in studio, we do three versus three in darts. Three versus three, right? I don't know if you know about this game. It's it's everyone's talking about it. It's one of the hottest what, segments three, in business. Three shots, yeah, and then I do three shots, and we see like three who, sets of three. No, just one, two, three. Oh, okay. Uh, in fact, we have a, a leaderboard. I don't know if you know about this. Uh, Sky Nicholson. First time ever, she's a, a former Olympian, okay. boxer. She got a 93. <laughs> Jack Shore. What's uh, that picture of Jack? Well, Jack Shore, I mean, he's kind of a cheater. So yeah. because he's a cheater, we put a shitty picture of him, <laughs> just for the record. Yeah. Uh, Chael got a 40. You could see my score. So I've only lost twice to the okay. to Jack and Sky. Chael got a 40. I got a 75. Oh, so you've had quite a few people. Oh, we've had a bunch. Yeah. Eddie Hearn, I smoked him. KSI I smoked KSI. I got a bullseye. Wait, he got 18 and 31? Yeah, because we he demanded a rematch. Oh, okay. And then we upped the stakes. Eddie Hearn shit at that? Yeah. I would have thought Eddie Hearn would be good at that. I thought so I too. Think. What about Michael Rappaport, the uh, the actor? You know him? Yeah. He got zero. <laughs> All three off the board. <laughs> so what do you think? Oh, I mean, I'm, I just beat DJ. What's the, high, what's the highest score? 93. Who was that? Sky, Sky Nicholson. Yeah. I haven't played. I used to play darts all the time. We'd go down the pub and play Let's darts. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to do it right now. Three I used three. to play a lot. And by the way, they tell me uh, 370 bucks to get into the building tonight. What? Madison Square. Jesus. Too much? Oh, on a loser's wage, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's playoffs. It's playoffs. This is big. All right. Uh, do you have a preference? These ones. Blue? I yeah. have to go with the... Uh, Who goes first? By the way, nice shoes. Thank you. you got the Jordans there. They don't go with the... Out- I'm literally dressed like a proper English tourist. I love it. you got the, uh, the Converse. <laughs> Who goes first? Then? Who goes first? Uh, I always like the uh, guest to go first. I feel like that's right. the thing. By the way, can you throw darts? You're so jacked right now. How much do you think you weigh? <laughs> I don't know. I left my scales in Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> I genuinely did. Do you think it's like... What do you think? What do you guess? 175? Yeah, about that. Yeah. I've, that's why I've been training and eating. No, yeah, you look. Mm. Uh, it looks like it's not you're bad, bro. Right? It's, uh, it's not bad. I still still got the old. Oh my god, you got the six pack right there. Yeah, Here it's not that jokes. you know. People I can never look like that. People say that I'm getting fat like yeah, yeah, some yeah. other people, but um, like who? <laughs> uh, Do you want to name names or uh, no? No, okay. See, um, yeah, okay. This, this is the thing. It's interesting what you're doing right here. I just want to say it's interesting what you're doing. Yeah. Most guys like DJ turned up on uh, Wednesday and he was just like. I nearly bought these today. Oh, these? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what these are? Yeah, the Montreal Bagels. Oh, you got... Wait, let's see. Yeah, there they are. I was in Flight Club and I was going to get them. You went to Flight Club? Yeah, yeah. The best, right? There's too many options, though. Well, all they're, right. all, they're all individually wrapped? Yeah. You yeah. got to get the Montreal Bagels. And You're then like also, a half it, Montrealer at this it point. It says like $200 or $1,000. I'm like, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Bit of supply and demand. All right, I'm ready. Okay, let's so go. this is the one thing. We're very gracious here. I give you one practice shot. Well, a practice hand or just one shot? Just one shot, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just one shot. I haven't thrown darts in a long time. Uh, by the way, I just I don't mean to be a stickler, a joke. Just, we have to be behind the line. Over Not there. on the line? Uh, I don't know. Have I mean, you actually measured this? Yes, we have, of course. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's okay, see. here's uh, Arnold Allen. First shot. Off okay. the board. Is it oh, off the board? Yeah. Okay, that's your practice right there. I should have okay. not said the practice. I feel the competitive juices coming out now. <laughs> So what, my front, all three at once? All three? No, not at once. Not at once, but like in one <laughs> go. You're, yeah, one, two, three, yeah. add them up, one, two, three. And are we, you want to play for anything or are we just is friendly? Play for what? I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> what are we playing for? You know? I don't, I don't know. What do you mean? It's okay. It's just, it's bragging rights. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. all right. Wait, you want to play for cash? Uh, if, listen, <laughs> I'm not getting hustled here. <laughs> you brought me in the show to hustle me. <laughs> He'll pull my pants down and steal my shirt or something. By the way, by the way, 
if I win, if you win, yeah. I, I will replace this for a week with an Ipswich Town badge. That sounds good. Is that okay. fair? Yeah, no, that sounds good. Um, Have you got one? I don't know. I'll buy one. Okay. Do you cool. think they sell that or are they too low Oops. level? Yeah, I don't on. know. Okay, here we go. Here's his first he, shot. All right. Don't go that? off the board again. Triple one? Double one? Sorry. Oh, it's, uh, that's a double one, yeah. A solid two. 17. 17, <sighs> way off the... Uh... They've got a bad hand, by the way. This might be broken. Oh, that is, yeah. Why don't you go right? Because I can't throw right. Oh. Uh, five. What is that? Five. Is it a five? Yeah. So we got a five, a double one, you know, yeah. and a 17. Oh, wait. Is that a 12? No, it's a five. Uh, so double seven plus 17 is 24. How do you feel about that? That's pretty shit. <laughs> I mean, it's po it's very tough. There needs to be an asterisk to the thing. Potentially yeah. broken hand. You don't strike me as the excuse kind of guy. Ah, uh, that's an excuse for the record. Um, all right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. I hate to, you know, I was trying to get you back on track, but <laughs> you've left me no choice. So some people say you go like this, right? No. That's what they say. Uh, Michael Smith told me that. Mm -hmm. You know Michael Smith, no. holy boy, champion number one. What is that eight? Is it an 8 or a 16? Looks like an 8 to me. Oh, 8 again. What did you get? 24. That's not 16. Oh, that's 16. No, oh, you're winning. 24. You yeah. We're tied. Yeah, you won. No, no, you, you had 24. 24, right? Yeah, yeah. We're tied. Yeah, but you won it. Well, no, I mean, what if I go off the board? <laughs> Close my eyes? No, I can't do that. There it is. Triple 18. Oh, triple 18. I'm sorry, Arnold. It is what it is. Uh, you know, usually I like to gloat in these moments, but uh, <laughs> not for you, my friend. I've been, I've been called an Arnold Homer. I don't know if you know this. What's a Homer? That I favor you too much. I got a lot of flag for that. Ah, but I like to favor the good guys. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, are these knuckles are sore. Jeez, <laughs> Wait, but that was your right. Yeah, Those are sore. They're all sore. Oh, everything's sore. Yeah. Wow. You soak your sorrows in food. Yeah, I might have to get back on the beers. <laughs> I'm retired drinking, but I'm bringing it back. Well, we, we win again over here. Uh, that's Arnold Allen. By the way, check out his YouTube channel. Is it just Arnold Allen? I don't even know. Perfect. It's like, Way to sell I think it, it's Arnold. like my YouTube from when I was a kid. <laughs> it's like my nickname. It's like Mowgli17 or something. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, the, the thumbnails. Yeah. She's doing a great job. Yeah, she's smashing it. Yeah. Maybe I'll retire and she could just... Just sell merchandise in my name. business, <laughs> yeah, get yeah. Fat. So go check that out uh, as he gets fat across America and mm. perhaps Canada as well. Yeah, maybe I'll do man. some training in future. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone really wants to see that. We see enough of that. The food is very entertaining. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break. In the meantime, I just spoke of Demetrius Johnson. Here's that conversation from last Wednesday. Tremendous stuff with him. He fights in a couple weeks, and we'll be right back with more. All right. Great stuff there from Demetrius Johnson. That was from last week's uh, show, last Wednesday's show. He was in studio. Always love the in-studio chats. They are the best. And uh, you just get a different kind of flow. Uh, he's fighting... When's he fighting? He's fighting May 5th. That's uh, next Friday in uh, Broomfield, Colorado. This Saturday in Broomfield, it's that big BKFC card uh, that's headlined by... Um, Platinum Perry and Luke Rockhold, also Chad Mendez and Eddie Alvarez. Stay tuned. Wednesday, we'll have something fun regarding that card, so stay tuned for that. Uh, thank you very much to Arnold for stopping by. I appreciate him doing that, and good luck to him as he uh, gets healthy and gets back on track. Now let's talk to the man who was in there with Arnold uh, just about, what is it, nine or so days ago. It's always a pleasure to talk to the blessed one all the way from Hawaii, 
Here he is, my old friend Max. Hi, Max. How are you? Sorry, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. It's I'm nice good. to talk to you. Yes, sir. People, yes, sir. Nice people were trying to say that we were beefing and stuff. I mean, this is crazy, right? I mean, we're friends. We, yeah. we go way back. Yeah, I mean, I, didn't, I don't beef with you. I, I mean, the beef is on your side. You're probably more mad that I'm more Canadian than you, but come it's all right. Man, there's never beef. I love you. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. What are you talking about? Uh, you are pretty damn Canadian. I see you rocking all the Raptor stuff and all that. I mean, you are very cool when you do that. Um, I love that painting behind you. What is that? Oh, my wife made that painting for me. It's beautiful. What does it? What does it represent? Oh, just all cut like ocean and stuff. Me and Rush just painted. She painted me a a space one too. I don't know if you can see the yellow one. You can't see the yellow. Can't one, see the yeah, yellow. She painted herself. She's a good painter. Yeah. She's a great painter. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. Look at the, wow. Oh wow. That is amazing. Yeah, like a space thing, and then this one is huge. She did all this that herself? Like yeah, all herself. Damn. Is your wife a, a is your wife a better painter or surfer? Uh I'd say surfer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'd say definitely surfer. Uh, you get in trouble with that one if you said the opposite. Um, congratulations on the win, my man. Very, very impressive stuff. Thank you, man. Uh and 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 you had like you had like this um this chip on your shoulder, it felt like, you know, the y'all must have forgot and all that stuff. Is that, is that a fair mm -hmm. thing to say? Like, did you feel, even though you have oh, nothing yeah. to prove to anyone, that still last weekend you had something to prove? Yeah, I mean, you're only, you're only as good as your last fight, they say, right? And at the end of the day, uh, you know, last one didn't go too well before before the Allen fight. So it is what it was, you know, at the end of the day, it just, I, 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 uh, I had to find my inner... Uh, Roy Jones Jr., you know, body hit bangers and give you guys a performance and let you guys know that you almost forgot. So it was, it was good fun, you know what I mean? Anyway, even even you, my man, you know, mm. um, Tim said to give you shit, but yeah, give me you shit. went, give you me went shit. against me. I was, I was, <laughs> no, you know, uh, I, heard you, I, I heard the internet been doing it enough, bro. I heard the internet. No, been they doing gave me shit, man. They like, killed me on I that am one. Not, I am not gonna freaking give Ariel shit, but then you no, gave give me a that toss, bro. I had to hit out the park. No, listen, please give me all the shit that you want. I, I deserve, listen, uh, I, I had to make a pick. He came on the show, you didn't. I was in my feelings. I'm sorry, you know. When I, this, I'm being honest with you. I'm a man. I could be honest. Like you, you, I, I was in my. He's listening to. He's listening to Drake a little too much. I was in my feelings. I was in my feelings. Dog. I was like, "What did I do?" I told Tim, "Did I do something? If I did something, tell me." I mean, no, I, no, nothing. Oh, bro, I, I, bro, I, you know me. I just hate. I mean, you've been working me for a while. Yeah. I hate doing media, bro. I just hate. I hate doing it. But it's why do you like, hate it so much? Man, I just hate talking. A lot of the questions is just the same. It's repetitive, and you know, and and then sometimes. They want to pin us against other guys. You know, I'm just here to, you know, I understand the business part of it and then the part of selling a fight and stuff. But sometimes it just gets annoying, you know. So at the end of the day, I just wanted to fight, you know. I, especially this one, I was locked in. I wanted to focus. I was hearing the chatter. And I just wanted to go, go in there and get it done. I was telling Tim, like, the less media, the better. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You just wanted to focus. And I get that 100%. Uh, by the way, you and Tim, what a duo that is. I'm, I'm very, very... Uh, much a fan of Tim. I think he's, I mean, one of the best managers in the game. And then he announces that he's going solo, and you were like the big surprise from this announcement. How did you end up with him? Uh, we just was talking, bro. We just was talking, uh, and uh, everything fell into place. And I ended up telling him, bro, I really, I really like you. I really like the way you uh, 
the way you portray yourself, the way every, and I mean you're not the only guy, right? Yeah. Everybody loves. I I didn't meet somebody who did not like Tim yet. So and it's just amazing. Everybody got great great stuff, especially with with uh, being in MMA. You know how it is with the media and the back source, and you just hear you just hear a lot of stuff in in the background. So I didn't hear nothing about Tim. I was talking. I vibed with him a bunch and. Dude, me and him is like the same age, so why not? You know, he he got he got he got some good guys on the roster, some freaking not killers on the roster. So I was just I was just happy that I could be a part of it. Um, last time we saw you was in July. Was that your choice to wait? You know, I know they were trying to get you to fight in London, but he wasn't ready. Did you want mm-hmm. to wait so long just to kind of give your body a break? Was that your plan? Ah, uh, yeah, I just had we had some little injuries, bro. We had little injuries that we finally could go and you know get get the proper PT for it that we wanted to do. And why not? You know, it seemed like the right time. It seemed like nothing was going on. The division wasn't moving at all too. So it, it was just the perfect timing, man. I feel like we had the perfect timing. Uh, and then I got to come back in a, in a big way like this. And, you know, we're on to the next. Uh, I, I knew you meant business when you showed up without facial hair. I was like, oh man, we never seen this before. I mean, you shaved it all off. What was the reason for that? Now you got it back, but last you were, you, uh, I was like, whoa. That was you. That was your wife. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have my own buzzer or shaver, really. I mean, I got the manscape one, but I don't. You know, so but at the end of the day, um, it was my wife. You know, my wife was just telling me like, "Oh, you should shave it off one day and then shave it off." And she's like, "I like this. You should keep it." And I was like, "Oh, it's so much work," but she's like, "No, you should keep it." So, I did. I I decided to, to use it for the fight, and it did knock me back a couple years. Uh, looking, <laughs> yeah, years looking. So it's awesome. But now you're not listening to her because it's back. No, I got. Actually, we're cutting my hair this week, so we'll be all right. Okay, I saw you the first time. I was like, "What the hell? This is like 2012 Max back in our life when you couldn't grow anything." But then I felt like yeah. you were taking it back, like you were you were going, you know, you were turning back the clock on us. Oh, for sure, for sure. That's what I wanted to do. You know, I, I like I said, man, the whole thing was reminding people we're still here. You know, we're still here. We're right here, and uh, we got a lot more to do. Did you really see a lot of hate? I feel like you're so beloved. Like you, like I saw when you walked past the media after the fight, you were like, talk your shit now, talk your shit. Did you feel like a lot of people were talking shit? Uh, yeah, bro. I, I just, a lot of, I mean, it is what it is, you know. You only, Like I said, you only, this is not like, you know, basketball or baseball. Or you, yeah. You're a fan of both sports. And it's not like I can, you can go 0 for 3, you know what I mean, or shoot 0 from the line, and then two days later you get to have a breakout 40, 30-point game, three home runs, whatever it be in the sport, you know. So this is MMA. You only as good as your last fight. And if you're lucky enough to, to turn around in a month, then then that's great. But I'm at that, that stage in my career where I probably got to turn around every four months, you know, or three months, you know, and, and people got to – remember the last fight you know and that's just what it is i think so they were saying i was too slow i mean it was the same thing with the cater thing hmm. they're saying that i was gonna be too slow my 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 chin's gonna crack this guy's a puncher and blah 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 and i just want to go out there and just remind everyone man and i felt i had fun we went out there we did our thing against a dangerous honor island and um you know wish the best to him and we keep moving forward. Uh, obviously, you've had big ones in your in your day, big wins. But considering all that noise and how you were feeling, was this one of the most important wins of your career? Uh, I I think every win is important. I think every fight is important. You you you. I never lose a fight. Like I told you, I always learn. And when we win, we learn. We learn even more. You know. So at the end of the day, I I, I learned a lot about myself in this camp. I learned a lot about about everything about the world about life period so it was good to go out there and uh, get it done you you learned a lot about life in this camp yeah just you know just people is gonna i mean 
I've been here with the Gator fight, like you said, and yeah. just people keep doubting you, whatever, and people just keep forgetting, man. I, I, I think I was just a baby. I mean, you remember interviewing me when I was 20 years old, Ariel, you yeah. know? So at the end of the day, a lot of people think I'm like, I'm like these guys that's like 38 or 30, 36 or whatever it is, you know, like past their, live it past their prime, you know? And I'm like, no, I'm, you guys just watched me since I was 20, you know? So I was a baby. I was like, they called me Maxi baby for a reason. You know, I was, I was literally a baby when I first got into here, you know, I was, I was once the youngest, youngest guy on top of the UFC con- um, roster. So, at the end of the day, um, it just felt good. It felt good to be out there and, and do what I love, you know. Like I said, that was a, I think that was the longest layoff I ever had in the in with the UFC ever. Wow. And it was just great to just be back in there and um, be in front of uh, – bro, we had 18,000 people there. It felt like a, it felt like a Hawaii fight, a, a Las Vegas fight, whatever you want to call it, a Toronto fight. That's what it felt like. It felt like a big pay-per-view fight in the Midwest. It was uh, it was insane. Were you surprised at how popular you were over there? They were chanting your name in the middle of the fight. Brother, they did the they did the uh, Kansas City. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chiefs. The, 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 yeah, the Chiefs. The Chief chant, you know, the chop, the axe chop. And it was amazing, bro. I could hear them. I was tripping out, but there was a lot of Hawaiians over there. Like really? a lot of Hawaiians moved to the Midwest. I was like, why are you guys moving this far <laughs> out? This is crazy. But I had a lot of Hawaiians. Did you try any of the food, the barbecue, all that? Yeah, we went to um, we, we we got to eat at, at Q thirty nine. That was good. That was the marshmallow, the marshmallow, uh, what they call it, the the tri tips or whatever. That's super good. The brisket, the brisket ends. Wow. The burnt ends the with marshmallows, so they have it with marshmallows. Uh, they, they they call it the the meat marshmallows. That's what they call it. Because it's so it soft. The meat oh, bro, it's yeah, bro, it melt in your mouth. But it's not it actual marshmallows. It's just taste. No, no, no. It's, okay. it's meat. It's, it's like fat. It's fat. It's oh, fat. my gosh. It's actually fat. It's, you like it's that? Delicious. It's not too fatty? Brother. Brother. I mean, when you got to cut weight and you can't eat certain yeah. food, I, I think you like a lot of stuff, Ariel. Yeah, that's true. What's the, what's the one thing you like? You miss the most? What's the hardest thing to oh, give what? up? When you, when, you, when you cut weight, like what's the hardest thing to give up? Uh, ice cream, bro. Ice cream and candy. I mean, I sneak some in there. Fight camp all the time, but ice cream and candy is like the sweets, bro. I I love sweets. I mean, you know me about and cupcakes. Yes. So at the end of the day, it's sweets. Well, which ice cream, bro? I there's this uh, there's this flavor. I I like mint chocolate chip, but there's this flavor like brown sugar cookie dough. Uh, cookie dough at uh, Baskin Robbins. Oh, oh that's so man. good. You're a mint chocolate chip guy, huh? Yeah, or a strawberry. You know, strawberry shortcake. Yeah. You know the the ones with the yeah, the ice cream bars. Those is great too. Mint chocolate chip, I never got into that. It's like, what do I need mint in my, like, with the mint and the, the sweet, it just kind of feels weird. Oh, I don't know, bro. I love mint chocolate chip. Yeah, everybody always tell me weird. People tell me I should eat toothpaste already, <laughs> but I'm like, come on, it's not toothpaste. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Ridiculous. Um, uh, after, after the July fight, at any moment, even for a second, did you think about walking away? No, not at all. Not at all. You know, we thought about the fight. I watched the fight then, uh, that day. You know, I got in my fields and, um, you know, got over it the next day, you know. Sunday came, was on to the next, you know. We, we just got to get better. We had to get better. He was just a better man that night. I would never, ever take away whatever. I see a lot of people saying certain stuff or, or trying to make excuses. Like, it is what it is, you know. I made the walk. I went out there. He had the performance of a lifetime. And um, we. I, all I can do, I can control is my own feelings. And, you know, I was back in the drawing board. We was back with the with the coaches. We was figuring out what we were going to do. And, um we done did it. Did you consider 55? 
Oh, we see what happens, you know? I no, mean, even after, like after July, did you consider 55? Like, oh, let me switch things up. Let me take some time off here and move up. I mean, not really. No, I mean, we, we talked to, I mean, I was, uh, was figuring out, I was figuring out my management with, with Tim and was talking and whatever. And then Tim went on over and talked to UFC. And I think so if UFC really wanted us at 55, they would have pushed the issue. They really didn't. So at the end of the day, we're here. I mean, it's always, you know, it's always good to go up a weight class with a belt, you know, so that's the plan. And, you know, if if they thought so, maybe we couldn't do a fort with Volk. I think so. They would have really pressed the issue on us and tell us, "Look, you got to go." But we're here. They defeated me, contenders. So at the end of the day, we want to just keep knocking them down. So you're keeping that door open. You think it happens? Why not? For one, one hundred percent. Why not? I mean, why not? We see what happens with when they're fighting in July now. Yeah. Now I'm uh, with the year. I think uh, a lot of people is counting out your year. I think there's going to be a. A much more interesting fight than a lot of people think it is. Really? And I think so. we uh, we get to be a fan that night, so I'm excited. You think Yair can win? I think anybody wins. I think both of them can win. You know what I mean? Yair is a, Yair is a shifty dude, bro. I mean, they're both weird dudes, you know? It's it's hard to fight someone like Alex. You can't get training partners like Alex, you know? That dude is built like the thing. Yeah. And he just, he's just a freaking monster, you know? And then Yair, is, it's hard to get guys like Yair, you know? Guys who can be right in your face and then just throw a high kick, throw something spinning, throw unorthodox, super fast guy. So at the end of the day, I think so. I think so the fight is going to be a lot more interesting than what people think it is. Uh, you mentioned uh, Korean Zombie, and then he posted a video responding to you and saying he would love to fight. I saw him. Did you see the video? Yeah. yeah. What do you think of it? Yeah. I would love to. I would love to. You know, I wasn't disrespecting. I no, remember no. he was calling me out after uh, after he beat, uh, I forget who he fought in the Apex. He beat somebody, but it was on the UFC journey or whatever the UFC thing was called that time. It's called UFC Journey now. But um, he was saying that he wanted to fight me, and I always wanted to fight him. That's one of the guys that we never got to fight. We was the same guys coming up from that early, that, that early, you know, that merger from WEC. Yeah. When I first era. I got to fight most of them guys, and he's the one that got away. So why not? I mean, I'd be a fan favorite, fun one. I heard uh, maybe there's uh, something in Australia going happening in uh, later in this year or mid-year. So that'd be fun. I would... I, I want to fight him, man. That was one of the guys I always wanted to fight. I always thought we was going to fight, but the stars just never aligned. And I think so the stars align now, and it would be a fun one. There was never talk of you guys fighting at any point, which is kind of wild. Never. Since, wow. Zero, bro. That, nothing. That's the guy I'm, I'm blown away. You know, yeah. He's always been in the top five. He's always been in the top five. Like you. It makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if they don't want to give me another whatever contender or what's, whatever's going on, I don't know what UFC wants to do with us, really. Why not give him? He don't have a fight. I don't have a fight. I think so. He stood in the top five or top six or whatever it may be. So I think it would be a fun a fun fight. You know, put us on a pay-per-view card, put us on a main event, whatever you want to do. We can fight five rounds. Even if we're on a pay-per-view card, I don't I don't care. You know, I, I just want to fight the guy. You know, that guy is, uh, uh, that's that's definitely a legacy fight. That's a huge name. And I, I'd love to fight him. And if that Australia card's in the fall, you're okay with, wait, I mean, that would be like five, six months from now. You're okay with that? Yeah, we see what happens. I mean, what what is it? Uh, what do what what month? They're saying September. They're saying September, September right? October, something like that. Uh, September, October. If if it's September, that'd be better. But if it's October, then I would try Axe to to probably go a little bit sooner. Because if we fought September, then I would like to try and get one in before December. I want to try fight three times this year. Really? Yeah. How come? Be busy. You you just want to just to fight, bro. Yeah. Just to fight, bro. I missed it. I mean, we only got to fight one uh one time. Uh, that last year, so 
we gotta we gotta catch up. We gotta catch up to do. I wanna hold the I wanna hold all type of records. I wanna hold the most fights, the most wins. Sheesh. And uh, you know, just everything, you know, might as well. How far are you away from those? Um, the most wins, I think so. I don't know the most wins inside the UFC, but then in Americans with among Americans, I'm right there with them. I think so. I think so. Dustin's ahead of me by one or something like that. I'm not sure. But even like the most fights and stuff, I, I I got I got a couple more to go. I know I know Cowboy is up there at what like thirty five or something. Yeah 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 yeah. Thirty thirty something right. So we see. Man, you got the significant strikes one down. No one's touching you. <laughs> they posted the thing after. I think it was thirty one twenty two. You have and number two is Frankie. Yeah, we're showing it now. Thirty one twenty two, and then Frankie's number two with eighteen oh one. That's absurd. You almost double him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just. Man, I had I had good fights. I mean, I just uh, I guess I just had great great dancing partners to say the least. Man, guys who could go in there and trade it out like Arnold, like Cater. You know, we just uh, I had I had great dancing partners that, that was able to put me in those positions. And um, like I said, you know, a lot of people keep talking about knockouts and finishes and whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, knockout power. I mean, I saw people calling me. Uh, <laughs> Some people calling me uh, Pillow Hands Holloway. That thing is so funny. Nah, who's calling you? Come on. Yeah, who's... bro. The, the well, internet, who are you, what are you bro, reading? What are you reading? Savage, YouTube the, comments? The, the internet is savage, but I would love to do that. I would love to. You know, there's no better feeling of like when you knock someone out and you punch them, you know, they, their body turns off. They have no choice. But when you're hitting them, you know, a, a couple hundred times and they're thinking of quitting and they quit, that's a choice. You know, that's taking, you, that's, that's taking a man so in a different way. So yeah, as long as you can take it, I'm a dish it. By the way, before it's all said and done, we got to see you in at least one boxing match. Everyone's boxing now. Nate's got a boxing match. So Aldo, Stevens with, with Game Bread, right? We got to see at least uh, one Max Holloway boxing match, no? Oh, bro, I would love to. I'd love to. Let's make a big fight with Tank or something. You uh, know, Floyd Mayweather and stuff? Yeah. Floyd Mayweather it, it, and Tank is like, Tank is following Floyd Mayweather's freaking, you know, recipe to the key. So why not he fight an MMA guy? We do a big one. I can shit talk to him. Just yeah. don't put no hydration clause in it like how you did to my man uh, Garcia. But uh, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that would be a fun one. The hydration like, crazy, clause. Right? I, I mean, and then everybody talking about that 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 shot with Zab, like, oh, he would have got up and blah, blah. I'm like, bro, like, the hydration clause is real, you know? Like, he couldn't, he couldn't freaking rehydrate proper. And that shot, like, it might not look hard, but to a freaking dehydrated body, that hurts a lot. You know, like that shot probably hurts a lot, even if you're not dehydrated. So I can only imagine, man. And then it came out saying that he had a rat and he he actually got hurt to the body, which that sucks. So at the end of the day, man, that was, that was tough. But I would, I would love to do a big one. Maybe do MGM, like yeah. how they did with the Connor, the, the Connor stuff. That'd what? Cool. Could you make 140? Could I make 140? Why? Just tell him, come on to 45. We're an MMA fighter. Yeah. I can't kick or whatever. We could do 12s. We could fight with eight ounces, just like stuff. Just come to 45, bro. We'd be fine. You th- you feel confident? Like he's he's a special kind of boxer. You feel confident though, bro? He's a beast. Bro. He's a beast. But to 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 share to share the uh share the freaking uh, ring with him it would be it would be amazing, man. Would be amazing. I think it would be huge. It'd be super fun, man. Does something like that interest you more? Like get you? I feel like you're excited just talking about it. This this sort of idea. Does that interest you more than anything in MMA now, just because it's so different? No, not really. I mean, anything. It's just a. It's just. It's just. I'm a competitive dude. You know mm. what I mean? And and these guys. I mean, these guys would never ever come to MMA. 
You know what I mean? Like, they're smart. They're businessmen, you know? So, at the end of the day. But I feel like it would be fun, you know? The way he fights, his IQ. And, and people keep saying that he is just a boxer, you know? Like, a puncher. Like, he only could punch. And that's whatever. And in this fight, he showed... I mean, his last two fights, he showed he showed box great boxing IQ. You know, the guy's a beast. You know, I think he's just playing dumb. Half these guys don't know. You know, like yeah. he's just playing like he don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, no, there's a lot of interesting fights that that stood here in uh, in MMA for me, and I would love to do it, bro. I'd love to do both of them if I could. If I could box at the end of my career, one or two fights, and an actual an actual boxer and fight an actual boxer, none of this none of this freaking you know YouTube stuff or whatever is going oh, okay. on. I'd love to find another actual boxer that. Is, is is one of the greatest, you know, and test it. And 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 not like another MMA fighter. Like you want you want to box a boxer. Yeah, I would love to box a boxer. Yeah, bro. Not 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 MMA fighter. Not I know. I mean, some of these YouTube guys is good, bro. Don't get me wrong, but but I would I would love to fight like an actual boxer, an actual world champ boxer, just to say I did it. I got to feel it, and we got to get the look, you know. How do you think Francis will do? We see. We see. I mean, I mean, Fra- Francis is a boxer. You know what I mean? Fra- Francis is a is a puncher. I mean, not a boxer. So we see what happens. I, I don't even know. If, is there any news? I mean, it was kind of. I mean, it was kind of crazy of what uh what the Gypsy King did the troll on April first. I was, yeah. bro. Ty- Tyson is Tyson is next level. Next level <laughs> troll. That was funny. <laughs> I mean, they were in the same ring together last year. He said he was going to fight him and everything, and then it just kind of fizzled yeah, out. Yeah, it was. Yeah, with the four-ounce gloves and everything. Yeah. Like, bro, these guys, they got to understand this is a business. These guys are businessmen. These boxing guys, these business guys, bro, and they're they're top of the business, you know, so they, they know what they're doing, you know? Uh, before it's all said and done, if, if the UFC said to you, all right, Max, you've been the best, we've loved having you, we're going to give you the one fight that you want before it's all said and done. Is it is it Volk four? Is it Connor two? Is it one that I'm not saying? What's the one that you want before it's all said and done? Which may seem like uh, you know I need some work to get there, but like they say to you, we're gonna give you whatever you want. We're gonna we're gonna do right by you, Max. What is that fight? I mean, I mean the Volk four. I I think so. As long as Volk's fighting, and I'm fighting, and I'm doing I'm I'm doing what I'm doing, and he's doing what he's doing. I'm sure the fort is gonna line up somewhere. I don't know if it's at 45. I don't know if it's at 55. I don't know where it is. I think that fight is very reachable. I think so we fight I think so we fight each other again down the line at some point. Okay. 100%. So, at the end of the day, that's not really like it's not really far off. So, but if he's asking me to like give me a fight, I would love to fight Connor, you know? I mean, we fought I was the only guy that took Connor to a decision at at 45, you know, and he's big right now. I mean, we see what happens, you know. I'd love to. I know. I, I know he wants to come back, but that'd be a that'd be a fight that super interesting, super fun. A lot of a lot of questions. There's a lot of unknowns because we're just two different fighters from when we was back then. And yeah. uh, I think it'd be a fan favorite. I think so. A lot of fans would love that fight. A lot of fans been asking for that fight. So we see what happens, you know. And at the end of the day, it's not even a weight thing, bro. I'd fight him. I'd fight him open weight, whatever, whatever guys would, whatever commission would tell us. Just show up to the weight, bro. Like you don't have to worry. I'd, I just love to go in there and you know test them. You'd fight at seventy? Uh, whatever, bro. We just show up to. I mean, we got to be close to each other, I guess, because all this commission stuff. But you know, we can take it to the UFC one rules and just we just show up, we just fight. Yeah. Why not? Oh, that would be great. By the way, this past weekend, come on. I mean, I see Bellator twice there. How? how this, this can't be like BJ. This can't be like BJ where he never gets to fight at home. How is this possible? I don't understand it. How can Bellator keep going back, and you can't get a fight there? 
Bro, I don't know, bro. You know, I I mean, it's not it's not a UFC thing, bro. It is the HTA thing over here. I mean, and we don't have a stadium. The stadium that they fight in, I think it's like 6,000, 6,000, 7,000 people inside of it. And I know every time we talk to UFC, they want to do an arena. So they wanted to do the little stadium with whatever, 20,000. Uh, it's a 50,000 stadium, but they wanted to cut it off to where it's like at least 20,000, put a 10 or something, whatever. They, I remember we was in conversations with them, and it just – it just couldn't come to fruition, man. It just it is what it is, you know. At the end of the day, I'm not gonna give up. I mean, we're getting close because they're gonna they're gonna be shutting down. They're breaking down the low stadium and they're gonna build a new one. Oh. So I don't know if they can get the new one up up and about in a couple of years. Maybe we see one back home. Maybe not, but we see what happens, man. I would I would uh, I'm here. Whatever they want to do, if they I mean, fighting in Las Vegas is just. I mean, actually, fighting anywhere now is gonna feel like fighting at home. I'm I'm kind of blown away of how KC was. I mean, Toronto is always yeah. like that, and uh, Vegas is always the same. So, at the end of the day, any anywhere we go, I feel like we're fighting at home. But if we got to go one in Hawaii, that'd be that'd be special. It won't be something that you'll be sad about when your career is over if you never get it. Ah, uh, you know, I mean, we see. You know, we see. I, 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 I we can maybe. I, answer that question when when i have that retire we come on the show i'll talk yeah. to you i'll talk my, my announcement of my retirement all right fair enough um and and before i let you go um so you say all right we'll come back in the in the the fall all good now now you are you still doing the um i was just talking to dj in that clip about the youtube he went off twitch what are you doing because you were one of those first guys to adopt all of this stuff mm -hmm. this gaming mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. Are you doing like what DJ's doing or are you somewhere else? Are you yeah, Facebook? I'm on, I'm on Facebook gaming. Okay. I'm on Facebook gaming. Yeah. How's that going? Facebook, oh, going good. Going great. I mean, I was just, I was playing. I was playing right before I did this. Like, oh. the, like uh, the game got finished right before, uh, right before I was able to jump back, jump on the call with you. So it's good, man. We're just playing. We're hanging out. I mean, I'm loving it. It's another way to interact with my fans and just talk to people and, you know, let them show, see a lighter side of ourselves. Even with DJ, like, I was watching that clip before I came on with DJ. DJ's the man, bro. He's, like, he's one of the guys that got me into gaming. Like, when I was seeing, like, his gaming and streaming and the story is always funny. The one when he uh, defended his belt against Henry and he's like, hey, I'll come right back. Okay, stream, I'll come later. Boom. Yeah, you got yeah. the finish. Walk back over. I'm back. I was like, what the yeah. hell? So, yeah, DJ's the man, man. And you can make good money on that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh. Gaming, uh, I think gaming is the future, man. Esports is is the future. I think. I mean, all in all, all across America, there's like there's like championship state championships yeah. for esports, like for Fortnite and whatever. And like, it's it's amazing. It's cool. I mean, I I I think so. Gaming is gonna be huge. Coding, gaming, all that all that kind of stuff. This AI kind of stuff. I. You gotta you gotta be with with the times and you know, all technology and stuff. So I think it'd be huge. Uh, my my producer in the back, GC, he went to go buy um, Paulo Costa's merch, and he said uh, it was way overpriced. He said it was like you know Paulo Costa came out with merch, Secret Juice, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, way overpriced. I was like, wait a second, didn't you buy Max Holloway merch? He bought one of your sweatshirts, the blessed one. He's like, but, oh, but he said that was you see he said yours yours was worth it. I don't know. I think it was seventy bucks or something. He said it was worth it. So that's you know, that's there's sick. love here for you. Is the merch still going going well? Yeah, the merch still going. Shopmaxholiday.com. Make sure you guys pick it up. We got the still here line that just that just came oh. up for this fight. And then uh, the one that he bought though is like a special one. So shout out to him because uh, for every one of those merch that was. Uh, but we was don we would donate to uh, the Hawaii Food Bank down here. So Tom, thank you for that. Oh yeah, for sure. I even got the Sanibel uh, Max gloves. Gloves, yeah, oh, yeah those yeah, are yeah. sick. 
Those are yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, Do you yeah. actually train with those? Yeah, I train with him. Uh, he made me. He made me size. Uh, he actually made me size eight and stuff, so I can hit mitts and and but do bag drills with it. Imran. So y'all guys, all y'all guys ones is like size twelve. The family uh, friends and the ones you can buy is fourteens. But then uh, he bought. He he made me some eight ounces and he made me a sixteen ounce so I can train in them. But super still, good. I but like still it. no sparring, right? I spar. I spar outside of camp, so I don't spar inside oh, of camp. Oh, really? I would do spar. I would do spar outside of camp because most of my injuries and stuff came from sparring. I would be like, you know, a couple of weeks before the fight when I'm like getting down, I'm getting scrawny and stuff. So we spar outside the fight here and there, but we still do motion sparring. So, you know, the guy, the guy can give me that look and, and we can be stuck like that. Cause half the times we'd be like, Oh, look, yeah, give me this look. And then I start having my way in sparring and then they just go back to their regular look. Cause it's more competitive sparring versus trying to uh, mimic someone. Ah, okay. I always thought, I thought it was no sparring. Like you cut it all out. But it's just out I of camp. I stopped sparring for a little while. Okay. I did. Okay. I did. I did cut it out for a little while during the pandemic and stuff because we couldn't even see anybody anyway. Sure, sure, so sure. Then, then it was cool. And then um, now it's like, frick, I just needed a – I started sparring before maybe uh, maybe a couple camps now. We've been sparring. Like maybe like two camps I took off and then we, we went back to sparring and stuff. So it's fun. Uh, last thing, we just had Arnold on and he, he was giving you a lot of praise and a lot of love. And I'm just wondering, you know, you've you've been there before. You've had your highs, your lows, everything. What what would you say about Arnold Allen? What what piece of advice? What would you say uh, now that you've shared 20? He's re- he's very down, obviously, about the oh. loss. Um, oh. Anything you would say about after you know experiencing 25 minutes with him in the in the cage? Do you think he can put it together, get back on track, and and be a real oh, player for at 45? Sure. For sure, bro. I mean, I told I told I told them in the back when we saw him. I told him, bro, just get back in there. Uh, you know train get better and we'll be back i told him i probably we probably run it back i'll probably see him again you know mm. who knows who knows what happens in this sport the sport is wild but just train bro train you know let 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 this let this thing eat eat at you but once you start getting to into camp or into the next camp or into training forget about it bro throw it away you know don't cry over spill melts one thing you can control is your emotions control your emotions and come back you know i mean i'm sure there's a lot of people in his ear right now just like what I was hearing before the fight, like you're not in and blah blah blah, this and that. But it, bro, it was a fun competitive fight. Go out there, you know. I I got the W, but who's to say what? You know, who's to say anything? You can go out there, go train, and uh, go go change the outcome the next time. You're the man, Max. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate. It. I know you don't love the media stuff. You probably didn't like me for a little bit there. Uh, thank you for coming back on. Much love, mahalo, <laughs> aloha. Talk to you soon. All aloha. right, take care. There he is, Max Holloway. The man uh, coming off that massive win over Arnold Allen and uh, still here. Still here. Who said that? Still here. I forget. Someone said that. Still here. There was some athlete that said that. Um, Arnold's cat is in here, but I did get a photo of the cat wearing the Yankees jersey, so he wasn't lying. There she is. Cat's name is Fish, by the way. Appropriate. He told me that he wanted. Um, yeah, he wanted. He wanted to go with Fish. Is that so. an air tag on him? Is that an air tag? That's what it looks like. Could you imagine? I mean, they they make Yankee jerseys for cats. Yeah, it just looks like a generic baseball jersey. Does it? He said he paid fifty bucks. For he it. said he paid fifty bucks. <laughs> I don't see any Yankees logos. Some like street hustler is like, hey. A Yankee. Oh, I mean, could be cat. Yankee would be would it be on the left side there? 
Yeah, it would Should be we go back left. to the photo? I think it would be bottom left. Um, two uh, GC merch references on today's program. No, I know. I mean, and then you were you were kind of secretive with it. You didn't want to throw me under the bus. First time you didn't sure. want, it, but then this time yeah, I was showing you love. Still watching, and he's just like, ah, so that's who. Nah, that's, what is he? That's who. By the way, about. this time I wanted him to know that you were a fan. I'm not gonna lie. Also, Holloway's. It was even cheaper than I remembered. I got the hoodie for fifty five. Quality designer, great stuff. I, I might buy more Holloway. Still here. We get, he has a bunch of still here merch. Did you great, know that yours went to stuff. charity? That a portion of uh, the proceeds? Uh, I think they tell you that when you check out. Okay, yeah. makes me feel all the better. Yeah, yeah. might have to buy a still here shirt. What a show! I mean, what a collection of guests. And uh, at the top of the show, guys, I told you about a new sponsor that we have. I want to tell you about them very, very quickly here because support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I do like the, uh, what is this, French music, Frank? What is this? Yeah. French pistol music. Big supporters of DraftKings. Are they? Yeah. You uh, seen that? Did you like the darts? It was fun. Tell me about it. So. <laughs> What's so funny? I you and GC laughing. went to darts, yes. Yeah. Why? Why are you so secretive about it? Is this is this too personal too? Uh, no, I think we we could comfortably talk about this. Um, You're even wearing the merch today. I am. What was it? What is it called? It was the uh, cross border darts challenge. Can we just talk about uh, how bad Frank just handled that last like yeah, thirty yeah, seconds? I, was, I mean, I was, like, what is that's going on? Why I was chuckling. Was I? I wasn't asking you for your social yeah. security number. Like, what is happening over there? Is everything okay? Actually, um, not okay. What? Hey, Frank's struggling here. Is he all right? I'll be fine. Okay. Um, so, it was exciting. All right. Friday, went over to Jersey. Very undrivable city. Um, very undrivable. Uh, I had to look for parking for, for quite a long time. Watched my Uber driver drive by with a carload of other people. I'm like, cool, I'll just wait for you to finish that. Then they came, uh, went in. We talked to Dylan. Shout out. Great guy. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, Met him. we went in and they were like, whoa, whoa, tickets. And they showed us off to the box office. I was like, yeah, yeah, here's my name. They're like, oh, three VIP tickets waiting for you. I was like, wow, Dylan really hooking it up here. This is this is incredible stuff. But then we didn't know where VIP was. Yeah. So I uh, we actually have a picture. We have a we have a short little slideshow here. What do we got? What do we got? At darts. Uh, well, I mean, VIP reserved. This you know really made us feel special when when we got. Wow. Uh, and then it's like a a big stage. Like we were all sitting in in tables. We I mean we were front row right there. The darts are there. They have an announcer, very similar to Bruce Buffer. You'd say Frank. I think even better. Oh yeah, he hyped us up. They did walkouts. Uh, for every darts guy, they had uh, they had their own songs, everything like that. Here's me and Frank in front of the dartboard. I mean, we look fantastic. Obviously. Oh, yeah. And then uh, here's Frank in the merch. He had to get something. I, I didn't get anything. He uh, he got a hoodie. Looks great. He's wearing it today. I'm shocked you didn't get anything. So am I. Yeah, you know, I guess I've really been You've been cutting back on the merch? Yeah, I think I've been price shaming merch lately. Why? This was this was pretty expensive merch as well. Okay, actually, it was um, a little bit on the cheaper side. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna lie; I didn't even ask for prices. This so cost like, this me just forty bucks. Concert I went to the next day, sixty five. I'm like, oh man, need to go to Jersey. Yeah, I guess also at the same time, uh, I do go into my closet or like my drawers now, and I'm like, wow, I have so much merchandise from various random events. A little it was a surprised. Good memory. I wanted I'm to surprised that you off. said that it was cheap. Maybe I should sit up here. Uh, I surprised you said it was cheap, and uh, yet you didn't know the price. Yeah, I thought it just looked expensive. I'm not going to lie. Oh, sorry. You said it was expensive. Excuse me. Um, all right. But overall, you enjoyed it? Yeah. So then time. after the first match, I was like, hey, let's let's put a little uh, scratch on this just to keep it. And, the, and they called me the gambling addict. Mm. They called yeah. me the degenerate. So then we decided um, Connor would take the u.s and i would take canada not liked the whole canada thing in that crowd they uh actually asked me are you canadian like why are you rooting these people on wow and like it was like this was like such a pro american crowd like everyone was wearing not american true. flags red white and blue uh a lot of usa chants uh some pretty vulgar Coming chants from against you canada as well. mm-hmm. i didn't yeah. know you were that patriotic oh yeah yeah no i mean i was letting it sing once we once we put our two dollars a match down uh yeah a lot of F Canada chants. Some of the darts players were actually upset with, with how vulgar the crowd was. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I thought it was a pretty, you know, classy crowd. No, def- no. Like, it was like I, a pro wrestling crowd. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. A lot of beers flowing. I think it was like $5 high lifes. A lot of people were capitalizing on those. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm excited for, for the PDC to come to, to MSG. Oh yeah, we'll be there. Uh, that's the first weekend of June. Uh, hopefully we're going to get Michael Smith in studio. Ooh, wow. Bully boy. I, I was thinking about it. Can well, as imagine? these darts guys were going, I was like, what? Like, how famous, like, how, how much notoriety do these guys have? Every single one that I Googled, like, they have the whole Wikipedia page. Like, oh, yeah? They're, they're pretty well known, yeah. Like, uh, some of these guys have competed at, at the highest level of darts. Well, thank you to Dylan for hooking us up. I would have yes, loved to be there, but I, uh, I was in Vegas. Otherwise, I would have been there. Because we love the darts. You. Oh, Dylan. Oh, of so course. He was such of course. a nice guy. Salt of yeah, the earth. Yeah, yeah. One, one last thing, though. The 180s, when they get 180s, they, we all had signs that said 180, and we like we, we went crazy. Were there a lot of 180s? Quite a few, yeah. And, and if anyone was watching the stream, me and Frank were, were in the background. You were? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my god. Every time they stepped aside, we were right there. Big signs. Giant I, it, was, it was fantastic. By the way, uh, I, I, I did notice that there was a little bit of shit talking when you posted about it. Like, oh, big darts fan, Ari Hawani, in order to be found. I mean. Did no. any response from you? Did we get a response? No. I mean, I was just like. No what? response. I mean, you no know where response, I am. No words to say. Well, you know where I am. Like, what is Seemed like a bit of a troll tweet, if I'm being honest. I mean, it felt like, you know. What do you want me to do? Priorities came into play. Well, priorities, yeah. I mean, I was hanging out yeah, with Stack priori- and the boys, Paul Pierce, yeah. the truth. Priorities came into play. We know where you stand. I got paid. That's where I stand. If they, want to, if so, they wanted uh, to hey, pay listen, me. There listen. actually was some talk of a celebrity match, me versus, an, I don't know, I guess I would go up against the American because I'm Canadian, but I'm also Canadian. Um, and uh, Wait, I would go against the, I'm also American. Okay, you know, <laughs> gonna be on both sides. Uh, yeah, uh, it's Ariel versus Ariel. <laughs> I saw some uh, some guy. I think it was on CNBC. Did an interview with like an AI version of himself. Did you see that? Uh, nah. My brother told me that I should consider this. Um, he said it was. Excuse me. Um, he said um, an AI deepfake version of himself. CNBC's Brian Sullivan interviews an AI deepfake version of himself. He said that I should consider doing the same. What did the AI tell him? What a what? What did the AI tell him in the interview? I didn't click on it. It was when I was coming in. Give it up, Brian. But uh, would be I don't know. I don't know what the uh, the interview myself. That would be kind of weird. Wow. Um, All right. How did we do as far as the bets are concerned? Uh, We escaped narrowly in the in the parlay pals. We won. We did win. it looked like we weren't going to for a while because Frank's pick, uh, Bobby Green, Jerry Gordon, over two and a half. It looked like we lost, but then the no contest made it a push. Uh, so back in the winner's circle, us three, uh, we got it to uh, minus 138. Feels good. Feels good. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, really no sweat. I mean, everyone, everyone won. I mean, other than the sweat of realizing that we lost and then actually figuring out that we did not lose. Oh, really? Uh, so yeah. Oh, yeah, because of that, that like, two-minute oh, yeah. stretch, right? So I was watching, again, with no sound, and, I mean, I texted the group. I was like, it's over. Like, we lost. Uh, I thought it was a real knockout. And then Rick texted and was like, it's getting it's getting overturned. Oh, my gosh. So Dude, we went, wait, so Mr. what happens? Does it, does it just become a three-leg parlay then? Yeah, no. so it went okay. from, like, plus 140 or something to minus 138. All right, that's fine. Wins a, win, that. a win's a win, a dub's a dub. What about the rest of the night? Uh, did well, did well. Wow. Um, hit hit a few plus money plays. The patchy mix one got in on that early. Incredible knockout. Uh, hit a couple parlays as well. You know, hurt bad losing the Tavares silver over one and a half. I also was on Tavares, so that knockout was just like a double loser. That one hurt bad, but at the end of the day. We finish up uh, almost three units. Back-to-back winning weeks now. Feels good. Feels like we're riding the ship a little bit. None of these uh, minus six, minus seven weeks. Uh, still down for the year, minus 18 units. But uh, overall, we are, we're we getting back to the plus 60 uh, since we started doing this. So dicey card this weekend. Does this Di- include the darts? Dicey card this weekend. <laughs> yeah. uh, Frank wanted me to include the uh, the $8 no, lost to him in the, in the darts. Right. Um yeah, we'll try to keep it rolling this weekend. Not the easiest card, uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep it rolling. Uh, and then, you know, before we go, we have to do a shout out a couple big hitters uh, before we sign off here. Let's do it. Yeah. 
I laid a little lumber myself in Las Vegas, by the way. Oh, yeah? What on? Not even close to anything. Um, but I did see some people at the sports book laying some lumber, some people in the MMA world. In fact, just outside of the sports book, I ran into my old friend Kamara Usman. Yes. Yes. You care to tell the full story? Oh, it was a very warm greeting. Um, you know, we, we caught up. Last time I saw him actually was in Houston, UFC 247. Uh, the infamous Chael son and Anthony Smith uh, backstage, you know, greeting. Um, so it was very nice to see him. And then I was wondering, why is Kamar Usman here? I forgot his brother was fighting on Saturday. So very nice, very nice. Good to see him Big again. It's been a while. Bro. Yeah, Muhammad. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's start it out. Not the not the greatest week in big hitters history, but alas, we uh, we still do get some big ones. We start Alina MMA plus fifty two hundred. Believe this is all Bellator picks. She takes the two nights, puts together nine fighters, turns ten dollars into five hundred and twenty one. Shout out to her. Next up, Seba Supreme. He had supreme confidence in Sergey Pavlovich getting it done. He goes Sergey Pavlovich KO round one twice and then Sergey Pavlovich just to win in round one puts $350 down wins almost 1500 he must have been elated when Curtis Blades decided to not go for any takedowns next up KO 4000 cash plus 2000 parlay I mean this is just this is beautiful Sergey Pavlovich to win in round one and Gervonta Davis to win in round seven through nine. He turns $5 into 100 Next up, I mean, this is, this man is deep in it. Brandon Van, deep in the game. Liz Carmouche, by round four submission, a little late Friday night play, turns $12 into two twenty-eight. Don't know what, what caused him to take this, but, I mean, great bet. Plus 1800 on that one. Uh, and then last but not least, just wanted to shout out a couple people. Trent1234 and D Jones 23 They both hit Gervonta Davis to win in round 7. One plus 900, the other plus 1,200. Uh, so fantastic plays by them. That's just crazy stuff. Um, so, yeah, shout out to them. Congratulations on the big wins, everybody. Well done. Well done, and we're back. I feel like you're back. We're back, riding high. We're try- I'm trying to keep it rolling. If we can get a winning week going into 288, we're we're really going to start feeling good. The weather's getting warmer. Uh, everything's. Yeah, I mean warm. things things are starting to really look up. Um, although this morning I was freezing my buns off. I'm still cold. Um, what else we got? We got. Uh, oh, anything on? Do they put out lines for BK? Uh, they do occasionally, and like in the right uh, jurisdiction. So like like Kansas has different regulations than New York City. Well, they do Kansas, it for Kansas. Kansas puts out BKFC. Oh, so we won't get this weekend. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna have to wait to see. And I'm I'm, I'm I gotta admit, what I you think you know I've said what I said about BK. I was a little huh? bit you know hesitant, but this one with those four guys, are you gonna? I'm inter- I mean, it feels like an MMA card to be honest. With those, are you four gonna names. go against yourself and uh, and, and watch pick it? Oh, pick oh, no. someone. <laughs> What do you mean, go against myself? Like you were just saying, you're like, I need to stop making these picks, you know? Oh, honestly, I, yeah, I want to retire. I mean, yeah, uh, I look, look what happened with Max. Seems like he's cool with it. Yeah, but you know, not everyone's as cool as him. I was going to gonna be say, yeah. A lot of people, you know, is it is it worth it? Let me work it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Put your thing down, flipping. Yeah. Uh, maybe I just have to go with the props. 
Yeah, I like that. Like what I did I, with I Davis we'll and uh, Garcia. Ones, All right. Uh, the, the yeah, and other than that, it's just uh, well, there's a Ryzen, but I think it's Ryzen. a smaller one. Um, then an Apex card. Then an Apex card. Song Yudong against Ricky Simone. Let's see if there's any other big names. Adolfo Vieira, Julian Rosa, Slim Pickens, yeah. Matan Levy. Mm, yeah. Mm. Boom Kelleher. Yeah, Boom Kelleher. Cody Durden, Charles Johnson. Yeah, shout out. Um, all right. Obviously, we'll be back on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Should be a great show. Yeah. I Big feel. things planned? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel... Should I say... I mean, they you booked teased, it. You teased the BKFC thing. Yeah. What should I just say it? I mean... Yeah. I haven't checked back in, so... But I feel like it's a... Uh, we're going to do a, a virtual face-to-face with uh, Luke and Platinum. Let's Oof. go. So Big that, time. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, like, you know how we did with Chris Wade and... Uh, yeah. Sold the whole damn thing. So let's let's do it again. Brendan Lochnane. Brendan Lochnane, thank you. My brain is fried, I have to admit. Uh, I totally believe fried. it. Man. I mean, the red eye just, uh, you know, it was good. It worked out. I got the full day, but, you know. And uh, uh, our old friend... Uh, Chatri Sichotong, the founder of One Championship in the studio on Wednesday as well. So uh, a lot to look forward to. uh, But I'm going to go take a nap. (laughs) Please. Um, My driver's waiting outside so I can sleep on the ride home. So it's perfect. Must be nice. Yeah, it's real nice. Uh, Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you guys and appreciate all the guests who came on today's program. Um, Much love to you all and uh, much love to you guys in the back as well. Yeah. Oliver Manan. Um, is that what he's actually saying? I don't know. What is he saying? Uh, uh, Olive Garden. Ah, someone actually told me one time what he says, and I have no idea. I don't think it's anything real. Uh, no, no, no. It is something. It's something. Uh, perhaps our own Andy could tell us. Andy's distracted. Oh. Sorry, coming in. Uh, well, well, I guess the song we could play it afterwards, but um, oh, there's some stuff going on here from Oscar De La Hoya, guys. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya just posted a video on his uh, Instagram saying that he did not show up to the post fight press conference because he received death threats, and uh, he said that Bernard Hopkins was banned by the PBC from attending the post fight press conference. Maybe because of that whole thing at the weigh-in, but I mean that was as benign as it gets. I mean he just—I guess they were saying that he put something on his back, but uh, craziness. I guess this is what happens when you know different promotions come together and there's history and bad blood and all that stuff. That's unfortunate, um, if true. Bernard Hopkins, a legend, but uh, that's boxing for you. And uh, it was fun to uh, to be there and talk about it on today's show. Thank you very much to all the guests. Uh, thank you to Bobby Green, a.k.a. King. Thank you to Carl Frampton. Thank you to Paolo Costa. Thanks so much to Arnold Allen for coming in studio. And, of course, thanks to the blessed one, Max Holloway, as well. Thanks to them. Thanks to all of you. Back on Wednesdays, I'm Diamond Plants. Until then, I say, peace. I'm out of here. Uh, I do want to let you know that today's program is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. UFC 300 is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is giving new customers a shot to turn five buccarinos into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any UFC 300 bet. So 
there's a lot of close fights. Jamal Hill, Alex Pereira is a close one. Um, one that is of interest to me, Kayla Harrison, Holly Holm going the distance. Um, obviously, Zhang Wei Li is a big favorite. The biggest favorite on the card is actually Bo Nickel against Cody Brundage. That may not be a surprise to you. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things on this card. And the place to be for it all is DraftKings Sportsbook. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Hour. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DMAR. The crown is yours. Gambling prong call 100Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash mma.com, yes. Uh, for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources, 